very early episode 439 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you always and forever. I'm Glenn. That's Josh. Hello. And uh, we're recording on Saturday this week. <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Nothing like uh, screwing up our holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I came home, so I'm happy. I'm, I'm here at my house for three days. I'm, I'm just happy to be sitting in my own office. Well, my wife and son are in Brooklyn right now. My son didn't want to leave. He wanted to stay and play Disney Infinity all weekend. Way to get your him. kid totally addicted to Disney. <laughs> I told he addicted himself. Uh, I told him that we could play all day Sunday and all day Monday. And wow, I could, I said we could even because he always wants to play when it's light out. That's what he says. He means during the day. Okay. Um. Which He's means he doesn't want to like my old southern grandfather. By the way, <laughs> you know when it's light out, he doesn't want to go to school. He'd rather sit and play Disney Infinity all day. And I said, "Well, yeah, I'd love to do the same, but you know, I got to work so that we can pay for this stuff." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "But I don't want to play when it's dark out because then I have to go to bed." <laughs> and I said, "You know what? Sunday we can play all night long if you want." <laughs> I said, till wow. you crash, wow. we can play. Because we don't have to do anything on Monday. We'll get up whenever we get up, and we have all day Monday. You're just teaching that kid never to sleep. Yeah. He, he does that himself. Wow. I, we've tried to get him to sleep. We've tried to put him to bed early. He does not go to sleep until 10 o'clock at the earliest, usually 11. God. It's insane. You have to be mean like my parents. They would just put me in bed, close my door, and if I slept whenever I slept, but I was in my room. No, yeah, he's not going to do that. He knows how to open his door. <laughs> no. If I, well, the thing is, you have to remember, my stepdad back then especially, the dude was 6'4". He wore steel-toe boots for work. He, I mean, he's a great guy, but when I was a little kid, he was, he was a monster. I mean, he was huge. So I was afraid of him. Yeah, no, I'm his best friend, so There's that's the not problem. happening. <laughs> See, yeah, it's you not a be problem. friends with your kids when they're that young. You have to... You have to announce your presence with authority. No, he he respects me, but at the same time, he likes to just have fun. <laughs> he does. He'll he'll reluctantly go when I tell him to go, but he will go. Um, and he always gives me the but I don't want to, but and I'm like, of kid. course you don't want to. <laughs> And nobody wants to. Yeah, every kid's like that. That's that's the difference. Yeah, he's not special. No, I know that. He doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, every kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I know I don't have any of my own, but I have a lot of friends with kids. It's pretty funny because Mark's daughter, Mark and Jesse's daughter, uh, Lilia, will not sleep right away either. But they still keep a monitor in her room every now and then to see what she's doing. And you'll hear just singing away, and then she'll mm-hmm. start playing with some toys in the dark, and then she'll start singing again. Yeah. <laughs> I said, geez, she's Mark's kid. Put a drink in her hand, she'll fall right asleep. Hmm. And that thing will never spill. Yeah. Anyway. So, lots of new releases this week. Holy balls. Yeah. Wow. Uh, a few news items since we've uh, missed news. You know, last week, we didn't go too crazy with it, though. Uh, Josh's review of Madden NFL 16. We'll talk about what's going on around PS Nation, especially uh, Jason Honecker going off like he's three writers. 
Uh, what we're playing and watching, uh, Josh's review of Disney Infinity 3.0. And then uh, Destiny Dave and I talked a little bit about uh, Destiny the Taken King. So we'll throw that in there. And then Josh's review of Tearaway Unfolded. Maybe we'll do some emails if we're not past five hours because the Badgers play tonight. <laughs> we'll see. First game. <laughs> I'm not missing it. They're going to get their asses kicked by Alabama, but I still have to watch it. You could turn it on and mute it. Uh, no, I can't because I don't have cable TV. What do you mean? I don't, how am I going to watch it? I don't have TV in this I don't house. Know. You, oh, so you have to leave your house physically to watch it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's on ABC and they don't have a streaming app like ESPN does. So I literally cannot watch it in this Even house. though they're the same company, essentially. They are the same company. They're all <laughs> they're on my Disney. Disney but yeah. they don't have an app uh, that you can actually watch live stuff. They put their shows up that you can stream them, but you can't watch live stuff. Well, the ESPN branding is in Disney Infinity. Oh, God. I found out today. Uh, <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the footballs, basketballs, hockey pucks, all the... Wait, uh, how is it on hockey pucks? They never show anything hockey. I know hypocrites plus yeah that's like my that tweet from a couple of weeks well a couple of months ago yeah where espn said something about hockey or something whatever they said and hockey was like yeah how about showing some some hockey highlights (laughs) exactly (laughs) uh yeah so uh we have a ton to talk about so let's get through this stuff first if you want to contact us you can do that in a lot of different ways don't forget the hub of all things playstation nation you can find that at our website at psnation.com. Uh, you can check out our forums. Just hit that forums button or go to psnation.com slash forums. You can find our affiliate link section. So if you want to shop at a bunch of cool stores, hit our link to get to those stores instead of just going to the website and whatever you buy. We get a little piece of the action that helps us pay for our bills. And trust me, folks, we got a lot of them right now. Uh, don't forget also that you can uh, check out all the stories. Like I said, Honaker, like went off after packs and just, just, oh, he was a machine posted pretty much every assignment or uh, every appointment he had at PAX. Uh, I'm a little behind. I got one thing up and I got a couple of things up because I was editing the podcast. I was flying. I was doing all kinds of shit. So I still don't have a lot of mine done. Uh, And now I have to travel next week again (laughs) this coming week. Um, You can also uh, send us an email. You can either hit that contact us section at psnation.com which has all the pertinent information, our PSN names. Uh, you can hit the Contact Us button and just email us that way. You can find our email address there, which is podcast at psnation.com. All cool stuff there. You can hit our voicemail. If you have Skype, just call WDT-Torgo. Uh, you can hit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash psnationpage. Uh, don't forget, if you like to stream your podcast, you can find us. Actually, you can find us on TuneIn Radio, apparently. Uh, there's a couple other ones, but you can also find us on Stitcher if you go to the video game section there. Don't forget our podcast network at VGEVO.com. And, uh, yeah, all that other cool stuff. I think that's it. I think it's up to you now for new releases. I'll strap in. Oh, no. I think I need a pot of coffee for this. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, nuts. Here we go. All right. Uh, well, I threw this one in because it was most likely missed last week when we you guys were doing yeah we didn't thing. do any new releases we did because yeah. when we were recording you'll even hear it if you ever listen to it zing um, I, do. I don't blame if you don't uh we didn't know what was going to happen we didn't know if i was we were going to do that pack stuff we didn't even know if we were going to get both days we didn't know if you and i were going to do something after the pack. so I'm like right at the beginning I'm like i don't know if we're going to do anything else but here we go <laughs> yep. but it did end the second day with all the stuff 
All right. I'm proud of myself for that one. Good job. That's the little so, things. All right. So for September 8th, uh, I don't know when you're going to edit and release this, but for September uh, 8th. When am I going to release? This is going to come out probably on Monday. All right. So. Yeah. The day after the podcast releases, Tearaway Unfolded hits Sweet. for thirty nine ninety nine. The reviews have been out for days now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Embargo lifted like Monday or something, didn't it? Um, to, Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday morning, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Tuesday, I think. Um, so, yeah, the, that's out. Um, the Geotech LP1... LP-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bluetooth chat headset... For the PS4, comes in red and blue. And Destiny Dave <laughs> has one of those for review. I'm going to call him Destiny Dave all day. It's thirty four ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, Tesla Grad, which was a PSN release, is getting a physical release. It uh, These are all coming the next week, September 15th, okay. the week of. Um, Tesla Grad, uh, that's coming uh, physical for $19.99. All right. Awesome. We love physical. Indeed. Uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2016 hits. It will be $59.99. Which we may or may not have for review. God, Konami. I did the request like normal, and it's gone through seven people so far. Uh, (laughs) Konami. Yeah. Uh, And then we have NHL 16. Oh, wow. And the NHL 16 Deluxe Edition. And what's the difference? Uh, the deluxe edition includes up to fifty dollars of hockey ultimate team content. Wait, up to? Yeah. So is it just random the shit you get? Do you like roll di- virtual dice or something and find out what you get? I don't know. I don't know why they price it like why they say it's priced like that. Um, why don't they just it, say fifty dollars worth? Oh wait! I wonder if they're doing that because then, if when this stuff goes on sale, somebody can't give them shit. And they never go on sale. You never the know. hockey ultimate team? No, no, no. I'm talking Thanks. about like because they're obviously going to give you content that's also going to be available online to buy. If any mm-hmm. of that DLC goes on sale, no, it's not. It doesn't. They don't do that <clears throat> with this stuff. No, this is all built into the game itself, and it's just you get packs of cards, and it's. It's X, It's like one pack or two packs a week for 13 weeks or something like yeah. that. That's what it always has been. Hmm. Um, so it's probably like 49 something or 48 something. And they want to make it sound good. So they say up to $50, hmm. you know? Yeah. Instead of saying it's forty eight ninety six. Well, what's the cutoff then? <laughs> I mean, is, is forty two ninety nine enough to say up to 50 bucks? Uh, not unless you want to have a lawsuit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guarantee somebody would get get a lawsuit together. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's one one going on now. Just waiting. Like, all right, almost hit the button. Just it wait until we get the game. Yeah. Hit the button. It wasn't within $2, and it wasn't exactly 1080p. So, lawsuit. <laughs> and they're only um, doing it vertically. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, lawsuits. All right. Um, then we have the Destiny, the Taken King Legendary Edition for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. It's a good uh, deal. That is it. Yep. And do, 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 do. wait, I just lost my page. What just da- happened there? 
then the Destiny Taken King uh, bundle, limited edition, 500 gig PlayStation 4 bundle, uh, which is white with fancy markings. It's and actually engraved. And, oh, ooh, yeah, ooh. it's got that Taken King seal engraved into it. Ooh. It's a sexy console. Even if you're not into Destiny, it's it's a sexy looking console. <laughs> Comes with a white controller. Yeah, because it's a white console. Yeah, it's three ninety nine, and it comes with that sixty dollar legendary edition. Yep. Wow. So you get that. <clears throat> uh, then we have coming later in the week, September eighteenth, the Book of Unwritten Tales two. Mm. Toe. Nineteen ninety nine. Uh this I don't know what this is. Uh, I don't either. A new adventure from King Art, the creators <laughs> of the Book of Unwritten Tales. Ooh, go figure. <laughs> uh the Critter Critter <laughs> the Critter Chronicles and the Raven, Legacy of a Master Thief, with a fantasy story of over twenty hours of pointing and clicking. So what do we call in the second one? Uh I think they've they're going with Going home in a body bag too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I for some reason that just doesn't sound exciting. No, a fantasy story with over twenty hours of pointing and clicking. <laughs> the Book of Unwritten Tales Two is a comedy point and click adventure video game created by German developer King Art Games. Lovingly spoofing Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Discworld, The Hobbit, WoW, and more. Whatever nerds we can get in there. Screenshots gonna... look really good. We're going to throw those names out. I, I will say the artwork looks fantastic. Wow. All right. Well, it's only nineteen ninety nine. so... Yeah. No, it's it's a very pretty game. I haven't heard hide nor hair of this before, though. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Division of Nordic Games. Yeah, 505 and Nordic Games published it. Yep. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. yeah, I've never seen it anywhere. I've never heard of it. Nothing. It's a new one on me. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, it does look gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, it's oh, really good. Uh, huh. 20 bucks. Uh, okay. And then uh, we have a couple things that are apparently out all over the place, depending on where you're looking. Exactly. Um, but they will be hitting Amazon at least uh, around September 18th. The PlayStation Gold Wireless Headset 20, 20th Anniversary Edition for ninety nine ninety nine. Yep. The DualShock 4 Wireless Controller, 20th Anniversary Edition for $64.99. And that's it for PS4. Yeah. Um, I think stores are either leaking them or they put them out early or whatever, but I got an email from Amazon giving me the new date of September 18th, but they said I'll have it on release day. Hmm. And it does look like the 20th Anniversary Edition controller you're buying this way does not have... The PlayStation symbols, the 20 symbol on the touchpad. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, Flaming Toast, actually, or Toasty Stickers, I think it is. Something like whatever one those guys are. Flaming Toast. Uh, actually make a sticker for the touchpad that has that on it. So not quite the same, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to use that controller for Rocket League anymore because I'm really afraid I'm going to break that controller. <laughs> <laughs> It gets pretty uh, pretty heated in those in those uh, matches. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited though. I ordered both. I'm a sucker. I don't yeah. need that headset at all, but still. Yeah, I wanted both. I did not order both. Yeah. I did not order either. I'll, yeah. I'll wait. 
Control, I um, really wanted, though. I, I've always wanted a second one. So. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah. But, you know, I'm assuming this is not a limited thing that it'll be around and eventually I can get it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, better not be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the control, I could have done without the headset, but um, the control I really wanted to have, even though I already have seven freaking controllers, but mm. I just really like that that whole style and everything of the 20th anniversary one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, for the PS3, uh, we have Pro Evolution Soccer 2016 for forty nine ninety nine. Cool. Uh, NHL 16 Legacy Edition for hmm. fifty nine ninety nine. In other mm. words, roster changes, bug fixes. Mm, roster changes typically. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Um, bugs. <laughs> typically, yeah, that's what they do, and it surprises me though that. They're going full price on that. They're going fifty nine ninety nine for it. I'm not surprised. Well, I am. I mean, they've done on the other ones in the past. They've dropped it to at least forty nine or lower for the legacy editions. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but they they've done that. I've seen them do it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next year's. Um, but do we really think we'll see it next year on PS3? Yeah. I don't think I can agree with you on that one. It's a legacy edition. All they have I to do it. is change the lo- change the players, and they're done. It's going to be interesting to see and how things go this year money for, the, on it. for the new systems. They're still going to. There's still yeah. eighty five, ninety million PS threes out there. Yeah, I know. So, but, but I think a lot of those people aren't using it anymore. That's the whole thing. Like they don't track. They track how many sales there are and everything, but they don't track like how many people are actually still using them. You know, a lot of people nope. kind of sold them off used. So, some people just have them boxed up because they're on the PS4 or the Xbox One now, you know. So I think there is a shift happening. And you can there, see that definitely at E3 and PAX. Yeah, there's a shift. But, I mean, this happens with every every console generation. But you're talking 20 to 30 million PS3s out there, or PS4s right now. Yeah, That like means there's five. still 60 million PS3s. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I agree. But... I think when the PS3 hit, it took a couple of years and they finally stopped making stuff for PS2. They that's did. what I'm basing it on. But that's the thing. EA, they're usually the last ones to go. They they put out the, the sports games all the time because they're simple to do. All they do is change some rosters. They don't really have to do anything. And they put it out and they make yeah. money on it. So Yeah. I think one thing that makes it easier is the fact that both of them still run on Blu-ray. So they don't have to have different manufacturing facilities. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not a big deal for them at this point. We're going to see it next year. Um, Destiny the Taken King Legendary Edition, $59.99. Tesla Grad, $19.99. And the Disgaea Triple Play Collection Hmm. for $39.99. Interesting. That includes uh, Disgaea 3, Disgaea 4, and Disgaea 2. Hmm. Uh, all on one disc? Oh, no. Well, yeah, one disc. Wow. Three-game collection. Incredible three-game collection on one glorious disc. One uh, glorious disc. <laughs> English in-game text and English uh, voice track or original Japanese in-game voices. Cool. I think that's how the, all the games are anyway. Yeah, so. That's really nice. That is a good deal. That's uh, uh wow. If if you 
you know, if you're one of those kids that just got a PS3 because your parents always like to stay a generation behind, and if you're into RPGs, holy crap, that could last you the whole school year. Well, I hope you're not into sports because, according to Glenn, EA is going to shut everything down the, after this year. That. I'm just saying, I'm wondering if, <laughs> wondering how much longer that's going to happen. Uh, so, thirty nine ninety nine is a pretty damn good deal for that is three a great deal for uh, yeah. Disgaea games. Yeah, wow. all on one glorious disc. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. All right. Uh, first up. Kind of surprising news, uh, and I saw somebody else mention this, and I had to email uh, the people uh, at Thrustmaster to find out about this. But Thrustmaster is going to be releasing a new racing wheel, and it's what a lot of people have been waiting for. So coming soon, uh, Thrustmaster T150 Force Feedback Wheel will be released. It's going to work for PS3, PS4, and PC, and it's going to cost $200 or $199. Mm. Uh, when you, it's that is not a bad price though. When two wheels have just come out at four hundred, and you're getting force feedback, unlike the T80, which well, is hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's still. <clears throat> so, that's when I'm looking stuff. at this though, it looks really similar to what the T300 is. It looks like it's got the same gears or the same uh, uh, belt and pulley system, so it should feel the same. It's full uh, 1080 rotation, like the T300. Comes with the two pedals, just like the T300. Same pa- paddle shifters, everything. Every what time looks, you say T300, all I can think of is a Terminator model. I don't think they ever had a T300. <laughs> I know. That we know of? <laughs> I think the T300 was probably a mechanized stapler. Well, you know what? By by the next uh, Terminator movie, which is being made, even though the last one bombed. like yeah. a, Well, it bombed domestically. It was huge overseas, apparently. Um that's just so, because we love our Terminator, yeah. Yeah, so they've yeah. guaranteed a, another one. Uh, oh, they may have a T300. You there know you go. <laughs> um, so the the main differences that it looks like so far, because I, I haven't really seen a uh, like a full features list, looks like the main differences are the steering wheel itself is not detachable like it is on the T300. Dun, 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 dun. Um, and... That's almost about it. I think the wheel looks a little bit different too, but the button layout's pretty similar. The um, the pedals are the same, and it is compatible with the upgrades. So if you want to get the new shifter, or if you want to get the three pedal setup, they will plug into this wheel. So not bad. I mean, really, you're, it looks like so far, it looks like you're losing the the ability to swap out the wheel. And quite frankly, if that's the only difference, the, the only real difference, it's a steal at two hundred bucks. It is. Because that $400 wheel is fantastic. I use it whenever I'm playing a racing game now. That's what I'm using. Uh, it, so hopefully, hopefully we'll have one for review. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I don't see... I'm just looking through the press release now to see if there's any type of release date. Uh, da, 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 13 action buttons, D-pad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, available in October for a retail price of $199. Hmm. So there we go. Uh, yeah, it, it literally, it's adjustable. It, it works with the PC sof- uh, software like the other one does. Uh, you can adjust it from 270 degree to 1080 degree. Uh, it uses the same 12-bit optical sensors that the T300 does. Uh, the mixed belt and pulley, belt pulley and gears transmission system, metal ball bearing axle, everything. So, it, like I said, I think really the biggest difference is that it's not... Uh, doesn't have a detachable wheel, so you can't, you know, put the leather-bound one on there, the Ferrari one, or whatever. That is not a bad deal. 
I'll say it right now. So yeah. hopefully we get that for review because I do want to check that out and see what the difference are. Because for two hundred dollars less, holy shit, that is uh, that's quite approachable in my opinion. Especially for a hundred bucks more, you're getting that much more than the T80. Well, yeah, that's nuts. And Logitech, as far as I know, does not have any plans on a, like a mid-range wheel either. So, wow. All right. All right. There is a Star Wars Battlefront beta coming in October. Well, they better be doing a beta, considering <laughs> Battlefield 4. Well, they did a beta for Battlefield 4, remember? Yeah, I know. Just saying. <laughs> um, so it is a technical test. It will yeah. feature three modes, be on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, there will be the Walker Assault on Hoth. Nice. A 40-player mode that pits the Rebels against the Empire. And this I don't get. It will allow players to play as Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. So yeah. we're going to have we're going to have 18 no, no, uh, Luke Skywalkers no, and no. 20 Darth Vaders no. all coming together and you, fighting each other. You obviously didn't pay attention to E3. <laughs> I, I when at E3. When you were watching the press conference when I was at the press conference? No, I was actually writing up the Guitar oh, Hero okay. thing when well, the press conference was so on. <laughs> this has a hero system built into it. So you'll have the standard Rebels versus Empire. So like the hero mode in Warhawk. I no. <laughs> um and they haven't really talked too much about how you become these kind of hero characters. But I think you just earn it somehow. So all of a sudden you saw this big battle going on and there was Vader and then you run up as Luke Skywalker and you battle with him. Hmm. It it was cool. So, yeah, it's not you can't just Wait, that never happened them. in the movies. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm boycotting this. Even though this. Luke and Vader were both on Hoth, kind of. Yeah, well, but they Vader never fought. It, no, he was on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was because he walks Derp. through the, yeah, the ice caves. <laughs> hey, it's been a while. Actually, we were talking uh, plans to watch all six movies pretty soon. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited as hell. I can't wait. Yeah, the second mode is a wave-based co-op mode called Survival Mission on Tatooine. I think that's the one I played. Yeah, um, that is. That's the one you played. At, uh, yeah, in New York. And last but not least, new mode called Drop Zone. Uh, and they're not saying anything about it yet. As long as uh, Wesley Snipes is in it, we're good to go. Mm. And Yancey Butler. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, next up, huge news. Huge. Uh, System Software 3.0 for PlayStation 4 is coming soon. It's codenamed Kenshin. Uh, And the details have finally been uploaded to the PlayStation blog. Uh, So working from the ground up. (laughs) Uh, When, uh, if you want to view a friend's gameplay session, you can now send a request to watch notification to a player. Uh, which then we'll start a live broadcast or share play invitation to the person playing. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, Live from PlayStation is going to be improved, making it easier to view popular trending broadcasts in real time. Uh, Yeah, this this is kind of a funny one, but I've heard it's pretty cool. Uh, They're putting a sticker system in, uh, so you'll be able to send stickers to your friends through your messages instead of typing out messages all the time. So you can say things like, I'm now playing, Uh, you're now playing screen, will display even more information about what your friends are doing, and you'll be able to quickly jump into a game party, request a screen share, etc. with them right from that screen. Uh, You'll be able to share video clips directly to Twitter from share, 
Uh, users will have the ability to share video clips directly to Twitter. Maximum video length is 10 seconds. That's a Twitter thing, not uh, not PlayStation. This one is kind of weird because the beta is out now. So they had, you know, we talked about yeah. the beta system, uh, that they were going to make the beta available to people for the for the new firmwares and everything. So some people have it. And I all of a sudden, it. you have it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't have it. I have it on one of my PS4s. <clears throat> I'm on um, a list. I don't get that stuff anymore. But as you're going through the list, it's funny because I have it on one of my PS4s and I knew some of the stuff that was on there. Yeah. They really need to start doing something like Microsoft did with the Xbox One, where there is that a tile, thing. a tile, yeah, that yeah. that has videos that show you, walk you through all these new features. Because I guarantee, I've had it on there for sure. days. All I was looking at was ten gigs of save space for the uh, for the cloud oh, upload. Way to, way to spoil it. <laughs> Yeah, like nobody knew. Jeez. Um, well, you know, maybe if people would tweet at PlayStation, maybe PlayStation Nation should be the ones that make those videos for them all the time. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we have time. I'd make the time for that. <laughs> um, the uh, Yeah, there there's so much in here that I didn't even think about or I didn't even know about. It's it's not obvious. It's not obvious anywhere on in the interface that all this stuff is now available. Yeah. Um. So if you don't know it, I think a lot of it is just going to go by the wayside. They really need a way to publicize it in the system itself. Yeah. And that was one of the best things I thought about Xbox One when I was like, what is this? Oh, come on, really? And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, actually, well, that's really informative. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, they do a pretty good job with that. Yeah, they need to do that. Although I still hate that quest thing they do, but that's just me because I'm a grumpy old man. So this next one was screwing me up, and, and Josh has been involved with this a couple times, too. Like, all of a sudden on my, on my messaging, this thing would pop up, and there'd be a ton of people on the right side in the, in the uh, uh, like, member section, but there'd be nothing typed. Yeah. And I didn't realize what it was until, like, a day later. So they're adding this new communities feature. Uh, PS4 users will have the ability to create communities based around shared interests like games, genres, and more. Communities include a message board with general discussion, screenshots shared by players, and the ability to join parties and games. If you want to tackle a big multiplayer raid but don't have enough friends available, this could be a way, great way to connect with other players who are looking for the same thing. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why am I in this group with 30 other people? Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite groups? You can favorite groups uh, in your friends app, letting you quickly access groups of people you want to play games with frequently. This is awesome. Uh, this will make the process of getting a game session up and running even easier, which for me, I kind of laugh about because it's still happening in rocket league where we get on and like five minutes later, it's just full. It's so creepy. Uh, uh, a new events section, a new hub for events has been added, giving an overview of activities taking place in the games you play the most. This is awesome. As well as official broadcasts. Uh, for instance, you may see an update for a double XP weekend, a special enemy appearing at a scheduled time, or seasonal events like in-game towns being decorated for the winter. That's cool if developers actually uh, use it. That's really cool. Like I think they being will. able to know that Battlefield's going to have a double XP weekend just in this thing. They will. Instead of finding, uh, finding it on Twitter and everything. Uh, one of the biggest new features I'm really excited for, uh, YouTube Live. PS4 owners are now going to be able to live stream gameplay directly to YouTube, including uh, so not just limited to Twitch and Ustream. YouTube's going to be there as well. Uh, and the and live streams will be viewable across YouTube, including the new YouTube gaming mobile app and website. So it sounds like you're going to be able to use the YouTube app on the PS4 to do that too. <clears throat> this is really exciting to me because 
Uh, I've been doing some tests with YouTube, and I really do want to move most of our streaming stuff over to that be, for a few reasons. Um, we're having a lot of problems with Twitch, and we've had problems for months with Twitch in a few key areas. Number one, you know, it's supposed to email people when you start broadcasting. And it does, but sometimes it takes up to 30, 30 minutes to send that email out. Well, by that time, you're pretty much done with your stream. Uh, mm, second, depends on what you're streaming. No, well, yes and no, but I mean, it, it really does. Like, all of a sudden, people show up like, we just got the email now, and you're 30 minutes into the, into the stream. Uh, second thing is, the mobile client for Twitch still really blows. It's terrible. Um, if you're just watching the video, it's fine. But finding streams a lot of times is very confusing. It doesn't work very well uh, because it's got a channels tab and it's got a people tab and you never know where to look. Um, and the other thing is if there's like a big event for like League of Legends or something over a weekend, their servers get really taxed. And even though they're owned by Amazon, it doesn't seem like they've added any servers whatsoever. So things really start getting grindy. Uh, the chat would, would historically just like crash and you wouldn't be able to chat at all. Uh, your your stream quality would go way down, all kinds of stuff. Uh, that doesn't seem to happen on YouTube. Now, I have heard people that were having some buffering issues, etc., on YouTube, but that was also like the day that YouTube Gaming launched. I didn't get to see it because I was at PAX when that happened, but <clears throat> um, you know, I the thing that I really like about YouTube for us is the fact that we have a lot more subscribers on YouTube than we do on Twitch, so we already have a bigger install base. You can schedule events, which is huge. Uh, I like the fact that we can go in there, set up a schedule, and we can say at 7 o'clock on next Tuesday, we're going to stream this, and anybody that subscribes is going to be able to see that. So they know way ahead of time if we have something scheduled. Twitch, you can't do that. You just have to start it. So you have to try to let you know get the word out on you know, the forums and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Well, we still do that, but we also have that scheduler. And I, I love it. And it works directly with XSplit and Elgato software, too. So if you have an event scheduled and you bring up your, your stream in uh, Elgato software or XSplit, it'll actually say, oh, you mean this event here, and it kicks right into it. It works really, really well. Uh, their control center software is way better than what Twitch has. Uh, it does a lot of things that you kind of have to hack on Twitch. And the other thing is the mobile client, I think, works way better, including one of the problems we used to have with Twitch when we would, because I would stream to it privately to our staff every now and then, um, the chat used to just be like comments, and you'd have to refresh just to see the stupid chat. Well, now they added full HTML5 chat, which Twitch has now too, but it works, in my experience, works way better on the mobile client than Twitch's does. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're doing it perfectly, but they really are giving Twitch a run for the money. Uh, they, they still need to handle their metadata stuff a little bit better on the YouTube side, uh, make it a little more manageable for people that don't have a lot of experience streaming, but... Uh, so far, I've been really happy with them. And and the best part is, if we decided to do our 24-hour marathon uh, for Extra Life this year on YouTube, and I have to verify this, but I think it would actually archive the entire 24-hour experience as one video instead of me breaking it up into 15-minute videos 95 times. Mm. That alone is huge to me. And that's one thing. That's one less step we have to do when we stream to YouTube. We don't have to do the export. It automatically just saves it as a video. So it's automatically there for people to see the replay. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of advantages on the YouTube side. I'm hoping Twitch responds. I really do. I mean, they've built up this huge network of, of Twitchers and whatnot. But uh, in terms of tools and technology, I think t YouTube is, is definitely going to give them a run for their money. So I'm excited. And last but not least, uh, what Josh mentioned, uh, we now have 10 gigabytes 
of cloud storage for all PlayStation Plus members on PS4. Unfortunately, it's only on PS4 and not Vita and PS3 from what it sounds like. But that's a well, step in the right direction. Yeah. I We haven't really run into that issue. Uh, definitely not on the Vita. Um, and I have on PS3. Really, you have? Yes. I have hmm. a lot of PS3 games. Well, so do I. Yeah, I've run into it on PS3. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, it's and even ten, gig, ten gigs. I was joking that I think I already have Jeez. more than ten gigs. You don't? Um, no, I have like five and a half. Yeah, but I also have a huge stack of games here that I have not even put into the system yet. Mm. So if I put those in, like I have as many games that I haven't played as I have played. And if I've got five and a half gigs already, I could be over the 10 if I actually put them right, all in and Right, but aren't some them. of those saves, like multiple saves in a sports game and that sort of thing that you really don't need? Uh, no. Because I had that on, on a couple of PS4 games where I had like five saves on my hard drive for MLB for some reason. And I didn't need all those. And they were big. Well, a couple are for, um, but they're not, well, but they're not, like there's a... There's a be a pro save, there's a franchise save, sure. there's this save, there's that save. No, so, I mean, they're all ones that I, I feel that I would need. Um, well, like, I had some that have an autosave, and I didn't realize it was autosaving, so I made a save. Mm. So it was two save files for the exact same thing that were one second apart. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just been uh, shocked. And recently, like, the, the save for Tearaway... <clears throat> was a couple hundred megs. Jeez. Or a couple, yeah, a couple hundred megs. Well, um, Rocket League's like 300 and some. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes no sense. I know, it doesn't. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um yeah. It should be more than 10. I, I, I can't believe that they, you know, they spent all that time, they did all these upgrades, they did this whole thing, and they only went to 10, because yeah. they're only going to have to increase that again. Well, I think... This is probably a stopgap. I have a feeling. I got. I hope that they would do something like Microsoft and Disco Unlimited. They should because it's like again, and we've said this numerous times, but it's not like you're uploading your videos and your pictures. And you can't do any of that. It's all built into the system, so you yeah. can't like overindulge. But the, you know? the and the other thing, like server space, is dirt cheap nowadays. Well, storage is even cheaper. Yeah, especially cloud storage. You could lease it from somebody else. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, trust me, I deal with this at my job a lot. That's when I saw it. I was like, 10 gig. Oh, come on. Really? Just uh, <laughs> just go 100 or this, go unlimited and just be done like with it. This feels like a Japan uh, decision. Yeah. It does. It feels like a Japan decision. Well, why would anybody need more than 10? <laughs> just like when I bought my, uh, my Dell computer way back in the day and I got a gigabyte hard drive, my friends are all like, you're never going to use a gig. Yeah. You just wasted your money. You'll never use it. Uh-huh. That was my one point one point six gig hard drive that I got with my Windows ninety five machine, and uh, what was it? Mech Warrior two was like a hundred megs or two hundred megs or something like that. Well, Mech Warrior two was pretty big, but then when you got the expansion, the expansion was huge. Yeah, but that was I think Mech Warrior alone was like a hundred megs because when I looked at it, I was like, <gasps> that's like. Almost a tenth of my space right there. Yeah, <laughs> I was freaked yeah. out. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to run out of space so quick." 
Oh, yeah. I remember Wing Commander 4 coming on four CDs. We freaked out. Yep. Like, what? 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 Oh, thank God I got that gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, really good news. Really nice big... I mean, th- this feels like, you know, this is the major update from 2 to 3, and this feels like it. It really does. Uh, I like I like these changes. So, I'm happy. I, I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah. Although the 10 gig is already there. So you can already start using the 10 gig cloud storage. Wait, anybody? Yep. yep, it's already there. Huh. Yep. Okay, then I can go turn it on for my other PS3s. I turned it on for the one. PS4s, and, you mean? Or PS4s. Um, and told it to uh, upload everything. Um, but right, I but don't forget, you can only do the auto-upload download on one PS4. I know. Yeah, okay. I am well aware, oh, painfully well aware. No, 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 no. I, I guarantee you I deal with that more than you do. <laughs> painfully well aware of it. Uh, yeah, I know. I haven't, I haven't dealt with it in years <laughs> because I filled up my one gig within months of getting the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been on a thumb drive bouncing back and forth all over the place yeah. uh, and well, forgetting all that. the time. I do really wish they would do a sync system like Xbox yeah. One does. That's that one of the coolest nice. features on Xbox One. Although, I mean, honestly, I only have one Xbox One, so it doesn't really help me very much. But uh, the way they do their system is is damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. Okay, so Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, has a release date and Yay. fancy schmancy additions. Yay! Big shock. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? They're actually doing this? This oh. is coming out March 18th, 2016. Nice. So, no new God of War, people. Because <laughs> that's God of War's release date every year. Yeah. Um, That'll be 2017, then. Apparently. Uh, the Uncharted 4 Thief's End Special Edition is seventy nine ninety nine. A premium collectible treatment, mm-hmm. uh, plus an inside look at Naughty Dog's development process. Mm-hmm. It includes a collectible steelbook. <laughs> Not one of those crappy old steelbooks, the yeah. collectible kind. I do like the artwork, though. It's from a fan that does a lot of... Uh fan art for it mm-hmm. so they had him they commissioned him to do it a cover has a 48 page cover hard uh, hardcover art book which will be the size of a blu-ray case um <laughs> by dark horse and naughty dog um, sweet the dark uh, the naughty dog and pirate sigil sticker sticker sheet mm-hmm uh, Naughty Dog points a pack of in-game currency to unlock yes. various multiplayer content. Just awesome. what we always wanted: in-game currency. Naughty Dog points. Yay! Okay. Um, the Uncharted Four Thief's End Libertalia Collector's Edition is one hundred twenty bucks, and that includes everything above plus. The 12-inch premium Nathan Drake statue by Gentle Giant. That so looks cool, by the way. Two Drakes to hang out staring at each other if you have <laughs> the other one. That's the problem. If I got this, this would be my third Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah. uh, three and it's multi- still not as good as, as the one that Hannah and Dina bought me. So, yeah. Three multiplayer outfits, uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune, Heist Drake, and Desert Drake. Does Desert Drake have a new hat? I don't know. 
I think he has a little sash that he wears. Uh, Two custom weapon skins, because you're always looking at your weapons. Uh, Golden weapon skin and desert weapon skin. What are you talking about? The weapon's always on the screen. You're always looking at it. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. It's always there. No, you're not. And the people that are getting shot by it aren't looking at it either. Oh, they'll know when they see the replay. When they see the death cam, they'll know that they got shot by a camo golden weapon. No, they won't. They'll know. No, they won't. No, they won't. Oh, yeah. I get shot a lot. I never notice what weapon choppy. Well, that's because you're usually, all the tears in your eyes are clouding your vision. I got shot again. I'm used to, no. Why do you mean so mean to me? I'm always crying. I'm used to looking through tears. I could tell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when will Hen- my son go to bed? The Henry Avery Sigil baseball cap. Hmm. And the Madagascar sidekick outfits. Ooh. Henry uh, Avery uh. Sigil ball cap? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, it's an in-game thing. Yes. All right. Looks like the, a skull with crossbones on it. The Madagascar sidekick outfits. And when I hear sidekicks, all I can think of is the Disney's Infinity sidekicks, which are little mini, <clears throat> like, Funko Pop versions of... See, and I hear Madagascar, and I think about that really crappy animated movie with uh, Ross from Friends. Uh, Oh, I don't want to live in a zoo anymore. So, you can also get it digitally. Cool. You say, but Josh, how am I going to get all the cool physical stuff? Well, you're not, so suck on it. Um, (laughs) What you will get, though, for $79.99 for the digital version... Uh, is a digital copy of Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Mm. No premium steelbook collectible case. <laughs> I think they should uh, send you the picture of it. <laughs> Just look at what you could have. But you will get the Uncharted 4 triple pack, which Ooh. includes future access to the first ever single-player story add-on for the Uncharted series. Oh, no. Yes. And two multiplayer packs that will unlock new, rare, and legendary multiplayer items. See, I say, oh no, now, but we all know the secret. That first ever single-player story add-on for the Uncharted series, it's the minecart level. (laughs) Just imagine. You heard it here first. Uh, You'll also get instant unlock of two multiplayer customization items. Hmm. So, yay? Wait, so um, the version that's $119, you don't get that single-player add-on? That's bullshit. No. You're paying $120. That's DLC. <sighs> You're paying $120 for that statue. I know. That's basically the <laughs> the only thing of real value in that package different hey, between the two. Collectible steelbook, motherfucker. No, between the two. I'm saying between the $80 and the $120, the only thing of with intrinsic value, the other stuff is just is just multiplayer skins and junk. Yes, I said it, junk. Oh, um, that's Josh at psnation.com. Yeah, and everybody's going to say, PJF yeah, Josh you're right. High five. PJF Josh. <laughs> that's what they're all going to say, because it is. It's all just... You know, it is. Um, So uh, GameStop is going to have their own special multiplayer booster pack to instantly unlock a variety of one-time-use multiplayer boosts. Yes. See? Now you think it's crap, don't you? I just hate (laughs) when they split things up over these different stores. I, I just despise it. 
the pre-order bonus at Amazon will receive the snow camo weapon oh, customization God. and the Desert Drake outfit for multiplayer customization. Wait, so if you pre-order the LE, you're already getting the Desert Drake outfit thing with the LE, so you're going to get it twice? Yep. Oh, God. And you can layer it one on top of the other. So if one of them gets shot off, because that's one of the new things in this, you can shoot the clothes off a person. Uh, really you'll have a second layer underneath. <laughs> I, I just despise it. Uh, and if you pre-order from the PlayStation Store, you'll get a dynamic theme and mm. the desert weapon customization. I think that's the best one out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not getting a physical copy. Well, I, yeah, I know. Uh, so that's pretty much it. All yeah. right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want well, to play I'm excited for the so game. I don't, yeah. I don't know about no, all this. Other crap, yeah. I'm excited to play it online, too. I mean, we, we always enjoy the Uncharted's online, so it's going to be fun to see what they do with this one. Yep. All right. Uh, I mean, there were a couple other items as well, and you can see those on PSNation.com, but probably the one that I don't think a lot of people heard, uh, judging by the uh, Ed Boon's Twitter, when people are like, wait, this is real? Uh, Mortal Kombat X has been officially canceled for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Is anybody surprised after all the delays it was getting? Me. You're not surprised. I'm totally surprised. <clears throat> yeah. Because I haven't been paying attention to this I think everybody saw this coming. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we mentioned on the podcast a couple times, too, that it got delayed. It got delayed. Uh, if you did pre-order the game, uh, you can go to any store that you pre-ordered it at, and they should give you a full refund. Uh, but Warner Brothers officially announced the other day that the PS3 and Xbox 360 versions have been canceled. Uh, this cancellation comes after two delays and a lot of silence from the studios, which there was a lot of silence. I mean, people were asking everybody and nobody would even say no comment. They would just not respond at all. So if you did pre-order for one of those systems, uh, just go back to the store, talk to Amazon or whoever, and, and you should get a full refund. If you don't get a full refund, go to lawsuit. our brother's forums, <laughs> bitch a lot, and then start a lawsuit. Lawsuit. Yes. And threaten to kill somebody at some point, I'm sure. But I love that. When things like this happen, people are like, am I going to get my money back? No, they're going to keep your yeah, money. Yeah, keep the money. It's like Kickstarter. <laughs> of course you're going to get your money back. Yeah. No, no. You already paid. You're done. Uh, yes. I know. I know. All right. That's it for the news. Yeah. So we're going to... Change things up a little bit here, uh, just because Josh has three reviews this week. I actually have a review too, but I'm holding off till next week. Yeah. Uh, but Madden NFL 16. So this was all going on when I was at PAX. Yeah. yeah. So all right, um, I'm just gonna start off with <laughs> what fake Ben Roethlisberger says in the game, because uh, you start you start at Super Bowl 50. Okay. Uh, not Super Bowl L, Super Bowl 50. <laughs> um, well, that's how the players can understand it. Yeah. Uh, and it's the Steelers and Cardinals. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what alternate universe does this take place in? I don't know. But the funny thing is, like, it's, it's a way to teach you briefly, you know, introduce you to some of the new things in the game. Okay. Um, and you're not playing the whole game. You're only playing a play here and there. And depending on how you do, they say, I mean, I played it twice cause I played it on the Xbox one, you know, cause we got the early edition, the EA early access thing on the Xbox right. one. Right. So I played it there and then I played it again on the PS4 and 
it felt roughly the same, uh, but they say it's branching. So depending on how you do on those couple of plays, you know, you might see something different the next time you get into the game and the next play you get to make. Sure. Um, but the, the it, this is just a silly thing. It's It has nothing to do with, you know, the overall game, but the voice acting in this section it's horrendous. <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, these guys are in the Super Bowl, and they're like, "Oh, he got in front of me. I was so upset." <laughs> they're just, they're so flat and so just out of it. Even when the the game ends and the guys win, they're like, "Woo, woo, all right, Super Bowl champions!" Way yeah. To go, dude. <laughs> There's like no screaming, and yelling. They're just. Yeah, Super Bowl champions. That's right. That's yeah, we won it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh but my favorite line is Ben Roethlisberger on the sideline with the coach, last play of the game. What do you think, Ben? Well, we got playmakers on the outside who can make plays. <laughs> Literally what he says. <laughs> this sounds as bad as uh Joe Montana sports talk football on the Sega CD. It's funny, but that's the only time you hear all these guys doing all this plays. Stuff. Jesus, I love Madden that. Write that. I, it's it's one of my favorite they put things that in to in the make game. fun of Madden. <laughs> oh, here's a guy. Yeah. So, all right. When you get through that, essentially, um, it, it helps just to get you familiar with what's what's coming, what's in the game. Um, okay. The good thing to do, though, is to jump into the new mechanics section. Um. Not Mike and the new mechanics. Even though it was Mike and the mechanics. All I need is a miracle. <laughs> um, the, what it will do is, you know, they're going to show you what they've got. Uh, they, they give you the basics. They give you all the fancy stuff, whatever you need to look at. Uh, you know, they've got a ton of walkthroughs and drills for <clears throat> basic offense, basic defense, because there have been a little couple of changes on defense. Okay. Um, the gauntlet is back again. Ooh. Um, run concepts, uh, coverages, read passing. Um, is there a play called the living years? Uh, I wish. Hmm. No, there's, okay. uh, so, uh, some of the new stuff, like the main new things, uh, it's all in the passing, um, and the catching. Um, so there's modifiers now. Okay. When you throw the ball, uh, you can hold down L one or two. Um, God, to throw high or low. What? Yeah. So I'm never going to use that if I play this game. You know what? That's what I said, and I went through the tutorials yeah. and and did it, and I had success. So now and you're actually I, doing it. You I have yourself? to. You have to. God, because if you don't, you're not going to have success because they've upgraded the AI everywhere. So, so if, but even though we've learned for what twenty some years now to just tap the button if you want to throw it quick, compared to holding the button down for a while to throw it like longer and higher with a higher arc. Now mm-hmm. they're going to completely change that mechanic. Yeah. God. Because if a new football game came out tomorrow from some other company, they would have already had these mechanics in there because it makes a lot more sense. Okay. You have a lot more control over where you put the ball. Um, and you can – there's three different ways to throw the ball essentially. And one is good for when you're trying to go over the top. One is good when you're trying – you know, when the guy is in coverage and you want to toss it low and quick and get it to him so there's less chance of a – an interception. 
Mm-hmm. Um, although even with that one, if you don't get it to him quick, somebody could jump, uh, jump the play and get the ball because on those on those throws, essentially, your receiver will behave in a very specific way. Okay. Um, so if you're throwing that low uh, bullet, uh, your receiver is going to just stop and turn and just sit there. So somebody can jump right in front. He's not going to make an attempt to, you know, jump forward for the ball or anything like that. He's going right. to wait for it. Right. Um, huh. So that's the thing. Like you, you're throwing the ball, but the moment you throw it, you, you can hit a button and take control of the receiver, which you could do in the past, but there's modifiers for the receivers as well uh, on how you want to catch the ball and what you want to do with it. Um, the one is the possession catch, uh, which was what I was talking about. You know, if you're throwing low and you want to try to get a possession catch where you're right there in coverage, you want to just get it and drop down. You know, if you're by the sideline, you don't want to run out of bounds or anything. Um, those are the ones where your your guy's basically going to plant his feet. Um, there's a run after catch uh, where he's going to, as he's, you know, as the ball is coming in, he's going to turn and, and run upfield. Uh, you know, they all have their pluses and minuses. Of course, the run after catch, if you're close to the sideline, he may turn and run right out of bounds. Sure. Without, you know, before getting two feet down um, or before getting all kinds of extra yards because there might not be anybody around him. Um, you could also easily get hit from somebody coming across and lose the ball um, because he's still getting the ball secured as he's turning and running up the field. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the aggressive catch where you're going to jump, leap up really high in the air and make that spectacular play. Uh, you could easily get drilled with that and drop it. Um, those sure. are a little bit harder to do, but is there a button for the Chris Carter push off? Mm, yes. No. Sweet. Oh. Um, the thing with the aggressive catch, though, is when they work, every single one of them looks like a highlight reel play. It just, it's like, all right, come on, enough. They, <laughs> they don't all have to be, you know, the two finger catch as he's falling backwards that he pulls in and yay, he got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but those possession and aggressive, you're pretty much not going to get any extra yards at all on the play um, if you're going specifically for that type of catch because they're just going to get it and drop down right where they are. Um, the run after catch, like I said, you could get a fumble easily um, from some guy hitting you as you're turning up the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but surprisingly, it really does open up the offense a lot. And when you get a handle on it, like if you go through the tutorials and you really start to understand it and get a feel for how it works, you can do a lot with it. You can drop the ball right into coverage, right into those uh, layers of coverage. Uh, You know, if you've got a guy on a route where he's between uh, defenders where other times you might throw it and, you know, somebody will tip it or somebody will intercept it. You can just drop it right into that space That's and cool. get it right to the receiver now. It works a lot better. Um, the defensive side, uh, they have all the upgrades that they did last year on defense. Um, but then they've added buttons, you know, to kind of counter these new passing mechanics if you're on defense. Right. Uh, so when the 
ball gets thrown, you hit a button to switch immediately to the nearest defender. And if you're not hitting the, the stick yet, uh, the guy will make the best line towards the receiver or towards mm-hmm. the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem I found with that is that sometimes it would choose, like, the ball is being passed. I've got a guy two yards behind the receiver. And I've got a guy like 10 or 12 yards in front of the receiver. Mm. It, it picks the guy in front. And I'm like, hey, what, wait, and he's running, running, running. The guy already has the ball and he's running upfield. And I'm oh, like, geez. but, 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 <laughs> uh. so it doesn't always pick the right, the, the player I would pick, you know, <laughs> um, when it does work, it works really well. Um, so what you can do, you've got buttons to essentially uh, try to hold the receiver for, little to no yards after the catch to try to knock the ball down or intercept it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you make the wrong choice, you could miss the tackle easily. Um, they can make a huge play. Uh, it depends, you know, it's, it's a bit of a chess match there. So it works really well. Uh, the two of them together. Uh, and it's, it's a good start at least, you know, it's a good cool. base for them to build on. So I, I'm very happy with those changes. Um, They've also added a thing called Draft Champions. Okay. This is a take on fantasy football. Okay? Okay. But it's a very light take on fantasy mm. football. I see this. Yeah, I, was re- you, I think you posted something about this. Or maybe yeah. I read it in your review. Yeah, it's in the review. I, <clears throat> I did a big thing on it in the review. Um, that's, I'm just talking about the, the new stuff here in the review Um, because the rest of the game, it's the game. It's football. It's, you all know it. Um, The thing with this, this is another good base to build off of, and they could expand on this and make it much more involved. Maybe in the next one, depending on how this one goes Mm -hmm. Um, as it stands, it's fun. It's actually really cool Uh, for fantasy football like hardcore people, they're probably not going to like it. Right. Um, because what happens is it's simplified to the point where you're doing your draft and then you're playing three games. If you lose one, you're out, you're done. Mm, okay. Um, so, you know, if you win one, you win two, you win three, you're going to get a pack of Madden ultimate team cards. That's what it is. It's a way to get more wow. cards for Madden ultimate team. Okay. Um, or just play, you know, just practice with fantasy teams and stuff like that. Um, sure. But, you know, the it's under the guise of getting more cards for your Madden Ultimate team without grinding, you know, without buying them. Um, you get to play something and have fun with it. Um, so the way the draft is set up, you, you pick a coach. Uh, you only get three choices on everything. Okay. Um, so you get three choices for coach, random... Th- random choices uh they'll show an offensive and a defensive style uh so you pick one that you know you can work with or you think you'd like to play uh with and then you try to fill out your roster with players that fit that style um because that's how you're going to have more success so you only get what after you pick your coach they they generate a base roster essentially. And then you get 15 rounds to fill out 15 more players on your roster. Mm. So that's why you're not getting like the full fantasy roster. You're getting 15 players essentially to choose from, but it's three per round. And Mm. 
like you could have a cornerback, a uh, center, and a middle linebacker one round. Like it's not here's the three quarterbacks, here's the three wide receivers, here's the three halfbacks. It's different players every round. So you end up in this Sophie's choice of, <laughs> well, here's an excellent quarterback and here's an excellent wide receiver. You know, they both fit the coach's scheme. What am I going to do? Because I might not get a shot at another good receiver. I might not get a shot at another good quarterback. Right. Fuck. <laughs> so there, there are some tough choices in there. So just and, like regular fantasy. Yeah. So it's it's very random. Uh, it'll throw all these things up. The very last round, uh, the 15th round, is always um, like legacy players. Superstar legacy players. <laughs> or kickers. Yeah. No, actual <laughs> players. Um <clears throat> That's right. I said it. Actual players. Um, <laughs> so uh, even with those, you never know what you're going to get. Like I, I had a choice between I had two excellent quarterbacks and a wide receiver. And I was like, fuck, fuck. And I picked one of the quarterbacks. I get to the last round and they had like some insane quarterback that was like a 98 or something like that. And I went, mother. Fuck. <laughs> um, so that'll happen. the The cool thing about it is because you can play this head to head as well. You can actually do this online if you want, okay. uh, or you can do it just solo, play against the computer for three games. Um, the cool thing about it is, you will never get higher a higher team rating than like eighty three or four eighty five, maybe. Okay. It's built in a way that you're never going to get like a 99 team out of it. Mm. Um, so you're always going to have, you know, but the, are you allowed to then use like Madden cards and everything to increase no. that? Or that's going to be the limit. This is it. Oh, okay. Whatever your draft is, that's your draft. Those that's are your cool. players. You go right into the game with those players. Okay. You can, you know, you can set your, your lineup. You can say, well, I, I drafted these guys, but I'd rather have this guy who's, because you've got your base team there. You know, yeah. it's always going to put the, the better stat guys up top, but they may not always fit. Um, it's, a cool, it's, it's a cool setup, actually, and it's kind of fun. Um, you know, one loss and you're out. So you spend this time like agonizing over, oh, should I should I have this quarterback? Should I have this wide receiver? What am I going to do? And then boom, you're out in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, everything's on the line there. It it makes it really interesting. Um, so it's fun. Yeah, it's it's actually a fun little diversion, uh, and it's a way to you know mess around with the passing and stuff like that and, and just get a handle on things. Uh, and you can open up packs of Madden cards. Yay. <laughs> um, Make sure you live stream all that. Yeah. I see people doing that all the time. Uh, in especially FIFA, mm -hmm. they'll literally live stream them opening card packs. Yeah. God, it's frightening. Well, people love this. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, connected franchise, they updated, um, and this I love actually, I thought this was going to suck <laughs> when I read about it. I was like, Oh, <laughs> and then I played it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this, this is awesome. <laughs> um, so they have a new way to earn XP. Um, essentially as you're playing, uh, every single play, uh, drive goals come up on the screen. Yeah. 
and it'll say stuff like um, uh, chew the clock, keep keep the ball for two minutes, and okay. then it has a little uh, has a little bar there showing you you know you've gone thirteen seconds out of one hundred twenty so far, um, and if you do it, you gain XP you know, across the team or across the specific player. If it's, you know, get two sacks right? or, you know, get a tackle on this next down or make a reception on this next down, get six yards, you know, whatever it is, they have all these little things in there, every single play, every single drive, uh, to try to give you a goal to shoot for. Essentially, mm. you can ignore it completely and just play the game. Like you always have, or, if you go for those, you get all these XP bonuses and your team levels up, you know, you're getting all the, you're getting all the experience and, and making your players better. So right. you're going to have a better franchise along the way. Hmm. So it's actually like a really cool thing. There are weekly goals that are listed as you're playing as well. Um, and they'll show up at the bottom of the screen. Um, like get a hundred rushing yards for the week and it's tracking, you know, how many yards you've gone, gone so far in the game. Uh, so it's really, it's, it's really good idea. Actually, I found, I thought it was going to be terrible, but, um, it's great. Uh, the, the visuals, um, it's actually been improved all over the place. Um, a lot of the cameramen actually follow the action now, but there's still a lot of copy paste cap cameramen. Sure. Um, the grass looks better. All that stuff looks better. The spectrum is still in Philadelphia. I'm going to say that every year until it's gone. <laughs> um, uh, the audio is the same as it always was. Um, the players, I, I, st- I've always had a problem with this in Madden and I still do. Um, yeah. where, your team is getting blown out or the other team, one team is getting blown out and it's late in the fourth quarter and the team getting blown out. The guy gets a tackle, like a tackle for a loss or something Mm -hmm. like that, or a sack and he jumps up and he parties and he celebrates like he just won the Super Bowl. And I'm like, dude, you're losing 30 to nothing. (laughs) You're not going to be partying and celebrating like that in a real game. There's just no way. I've seen some douchebags. Uh, come on. <laughs> really? So, yeah. I mean, that's all there. They they just don't seem to be situationally aware, the AI, at times, um, for things like that. Uh, the online and the multiplayer, it's basically the same as it was. Uh, the matchmaking seems a little bit better. Well, that's good. Um, I did get a little bit of slowdown here and there, but it was usually only one play. Sure. Like it would slow to a crawl and then boom, snap back in. It was all fine. Mm. Um, but it wasn't that often. It was every now and then it was only one play, like maybe once per game or once every couple of games. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a common thing. Um, like I said, draft champions uh, can be thrown on there, uh, which I think that's almost a better way to play multiplayer is the draft champions. Because when you play online, People have their team and they know the playbook inside and out and they know Mm -hmm. all their little trick plays and the way they're going to beat you. But if you're playing draft champions, you're likely, you likely don't have a coach that you know or playbooks that you know. Well, it's not that just that either, because nine times out of 10, when you're playing online, they're 
everybody's just using the beefiest teams available. Yeah. You know, you or never see teams. somebody using the Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah. That's right, and Browns fans. I said it. They're all using the team, the best team available that they're comfortable with. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, not everybody is using Seattle and not everybody is using the Patriots, but they're all using the teams, the really good teams that they're comfortable with. So if you play a draft champions online, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit more because everybody's playing with players and schemes that they're not used to. Uh, So it can change things up. Um. So it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, the underlying game is basically the same. Um, the the new additions, I said in the review, and I'll I'll say it here. Um, it feels less revolutionary and more duh. That's kind of the control scheme we should have had for a long time. <laughs> um, because, like you said, you know, you could hold the button down. You you know, you do this, you do that. But when you when you see this in action and and you play it with the, you know, basically the modifier on mm-hmm. to make the different pass. It's like, well, th- this is how it always should have been. We've had these buttons for 15 years now or 20 years now. Actually, we've had the buttons for 20 years. There's no reason that this shouldn't have been here a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's good overall. Uh, I give it cool. an 8.5. Oh, um, all right. So, yeah. Cool. Even with the Spectrum. So better than last year's, though? <laughs> Definitely? Or is uh, it like a minor upgrade? Yeah, In terms of core gameplay, like if you're playing through your season or whatever. Well, I think I think the um, the XP goals and things like that yeah. are good enough for an upgrade. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're one of those people that goes every other year... Um, or waits a couple of years and you're not sure if this is the one you're going to buy, this this would be a good one to jump into because it is an upgrade from last year. It definitely is. Cool. Um, the the XP stuff in there, the draft champions, all that, It's and, and even the new way to pass, it's definitely a, a solid upgrade. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. All right. So worth it. All right. Uh, and then, well, we have a theme song for this, but I don't have it queued up, so I'll have to put it in uh, in post. It's hilarious. Uh, but your your new feature around PS Nation. Oh yes. Ah uh, yes. Uh, I don't know where you want to start. You usually have a plan for this because uh, well, you've done it once. Yes, because I've done it. <laughs> so once. you usually have a plan for this because you did it that one time. Yes. Well, all right. I'm going to start with <laughs> uh, PAX Prime 2015. Oh my god. Because that was the big thing. Yeah. Uh, we have a page for it. Yeah. Um, Jason has been posting like a madman. Um, we do Hands have off a page. To that man. Yeah. He's done a great <clears throat> job with it. Uh, there are a ton of hands on, uh, just going down the list briefly, raise the dead, death's gambit, enter the gungeon, super dungeon brothers, chasm. No, 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 no. That's super dungeon brows. Super dungeon brows. Yeah. Wow. Then it's Mario Bros, too. No, it's Bros. <laughs> All right. Bra. Uh, Dragonfin Soup, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, Fat Princess Adventures. That's me. Uh, VA11 Hall A. Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. Yes. And, and, um, and just to stop really quick, uh, so all of these, 
Jason talked about on the podcast that we did last week as well. Mm-hmm. So these are just kind of the further write-ups to go into more detail and show some screens, that sort of thing. And he did. <laughs> a lot of these are pretty long. Yeah, um, yeah, he went off, man. So it's those and more. There's, Making me look bad. Yeah, there's a lot up there, which is great. I mean, it's, it it's good coverage of PAX. Um, we've got all that going on. I still don't want to go back to PAX. Um, Keith <laughs> is still doing his Friday nights. Yep. His Cuckoo Friday nights. His TGIF streams. <laughs> um, I don't know if he has one because it's Saturday right now. I don't think he's right. thought about next Friday yet. Um, but go to the forums and uh, take a look. He has under gaming nights. Uh, he's always got a post up there uh, with uh, basically choices. Um, yeah, he puts choices up to vote on, and he actually made it so that you can do it through Tapatalk as well, because I know there was a problem with Tapatalk originally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, this past week, uh, the choices were PT, huh. who doesn't want to hear Keith scream like a girl, <laughs> and seriously. So in other words, he played PT. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So he'll do that every now and then. But but wait a second. Konami said that doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Um, but he will uh, put choices up uh, for everybody to vote uh, on other weeks. Uh, it's just he decided, yeah, I want to do PT, and I think it would be fun. So Sure. And they usually are. He's uh, fun to watch. Um, I always have to miss it for whatever reason. Yeah. I am been always... Trying to driving on a friday night so i never see them yeah um i'm in a car uh so uh the other nights of the week i i was playing disney infinity 3 with mason indeed and we're in the game and i said hey why don't we stream this mason he's like yeah okay Oh, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> See, I, I saw that for a minute, and all I saw was Keith on the PS Nation account, just boom, 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 boom in the chat. Mm-hmm. He just kept going. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was the third night. We did this three nights in a row. Because oh, um, okay. the first two nights, uh, we did it on my account because mm. that's what's on the PlayStation there, and it's just a pain in the ass to switch it over, especially when you've got a three-year-old in your lap saying, "I want to play." Uh, and trying to figure it out and switch it and type in everything and uh, it just wasn't happening. Because um, the first night it was a spur of the moment thing. It's like, hey, yeah, let's just do it. And the second night he's like, do it again. And I was like, all right. As the game had already started, I'm like, uh, uh, okay, uh, hang on. And I started it um, because he loves seeing himself on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I left at one point. I had to. I had to go grab something and he's standing there dancing around on the couch, just bouncing all over the place, watching himself laughing. Yeah. Um, Keith was freaking out. He's like the cute, the cute, I can't handle it. Cause oh, Mason's boy. sitting in my lap the whole time and he's, he's pointing out stuff and we're high fiving each other when we get three stars. Cause he's telling me to get three stars all the time. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the third night, yeah, I was on the PS Nation account, but, of course, it tweeted from my account, because that was still set up for me on that PlayStation. <laughs> so I saw that happen, I was like, oh shit, and I had to jump in and retweet it from well, the yeah, account. Well, yeah, but uh, the Twitch channel itself should tweet it 
also, but the problem there, and I've emailed the team a couple times about that, they don't have it like synced up correctly yet. Yeah. So Twitch will tweet out the last game that was played because yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it's so stupid because it that's tweeted why you have to that, get in and change it first. Yeah, it tweeted that. Yeah, and I'm when I've got Mason there and I'm we're playing something spur of the moment like that. It's I'm not getting in there and changing that. You <laughs> so can do it on said, the tablet. It's pretty easy. It said uh, it was Mike uh, <clears throat> MJC doing. I forget what game he did mm. um, earlier that week. Mad Max. Yes. Yeah. So people saw that and they're like, huh? And they come on. It's us playing Disney. Yeah. Infinity yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. Um, I've actually wanted to stream for a while, but I just, with all, all the running around that I've been doing lately, I just haven't had time. I might do some stuff tonight, but man, it's, it's been nuts this last couple. And now me going again for three nights. I yeah. just don't have the time. So, um, we were doing that. We'll probably do that whenever um and it's just whenever he's he's wanting to play which is pretty much all the time um, sure <laughs> but we'll see uh the reviews that have gone up in the past geez couple of weeks now uh, yeah and i do want to <laughs> i do want to say thank you uh because i i did my review for the astro gaming a38s on the plane mm-hmm. on my tablet with a little bluetooth keyboard and it just sent the email to you and I didn't realize that it had sent mm. and I, I was just sending it to you for like the formatting and everything. And you actually put the whole thing up. So I thank you well, for that. It, yeah. It was, you said formatting. So I, I set it aside <laughs> and you know, was doing other stuff. And when I finally looked at it, I was like, Oh shit, that's the whole review. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, <laughs> so I, I did just it. sent it because I, I, I was afraid I, you know, I still get freaked out that I'm doing it locally on a device and then, you know, I'm offline on the plane because the plane I had coming back didn't have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So I just sent the whole thing just in case that it didn't sync to my Google Drive or something because yep. it's always something, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, but thank you for putting that up. You, you didn't have to do that. I was actually going to email you and say, "Hey, anyway, get that up there so I get the thing finished, put the pictures in, and everything." All of a sudden, I see the tweet. I'm like, "Oh, all right then." It's <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah, there we go. Um, so I don't know where we left off in in terms of. The reviews. Uh, um, well, I mean, you could probably go after the podcast posted. Which was, what did, wait, let me look. Uh, not the The previous one, podcast, 24th. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so after the 24th, or around the 24th. <clears throat> okay, so until dawn, obviously. Obviously. And I've kept that, because I've been looking at the traffic, and I'm keeping that in the featured, because it's still getting significant hits daily. Nice. I guess people are still getting into the game or still finishing the game and then going back and looking at the review. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. That's my assumption. Um, well, I think you're right. Cause we saw that one tweet asking about a section and you said it's yeah. right in the review and yeah. yeah. Um, so that went up, uh, Godzilla went go, up. Go, go Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla, which, wow. And that was from Raj and that was the one I was streaming and then I sent it to Raj cause I didn't have time to do the review. Yeah, that game is unfortunately kind of a mess. It is, and it sucks because I really, I was enjoying it for a while when I was streaming it, because it it just, it tickled a lot of those fancies that I have for the classic Godzilla from Toho. Yeah. But control-wise, 
it, it just got ridiculous after a while when you have all your enemies coming in, like you know these big boss battles you have, and you don't really have any easy way to block an attack. So you have to try to run away. Well, the problem is you try to run away, but if you don't turn away from your enemy enough and you hit the run button, Godzilla will just look back at your enemy and run right straight toward him. Mm. <laughs> so I got on the stream, I got to this one point, I just could not get past it. Well, and the graphics on it, like the monsters I look like great. the graphics. Uh, the monster, well, I'm looking at his screenshots. Okay. There's one where Godzilla looks like Godzilla. The background and everything yeah. looks... He's right. He said it. It looks like a PS2 game. It looks See, like crap. I didn't... I, well, I didn't really look at the backgrounds. But the stuff I was seeing, I was fine with because there was no pop-in. Mm. It actually was pretty smooth. And that's where, and there were some good explosions everything else. So I don't think you got People as would come on the stream and say that. I'm like, I don't know what you're looking at because I think the game looks cool. But maybe it's just my love for Godzilla. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it is. But Plus, you have to remember, this is a PS3 game com- converted to a PS4 game. Yeah, I think he mentioned a lot of pop-in uh, that he ran into. I saw no pop-in at all. Yeah, well... You can watch the stream even. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll go back and look at the stream and I just didn't realize it. But when I was playing it, I saw no pop in at all. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, Keith put up a review for Back to Bed, uh, which is PS4, PS3, PS Vita, and PlayStation TV compatible. Nice. I don't think I don't know if I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've started. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah, putting that yep. into all the reviews. Um, yep. So it's there. Um, and we ask that question a lot of times at PAX, by the way. Good. So uh, I believe all of Jason's write-ups that would have that pertinent info have that info. Excellent. Yeah. Um, this is a game, back to bed, it looks just beautiful. It looks like a painting. Um, yeah. And it's a surreal game. You're The guy is asleep, and you've got his subconscious, uh, which is a kind of a dog that's following him around and trying to guide him back to bed, essentially. Hmm. Um, so it's a real surreal, uh, MC Escher type level layout kind of game. Nice. <laughs> um, the oh, Mega yeah, Man, okay. the Mega Man legacy con- collection. Um, Oh, Dave got that review up. Dave got that review nice. up. Um, that was a PSN download. Yeah. Um, Mega Man Legacy. I don't know what they else I could say about it. Yeah. The whole, yeah, I mean, it's the old, uh, the only thing that somebody brought up, and I don't even know if it's fixed yet or not, but uh, the PS4 version has a sound bug uh, that only happens for a couple seconds when the game first starts up, each one of the games. Hmm. But I don't know if they patched it yet or not. Uh, then we had uh, Ray put up Zeo Drifter. Nice. Which is uh, another PSN download title. It is PlayStation 4 and Vita. He reviewed the PS4 version. Uh, it is cross-buy, but that's it. No cross-save, no right. PlayStation TV compatible, none of that. Right. Um, so that one went up. Let me see what else we have. Uh, Ray also put up the Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited. He's been working his ass off on that one. Um, well, I'd hope so. That one came out in June. Well, but we didn't get it until later <laughs> for review, but I mean, he's been busting his ass in that game. And they have, um, it's free to play. Uh, there is an optional subscription, right? um, which is available, but that's all detailed at the top of the review. Um, so you 
pay for the game 60 bucks and then you can play it for free just like any other game after that. Um, right. But it is online, so you have to have PlayStation Plus. Um, there's just that um, monthly uh, optional subscription, essentially. Right. right. Uh, so that's up. What came next? Next we had Dungeon Travelers 2, the Royal Library, and the Monster Seal. Uh, that was the one that, um, Chaz was playing, um, and I had a copy of it and I didn't get too far into it. I saw a lot of bent over girls and scantily clad, uh, girls, and he's got a lot of pictures like that in the review. So all you pervs go check out the review. Insta buy for two hands Revy. Yeah. Um, that one is PlayStation TV compatible. So... Yay. Nice. Um, it is a weird um, dungeon crawler type game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with a lot of scantily clad girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting game. Um, then we had Calvino Noir, which, damn it, I have not had a chance to play yet. I have a copy of that, too. Um <laughs> I need to play that. I will play that tonight. Uh, it's it's weird. It's an expensive game. It's twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, it looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely beautiful. Um, but Chaz feels there's a lot of flaws in it. Um, yeah, he he was saying how great it looks, but he was having a lot of issues. Yeah. So I. I'm interested to try it out. He he said the controls are frustrating. There's there's just problems with it. Because um, he expected stealth. It's supposed to be stealth, and it wasn't. And I don't know. Mm. I'll I'll play it so I can talk about it on the next podcast. So it's like me playing any stealth game. Yeah. It's not stealth. I'm just running into the room and firing. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Chaz also put up Toy Soldiers War Chest Hall of Fame Edition. Nice. Uh, that is the one that includes the Masters of the Universe, uh, G.I. I Joe. have the power. Um, all these things. Um, but, of course, there's some weirdness, depending on whether you get the digital version or the disc version. Um, it's weird. Um, yeah. You have to read the review. Uh, there's There's a whole thing going on where... Depending on which version you get, the DLC is locked to the person who redeems it, hmm. and it can't be played by anybody else on the system unless they pay for it as well. Oh, okay. Um, it, the, yeah, there's a whole thing going on here. Just read the review. It it looks like an interesting game. Um, yeah. And he had some fun with it. Damon also... Uh, had played it. He played online with Chaz, and he has a a little synopsis in there from his point of view. Oh, cool. Uh, so the two of them talk about it. Uh, it's a it's a good review. Um, if you're interested in those properties, um, you might want to check that out before you jump on that game. Uh, Emra got a volume um, from Mike Bithel. Oh yeah, yeah. That is the Metal Gear Solid VR missions as Robin Hood. 
Um, Without the fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially, yeah. Uh, that was the one I played briefly at E3. I enjoyed what I played at E3. I haven't picked this up yet. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to. PS4 um, conversion done by our friends at Just Add Water. Yep. Yeah. It will be coming to the Vita at some point. Yep. Uh, sometime this year, it's supposed to. Um, but this, yeah, it's it's a fun game. Um, cool. From what I played, so... That review is up, then my Madden review went up, and then Tearaway Unfolded review went up, uh, filled with animated GIFs, yo. That's GIFs, bro. It's freaking awesome, no, according to the guy that made it, it's GIF. So, bite me. Um, so, yeah, I, when I wrote this up, I wanted to show it in motion and I thought, oh, should I do a video? I don't want to do a video. And I was like, wait a minute. The camera has this new lens, the animated GIF lens. And I remember, I was like, how can I get those off? And I remembered every picture you take with the in-game camera. You have your own little papercraft camera that you run around with and you can take pictures of stuff while you're playing. Um, every picture that you take, you can upload to tearaway.me. And my account's already on there from the Vita version. Yeah. So I uploaded everything, and I was hoping they weren't going to block it because it's pre-release or, or whatever, but it was all there. So I was able to upload it, and then I was able to go to my page and download all of them. Okay. So I stuck all these animated GIFs right into the review. They're only like two seconds long, um, but they give you an idea of some of the stuff in motion so you can see what it looks like. Um, which this is the type of game where you really have to see it in motion to get the full effect uh, because it's all paper. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. But I'll talk about that in the review review. Uh, and then the Astro Gaming A38 Bluetooth headphones <clears throat> that you were talking about earlier. Yep. Yeah, they are. I think I did a, I did a review on the website or on the podcast already, right? Uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure I did. I, didn't know, so I didn't put a link up because I, I didn't look. <laughs> um, I didn't get a chance to. That's fine. Um, I just couldn't remember. I thought I did. But we have... <laughs> you people have no idea how many reviews are ongoing that, yeah. that are coming. Um, so much so that uh, we're actually bringing two more reviewers on very soon. Hopefully today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just... Uh, a rough idea. Um, there is a, uh, let me see. Operation Abyss, New Tokyo Legacy is coming. Uh, <clears throat> NHL 16 is obviously coming. Disney Infinity 3.0 is obviously coming. Uh, Adventures of Pip on the PS4. Super right. Time Force Ultra. Disgaea 5. Uh, Nobunaga's Ambition, um, ba, 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 I Am Bread, Zombie Another Vikings. Another game converted by Just Dead Water for PS4. Yep, Zombie Vikings, um, and more. There's, they're just, they're coming. Lots hey, more are coming. You know what? I don't think I did review those headphones on the no. podcast. Hmm. So I guess I'll do that next week, too. I'll have two headphone reviews next week. Ooh. Yeah. And I should have, well, I have to see what date it is. I should have a review. Hmm. At least one. Oh, two. Oh, oh. 
Well, I've got my written review for Pure Hold'em going up still, too. i got to do that. And I have another set of headphones that showed up. And I have another set of headphones coming soon <laughs> mm. <laughs> from Polk. All right, so I'm going to have at least three reviews again next week. <clears throat> Holy shit. Like. Um, well, two are video. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, wait, 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 now what? Haven, Season 5, Volume oh 1. God. <laughs> what is this Volume 1 bullshit? You know what it is? I looked at it because I saw I got it and I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> and I looked it up and it's because of the way they did the season. They did a full season five, like just the same length as season four. Yeah. But they're continuing, quote unquote, season five in six or eight months or whatever. That's horseshit. So, yeah, this That's how is they did the last season of uh, The Sopranos. They split it up so they could keep it around longer. Yeah. So this is essentially what this is. This is the same length from what I saw. I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's the same length as season four and three and all those other ones were. Um, But they're just doubling it up and just calling it all season five for whatever reason. So the Blu-ray is out. And out of nowhere, the Time Life uh, version of the Carol Burnett show, The Lost Episodes, the one that's been advertised all over TV recently. (laughs) That's coming September 15th. Actually, that comes out, what, two weeks from now. Yeah. Um, Haven is coming out September 8th. Wow. Um, So I didn't get to do that, but I will review that next week. Um, These lost episodes of The Carol Burnett Show, 16 episodes and five hours of specially created bonus material, including a backstage tour of CBS Studio 33. I freaking hate you. (laughs) I didn't ask for it. Just showed up. Um, Boy, just get everything under the sun. Oh, yeah. You got nothing. Right. Send you everything. Right. You get nothing. I don't. I don't get it just magically sent to me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool shows that I grew up with. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up with it. Um, So (laughs) these are... The original broadcast episodes from seasons one through five, handpicked by Carol herself. Nice. Um, they have been sitting in a vault, never seen since the original airing. They weren't in reruns. They weren't on DVD. They haven't been anywhere. Hmm. Um, so 16 of her favorites over the first five seasons she, she pulled. So it's pretty cool. I watched the first one uh, and it was really interesting. Um it had Lucille Ball on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was kind of crazy. Um, just seeing Lucy, I mean, she's older, obviously, at the time. She's, yeah. um, she, was, she was probably <clears throat> deep in cigarette throat by then. Oh, ah. yeah. Yes, she was, definitely. Um, but she had her come on uh, at the beginning uh, for the questions at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And for like the hour long show that it was, uh-huh. she was in like two spots. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> one was like almost three quarters of the way through the show. And the other was the very last one, which <laughs> was this big musical number. Um, so she was in like, everybody was in it just bits and pieces. Like they would pop in and pop in and pop in. Right, and she right. popped in, you know? So it was, I was like, wow, for all that, she was hardly on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get that with the older 
the older stars at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So I'll have both of those next week. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I think that's it for what's going on around the podcast. We're going to have. Well, there's a couple other things on the forums. Uh. So our <clears throat> our PS Nation Fantasy Football League did their draft a couple days ago. Uh, everybody's picks were wrong. Don't forget that. Yet everybody in the draft knew exactly what they were doing. And they were all experts. <laughs> uh, you the were Rocket in that League, too, right? What's Just that? checking. You were in that too. I was, you? but I... Okay. I No, but that's the thing. Everybody's oh, picks were wrong. you're saying yours were right? No, 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 they weren't. I know they weren't. <laughs> but I don't care. All right. No, it was... It, every year we do these. And I should have recorded it. And I forgot to record it. But every year we always set up a Skype call so we can talk. And there's always like one or two people that just, I can't believe you made that pick. I can't believe you did this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's all fun and ribbing. And that's why I'm giving these guys shit. And I told them I was going to give them shit on the podcast about it. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so we get started soon. And then also, uh, if you're interested, I think it started today, but I think they have one more sl- slot open. So you might be able to slide in. Uh, some folks from the community started a Rocket League league over on the forums. So just Rocket go to League, the league, league. Section. A Rocket League League. Uh, so go over to the forums and you'll be able to find the sign up for that. Uh, if it goes well, I'm sure they'll probably try to do it again. So, mm. yeah. It'd cool. be nice if I had some free time and I could actually set up a Zen Pinball League. But my God. Every time we start talking about it, something comes up. It just sucks. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, I want to bring those up as well. Yeah. And we will have writers on <clears throat> soon. Yeah, I mean, that that's one of the things after the break, uh, not just because Josh doesn't play Destiny, but uh, we're making a concerted effort to try to get some of the writers on the podcast from time to time. So I've actually got a microphone here uh, that I'll be testing this weekend, uh, and if that works, we'll be sending that out to the guys with some instructions on how to set it up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but we did that this week. After the break, you'll hear uh, Dave and I talking for quite a while, actually, about the Taken King, because there's lots of stuff to cover. Um and you'll actually hear Dave speak poorly of Destiny a few times. Let's Ooh. check that out. But, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time. It's just, you know, <clears throat> I'm such a weirdo about audio quality. And obviously we, we make concessions, for like when Stuart's on and he's recording with a stupid you know, earbud on his iPad and you hear it scratching up against his shirt all the time. <clears throat> but it, it's really tough to ask somebody that's not, you know, quote-unquote on staff to, you know, get a microphone and be professional like Stuart isn't. <laughs> well, what I would like to do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> cause we haven't talked about this between ourselves yet. Oh, I would like to make it like a monthly thing. Have at least one person on a month, like the third week of the month or the last week of the month, whatever it is, just make mm-hmm. it a, like a regular thing that this is when we have one of the writers on. <clears throat> to well, talk I about. mean that that we'll have to talk about obviously because a lot of them have different schedules. And that yeah, sort of thing. exactly. But, and but and I, that's I, the thing. I would really like to gear it more, at least for the for the start of this, toward you know, like have Jason Honaker on again, or have Andy on to talk about RPGs, the stuff yeah. that you and I don't cover at all, really. Exactly um, to talk about these reviews that they're putting up. That, exactly that we never get on the podcast. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> we've got so many reviews going on right now, especially, you know, we've got someone else doing Mad Max. We've got, I don't even know what's going to happen with Metal Gear Solid 5 because we didn't get one for review. I know a lot of us bought it, but I don't know who's going to no. actually do the review for it. I didn't it. buy it. I bought it. 
I don't know when I'll get to play it, but I bought it because I wanted that stupid hand. That's I thought maybe I could cut off my left hand, the bad one, and re- replace it with that robotic one, but it's only a half size, so it's not going to work. I Although will I probably get it. With it. Huh? I'll probably get it in like two or three years when it's 1999 somewhere. <laughs> oh, you mean like in th- four months when it's that price? Because everybody's already bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to play it though. Everybody's giving me shit. Like, who, who, the, the people on Facebook, like, oh, we want to hear what. Josh has to say about the game, I'm like, you know, I finished four, right? They said they wanted to hear what both of us had well, to yeah, say. Well, yeah, but then somebody else said something like, I know Glenn doesn't like these games. I'm like, I finished the first one on the NES and I finished four. I mean, it's not like I don't, I don't hate the series. No, you hate <laughs> stealth. But that's the thing. You didn't have to play four in stealth all the time. You still had to a lot, but it had the first person controls that they added. That's in five as well. And yeah, so I... I just don't understand sometimes when people like act like I don't, I don't know. Because it's a series known for stealth. So everybody just assumes you're not going to like it. Yeah. Actually, I would have finished two, but I got stuck in two. I I got really badly stuck in two. Um, I think I actually like painted myself into a corner. Essentially. I didn't have the piece I needed, but I couldn't go back and get it. Uh, I don't remember the whole story, but yeah, I mean, I was playing two actively and I just didn't like three. Couldn't get into three, which is everybody's favorite, which is hilarious, but I could not get into three, and I had a hard time with Peace Walker. So, but I actually kind of want to go back and try Peace Walker again on the PS3. Just saying. <laughs> I don't hate. Uh, but I knew I do know that Andy has Disguise 5, and he's working on that review right now. Uh, I think that review hits in a couple weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have a lot of stuff. I mean, we're... We're definitely going to get FIFA. Uh, that'll go right to Raj, obviously. We're, we're, I'm working on the NBA games right now. Um, trying to make sure we're going to have LEGO Dimensions, which is, I think we'll have that one. I know for sure we'll have Skylanders. Uh, um, what is the new one called? I almost said uh, Trap Force. Skylanders. Oh, jeez. Now Turbo you're something me or blank. Super, uh, Superchargers. Super yeah. So we're, we're definitely getting that one. Uh, we'll definitely get Black Ops 3. I'll be doing the review for that, most likely, me or Dave. Um, like I said, I've got... Uh, headphones from Logitech that I got at, at, uh, at PAX that I talked about. Uh, I'll be doing that review next week on the podcast, and I'll be writing that review this weekend. They also have a wireless version uh, called the G, like the S933, which is the wireless version of the ones I have. Uh, so I'll be reviewing those. Uh, we have another set of headsets coming from Polk that are more in line with uh, the Blue Mofis that Josh has and the uh, Vmotas that I reviewed before. Uh, Steel Series sent that those today, or I got them today. Um, so I'll be talking about those as well. Those are actually a pretty good price point at 120, or no, at 99 bucks. Um, so there's a lot of hardware coming in as well. Uh, so we're we're you know we're trying to cover as much as we can for hardware, and uh, I still have to work in that Nyko data bank. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is so much. But setting up for that that video is just kind of complex. That's why I haven't gotten it done yet because I have to do it when I'm at home and I'm not home very often. I actually got a letter from the city saying I need to mow my lawn. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a lot going on. Definitely. And right. PSX coming on in December. And yeah. Extra Life coming in November. Uh, and also the raffle, uh, I did get it done. I haven't posted the results yet, so that'll go up probably tonight or tomorrow morning. I just have to get it formatted. And emails will start going out for addresses. Um, and I'll start shipping that stuff out when I get back from my trip this week. So there we go. I think cool. that's all the house cleaning. <laughs> all right. All right. You want me to start with this? 
uh, with what? Oh, playing, playing and watching and watching? junk and stuff? Sure. Okay. Well, well ever... I should. Cause oh, yeah, you have a review after the break, don't you? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, hang on. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to reach my Vita. Without, oh, I thought you were like stretching. Way, no, it's way across. I got it. Um, because I had, there we go. You hear that? Uh, no. <laughs> um, somebody will, because that came over the mic, I'm sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, obviously I've been playing the crap out of Disney Infinity 3.0 Say what? with my child. Um, played the crap out of Tearaway Unfolded. Nice. Because uh, I finished it. I had to get through that game, and it is a long, really? long game. Yes, it is. Mm, I gotta finish the Vita one still. Yeah, and it is not the same as the Vita one. It's similar, and and there's a lot of stuff you'll see that you're like, oh yeah, I remember this part, but yeah. Things have changed a lot in there. Okay. So, and there's entire sections that were never in the other one. Um, so, so it's like tearaway director's cut. Uh, more than that though. Cool. Uh, it has to be though, because the controls, but I'll talk about that in the review. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing another game. I can't talk about right now. As <laughs> far as I know. Um, I don't know. The instructions were not a hundred percent clear, but eh, I'm gonna, on the side of caution. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Um, did, well, I'll t- Disney infinity and Tearaway I'll talk about when I talk about them. Um, right, right. I will say, uh, let me just talk about what happened with Disney infinity. Okay. <laughs> Cause some people who saw it on Periscope, and then I told you about it right after I periscoped it. I was going to keep it hush-hush. Oh, the picture you sent me? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I was going to keep it all hush-hush just to surprise you on the podcast. Um, I got the package from Disney. Yeah. I, I got a box. Yeah. And my like, mind... Yeah. Well, all right, wait. Let me just also say I played Grow Home. Um oh. Because Mason Mason wanted to try something different. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, come on, it's time for bed. He's like, well, one more game. And I was like, well, something different. So we're scrolling across the bar and he saw the robot. In sure. Grow home. And he's like, oh, I want, I want the robot there. I don't know about that one. The, it, I mean. I watched some videos of it. I, it doesn't really interest me very much. Yeah. It's, it's not it's not grabbing me yet and the thing is it's the physics of it and i get it's got its own physics and that's the way it is and it's it's just not grabbing me i i feel like i don't fully have control over this thing and i i feel that there's a way to do that without making it feel so frustrating in a way um so it, it didn't grab me yet and we played it for a while we were you know exploring all over the place climbing stuff and and doing all kinds of things but it just it didn't grab me so much um but okay so uh i get the box from disney and i'm looking at you know i I bring it inside and i'm looking at the size of the box and i'm thinking okay maybe maybe it's the the special edition you know, with Boba Fett and, and rise against the empire. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's 
what I'm really hoping for, because Boba Fett, there isn't even a date on when that one is coming out because it's exclusive to the PS4 in that pack. So they can't sell it separately for who knows how long. <laughs> um, you go on Amazon, you go anywhere. There is no listing for Boba Fett at all. It doesn't wow. exist. Watch. Um, they probably had it at PAX and they didn't know anything about it. Uh, um, no, my luck. The Rise Against the Empire playset and Darth Vader and Han Solo and them are coming out at the end of the month, at the end of September. Right. Um, so I open up the box and I'm like, well, either way, you know, I'm getting it for free. I'm not, I can't complain about that. It's <laughs> whatever it is, it is. So I open it up. Everything except for the inside out stuff. Yeah. Everything else that is available right now today was in that box, <laughs> which shocked me. And yeah, you sent me the picture, and at first I looked at it, and I, I, it was on my phone. I didn't have my glasses on. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I brought it up on my PC or on my Mac. I'm like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Disney, and I mean, this is what Disney does. Disney does things right. You know, they yeah. they say, if you're going to review this, if you're going to, if you come to our uh, event, our D23, and you do the Toy Box Challenge and you win, they gave those people everything. Oh, wow. This was, you know, a while ago, whenever D23 was, weeks yeah, ago, a month ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. They got everything. Wow. They got a package because if part of the game, there's Toy Box TV is built into the game now. Right. It was this YouTube show that was available, but now it's built into the game and you can see it. And the first one I went and looked at, they showed, you know, the competition and the toy boxes these people built and they're in the game and uh, they showed them and they're like, and you got here, here's everything. And they get like this big thing with everything. They're just like, ah, they're freaking out. And they were, you know, so, I mean, this is just what they do. So. It was one, two, three, four, five, six characters uh, from just like Disney characters. Right. And then two, four, six Star Wars characters along with um, the the regular playset. So the one with uh, the Twilight of the Republic with Anakin and Ahsoka. Jeez. Um, which is the regular one that everybody would get. Um, the characters that were sent were Mulan, uh, Olaf, Cora, uh, and um, Sam Flynn from Tron. Nice. Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Finally, Minnie Mouse is in the yep. game. Three versions in. <laughs> Here she comes. It's like the third or fourth Mickey, and that's the first Minnie. <laughs> um, she finally stopped nagging him for an hour that she could get in the game. Yeah. Uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan. Nice. Um, Zeb and uh, Ezra from Star Wars Rebels. Right. And uh, the other two from Star Wars Rebels. I forget. Uh, Kanan and uh, Sabine. Um, which surprised me because they don't have the other one, uh, hmm. the Twi'lek from from Star Wars Rebels. She's oh, yeah. she doesn't exist. Uh, in that's this Anakin's yet. Padawan. No, not her. No, oh. that's Ahsoka. She's there. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm talking terrible with the names on that show. Yeah, this she's somebody <laughs> different entirely. Um, but they also sent the Twilight of the Republic Power Disc Pack. Jeez. 
which has uh, that's like 10 bucks uh that's in the stores now the other one i don't think this is out yet the toy box takeover okay which it's a big box and when you open it up it's just a power disc like a what? fat power disc but it's a power disc <laughs> it's just in this very big box All right. um but that's the one it's like a dungeon crawler i i only played it briefly i didn't get a chance to um because I need to, I still need to play more of the game before I write it up. But I'll, I'll give like a preliminary review here on the show. I mean, enough I can, I can review it, but not in depth. Yeah. Um, this thing is like a, like a dungeon crawler. Um, but it mixes everybody. Okay. One point oh, two point oh, three point oh. So you can have all the characters in there and just go nuts. Um, and so far, what I played briefly of it, it's really cool. Um, so they, yeah, they sent everything. Um, wow. So I've been messing with all of it. Yeah. And then I, and then I emailed the PR person for Skylanders and I said, the game's in your court (laughs) or the ball's in your court. Yeah. Yeah. I said, (laughs) I said, you've got a lot to live up to here. (laughs) Yeah. That's nuts. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blown away by it and it's really exciting. It's fun because, Mason loves to check out the characters and he loves, you know, picking between the different characters and we'll play as one for a while. And he's like, I want to play as Ahsoka. And I'm yeah. like, okay. You know, and he'll, I'll say, go do it. And cause we leave it up by the TV and he'll jump off my lap, go up to the TV and switch out the characters and then come back and jump in my lap. I'm like, this oh, is perfect. I don't even have to do there it. There you go. That's why you have kids to do all that work for you. <laughs> he's doing all the legwork, but, um, the funny thing is, like, in one section we have uh, where we he wants to get three stars at, at the first level, um, you have to replay it as Chewbacca. And I'm like, oh, sweet, we have him because he's not out yet. Oh, jeez. But I got him at one of those events. Sure. Um, and now I'm looking at him like, I should have sold these because Chewbacca's not out till the end of September, but Darth Maul isn't coming out till, like, November or something. See, we tried to tell you at E3, but oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. I can play as Darth Maul. I'm happy. There you go. Um, but to play as Chewbacca in this level, yeah, you have to find the coin for him, and it's hidden somewhere in the entire game. <laughs> and I found the one for Zeb, and I found the one for Darth Maul in the first level. Yeah. Um, but Chewbacca could be anywhere. He could Jeez. be in any of the other levels, and we haven't come across him yet. So have you looked on Keshik yet. We don't go there. What? Uh, we only go to Tatooine, Coruscant, Geonosis, and maybe Endor? Mm. No, maybe not. Not Endor. No, because this is early. I thought you've been playing this game. Come on, man. Uh, uh, where's where's uh, Mannequin Skywalker take uh, Padme? Uh, her <laughs> place. Naboo. Naboo. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard anyone call him a mannequin before. But it fits so perfectly for <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Uh, that was in uh, Clerks too. I don't remember that shit. Yeah. When, That's funny. When they were when uh, uh, Randall comes out and what's his face and one of the customers are talking about Lord of the Rings. Oh, that epic conversation. Yeah, yeah. it's like you two whip out your preciouses, and he's like, careful. I think he's in love with Mannequin Skywalker. <laughs> Careful. Shitty acting is ruining Saga. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's like, you'll have to excuse him. He's not down with the trilogy. He's like, oh my God, there is only one trilogy and it is not of the king or of the, <laughs> he's freaking out on him. Ah, oh, good, good writing. Good stuff. Nice. So, all right. Um, so I played, obviously I've been playing with all the different characters there. The great thing about that is, mm-hmm. and I'm doing all this before the review. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you're going to be talking about this for a lot longer after the break. Again. Well, that's why I'm trying to throw this stuff out here now. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah. You know, prep. That saves time. Um, <laughs> the characters, the, the skill trees, uh-huh. they're different. Really? It's not like, like parts of them are the same, but for the combat, They've all got their own special moves. They've all got their own special abilities. They've all, it's diff. They, they actually went through and they, they thought about why these characters, you know, this character should have this, this character should have this. They, they really put some time and effort into that so that every character has a different feel to it when you're playing. Unlike the previous games where they were all basically the same. Um, so they really did a good job with that. It's it's kind of cool. Um, nice. And I think that's partly also why they sent all the characters so that you could see how different they all are and how different it is to play as all the different characters. Hmm, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, I was really excited about that. Nice. Um, but that's mainly it. It was basically those three games. Um, oh, and I was playing Hitman Go on the iPad. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Because uh, it was a dollar uh, a it's couple a weeks dollar. ago. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. It was a dollar. And, and I had, I saw it, and somebody tweeted it, too. I was like, yeah, I saw that. Uh, and I jumped on it. Um, the Tomb Raider Go is available, but that's five bucks. Fuck that. Yeah, I know. I'm not paying five dollars for that. It's like five bucks. Well, it's worth five Four fifty maybe, but not five. From what I played, it's worth five bucks, but it's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to play it. I'm uh, Hitman Go, I'll play every now and then if I remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, I forget that I even have a game on my iPad. Oh, while we're talking about this, do you have the iPhone 6? I do not. Okay. Why? Because uh, I think that's the next version of the Game Vice that's coming out. Okay, well, I am getting one. Okay. I'm getting well. I'm getting whatever the next one is that's being announced next week or whenever. Well, that, that'll be the seven, won't it? No, it's most likely going to be like the six S or oh, whatever they're going to call it. This they every other year. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's how they do it. They every other year they do the full upgrade. Mm, um, okay. I was talking to the the guy that handles the PR for that at PAX, and yeah, I would. I just couldn't remember what you had. I will have one. Um, Within a week or so. Well, but if it's the um, new one that they're announcing next week, they've, it's going to be the same one. The apparently. new game vice might not. No, whatever. From, from so. what they're saying, it's going to be the same size. Right, it's, but they, there's a six and a six S, and I don't know which one is which. I have to ask him. But yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm same, still using that thing a lot. By the way, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, the from what I understand, the new iPhone, from all the rumors, anyway. It's essentially the exact same size. It's slightly like a millimeter thicker or something like that. Mm. Um, But all the cases should still fit, they say. Every case for the old one will still fit. Uh, It's just upgraded specs inside. Um, 
you know, better camera, much better camera. Yeah, they're um, trying to fight the Galaxy S6 camera because it, yeah. it's superb. Faster processor, all that crap. So, sure. But the thing is, my phone has been having so many problems. Mm. And our contract ran out in August. We've always had, we always got our phone like a month before the new ones came out. Sure. So we were always behind and kind of on purpose. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, And that's kind of why we did it. But Verizon did that whole thing where they threw out contracts and our bill got cut in half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But you have to buy your own phone. You have to fully outright buy your own phone. Right. Um, But you're not on a contract anymore. Um, So you can just add it in whenever. Um, Right. So we're not upgrading anybody else's phone. My my wife is like, I don't care. I'm fine with mine. And her parents are on it. And she pays the bill. I'm like, that's fine. Your parents are on it, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for mine, I cannot use mine for work at this point because the, the touchscreen, there's something going on with it where mm. the touchscreen will just stop working. Didn't you know and, Apple builds that into all their products? Yeah. <laughs> um, looks like you need a new one, sir. This is the first time I've ever had this happen with any kind of iPhone. It's I making know, me nuts. I'm just joking. Because it, it just randomly, it'll stop working. I can't do anything but turn it off, turn it on again, and then it's fine. Mm. Not, not even a full shutdown. Just the hit the button to turn it off and turn it right back on, and then it's fine. Um but I've had several instances where somebody called me Mm. and I go to hit the answer button and nothing is happening and I cannot answer the phone. Mm. That's not good at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that that kind of takes away that core functionality of having a phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's little things like that. Or you're, or, or I'm trying to type something and halfway through typing something, uh, it just stops working. And then I have to shut it down, turn it back on, keep typing. It, it just it it's become such a hassle and such a nightmare. And I kept trying to explain it to my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, it, yeah, whatever. It's not that. It can't be that bad." <laughs> she picked it up the other night because yeah. her phone wasn't there. She picked it up to like use the calculator. Yeah, and it wasn't working. She's like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "This phone's." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I've been dealing with for like the last three months." Wow. I was waiting for the contract to run out, and then I knew the other phones were coming, and I'm like, I'll deal with it for another couple weeks, just because I'd rather, we're not on a contract anymore, I'll just get the new one, and I'll be done with it, and have that one for a couple years, you know? Sure. Uh, Because that's what we do anyway, we get them and we keep them for a couple years, so... I keep mine for two years minimum. Yeah. Um, So... That's the plan. I'm just getting a new one, and I'll be done with it, and hopefully this one will work. <laughs> nice. Like all my other ones did, and I won't have an issue anymore. So Cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that I've done in terms of playing. All right. I mean, I haven't played a ton. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I had to edit the podcast. I had, to, I had a lot of stuff to do post-packs. That I'm still working on, but uh, I played some Shovel Knight on the Vita on the plane, which is just fantastic on the Vita. Uh, still really like that game, but man, does it get tough. It, it is not a pushover game, uh, which I like. I like I like the challenge. It's got that old school vibe. Uh, man, that soundtrack is so good. 
Uh, also, <clears throat> and there's a huge write-up on the website, but I got this awesome opportunity on Sunday before I flew back from PAX uh, to actually play a ton of Fat Princess Adventures. Uh, so this is the game that Josh and I uh, kind of debuted the gameplay for at PSX la- uh, this last year and ran into the Fun Bits folks because uh, they had the game on the on the show floor of PAX. Uh, but kind of set some time aside on Sunday to actually dig into it a little bit. Got to go see a lot of the different uh, areas that you can play in and, and all kinds of cool stuff. Talked a lot about the multiplayer. Uh, we played three players. We didn't have a fourth, but we played three players. Uh, man, it is so good. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it it already looked good at PSX, but man, it has taken a huge graphical jump since then. Uh, some very cool kind of depth of field looks. Um just everything about it just has this really kick-ass like sheen to it now. Uh, really cool metal look, you know, on the helmets and everything else. Very, very sharp textures. Animation's great. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I was blown away by it. Uh, gameplay, I guess the best thing, the way I can describe it, I should look this up because I was pretty proud of this one uh, when I wrote it up. But it's kind of like Diablo 3, but more approachable, easier to understand. A lot cuter, uh, great writing that's very, very A lot very cuter? Funny. That's a bit of a stretch. Eh, a lot cuter. <laughs> but the cool thing is, it's not a kid game. You know, like, it's cuter and everything because that's kind of a staple of the of the series, but they don't mess around. You can turn the blood on and off, that sort of thing, because there actually is blood yeah. in it. Um, and you can turn it off if you need to, but just so so approachable. I mean, it took me, like, a minute to get the controls back. Uh, you know, how to do certain moves. You can charge up your main attack now. Uh, you know, you want to try to get that awesome sauce, which is kind of a power-up. As soon as you fill up that meter, you can hit R2, bring that uh, awesome sauce to to, to bear, and, and, you know, come down on especially the bosses and everything else. Uh, and the boss that we played, I think his name was Zug, you actually had to activate the awesome sauce to be able to do damage to him with your main attack. Um, but man, you know, just like when you eat, you eat cake, obviously to, to gain your, uh, your health back. If you're already full and you eat cake, you turn into like this big Mongo type character. And I'm serious. The entire time I was, and anytime I would activate him, I would say like Mongo only pawn in game of life or uh, mm-hmm. I want all the harm. Uh, it just, it, it it's so engaging and the writing is so good. Like, it's funny because when you're on the show floor, it's really tough to hear these things sometimes unless they have, you know, headphones blaring uh, because it's so loud at PAX. <clears throat> so it was great to be able to actually hear the game. And and the writing is awesome. Nolan North is one of the voices. Another one of the voices is the actor that did uh, Yakko in Animaniacs. Um, gosh, who else? They told me a bunch of the voice actors, but they were like, it was funny. You'd be playing it and you'd hear this weird voice and he goes, oh, that's Nolan North. I'm like, what? And I said, did you guys, like, modulate that? Nope, that's him. So he's doing, all these voice actors are doing all these crazy voices, and none of them were electronically altered. Hmm. That blew me away. Um, so we really didn't get into the story at all. We were just kind of jumping around to the different areas, checking it all out, seeing some of the bosses, seeing the, the environments. I'm telling you, I am so psyched for this game. Um, I'm hoping that we have it before Extra Life, because this needs to go on the schedule. Uh, if it's out by Extra Life, I need to play with people. Cool thing is, it also allows you to do uh, four-player multiplayer. You can do either all four on the couch, all four online, or a mixture of both. Uh, when you're on the couch, each person can log in with their own PSN account, so you get all your trophies, get all your stuff. Um, but you share loot, you share <clears throat> uh, gold that you pick up, all that stuff. Uh, they've made it very, very approachable, very kind of friendly. 
but at the same time, it's a challenge, and uh, it's not a pushover game. But I, I literally just had a smile on my face the entire time I was playing it. So go check out the re- the write up. I wrote it way more than I probably should have, um, but I do. I really did. I just enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, so I, I want to make sure people know this game is coming and what it's all about. <clears throat> uh, next up, of course, more Rocket League. Been playing that. Um, been doing some two on two lately, so. I'm trying to get better with that. Uh, now, well, Rock, uh, when, I, when, when Dave and I were recording the other night, Rock actually finished everything in Binding of Isaac because he, he only had the challenges left because uh, he finished the game with every character. Uh, so he was addicted beyond belief with that game. Uh, so now I think now that he's done with that, he's going to play even more Rocket League, which is great. So now i got somebody to play with a lot of times. <laughs> oh, God, I love that game. <clears throat> uh, and then I played Zombie Vikings. Uh, this is from the people that did Stick It to the Man. Uh, really cool and stylish brawler. Uh, I didn't play it a ton yet. The only problem I have with it is that there's a ton of screen tearing. It's not real smooth right now, so it was a little jarring, but really fun game. Uh, I like how you can kind of go back in the background and come in, into the foreground. Uh, it's a little more extreme than some of the other games I've played, uh, like Viking Squad, which is another brawler. Uh, Viking Squad made it a little bit easier. It was more like a Castle Crashers uh, depth, whereas uh, Zombie Vikings actually has kind of branching... Um, paths sometime, you know, that sort of thing. But very cool game, and I think it was I think it was either free with Plus or it's really cheap. I think it's cheap. So, a lot of fun. Uh, playing more Pure Hold'em, like I said, I need to get that review written up this weekend. Uh, I actually got a thing in the mail uh, when I got back from the trip, and it was a little USB drive shaped like a poker chip. <laughs> so the, our friends at Rips, Ripstone sent that to me. I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, but I don't get anything. Uh, oh, yeah, because that's such a big deal. Let's see. You got Disney Infinity, and how many characters? Well, if you had done the review for I Disney got, Infinity. And I got a poker chip. If you USB had done it. the review for Disney Infinity, you would have gotten that package. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not because it was me. It's just because I was the one doing the review. You, because because you were at the booth. You were taking 200 pictures at the booth because you like the game, and you're enjoying it, and they recognize that. Maybe. And that's what's good about PS Nation. We get we try to get our reviewers <laughs> on stuff like that. Skipping issue. Yeah. Because you get nothing either. Yeah. Well. I'll just All make right. sure not to send that steering wheel. Hey. <laughs> uh, next. This was funny. Every now and then I just turn on the Street Fighter Five beta to see if I can actually connect. It actually let me go in one day. Hey. Um, but I couldn't get on the server. So I got in and I got into the practice room. And I was just fighting a dumb CPU that just stood there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know. I got to try out the new the new systems, uh, and it's it's really different. So I got to get used to it. I like it though; it controlled really well. And man, that it, it's an un- Unreal Engine four now, and it looks really fantastic. So, and then here's my uh, here's the one I'm going to get shit for. So I finally <clears throat> went back and finished. Everybody's gone to the Rapture yesterday. Hmm. Eh. Which I haven't started. Hey, uh, which I haven't started. Hey, don't drop yet. shit. Oh, that was my phone. Doesn't matter. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I get where they were going, and it's a beautiful game, and I get where they were going with it. But actually, I really expected more exposition. I expected more toward the end. And when it finished, I actually went, "Wait, that what? That's it?" Because I remember seeing Keith's review. I didn't read the whole thing because I wanted to kind of keep fresh, but. Uh, if I was grading that game, I think I probably would have given it a seven. 
I was yeah. underwhelmed immensely. Which is weird. I mean, I still had that emotional connection at certain points. But I just did not have that emotional connection all the way throughout the game. You know, and it sounds like Keith had that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing. But it did not do a lot for me. And that's a parallel of uh, The Order 1886 with you and me. Where yeah. you loved it and something just didn't connect with me for some reason. Sure, sure. I didn't call you an idiot for not liking it. Nah. <laughs> um, and then last but not least... I didn't uh, call you an idiot for not liking the rapture. Well, play a, I really do want you to play Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I think you're probably I do. Like I, I, I really do want to play yeah. it. I have it. You can I do just... it in one sitting. I mean, it only takes like four hours to get through. Four or five hmm. hours. Really? The yeah. way I play? Well, but the thing is, there's <laughs> nothing to pick up. But there's plenty to explore. There is and there isn't. All right. Um, All right. Well, so they try to guide you around with these this these different tools, Um, but really, all you're looking it's really odd. Just I'll play it. Yeah, I'll I'll play it like on on the. And even if you're exploring around, you're not going to be trying to go to every nook and cranny. You're gonna you're gonna see what I'm talking about. That's fine. There's not there's like nothing to find out in the middle of a field or anything like that. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, I do like the the fact that they, I mean, it really looks to me like they set up the trophies for s- basically making fun of trophies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're anti-trophies. Like, they make you do stuff that you would never do to get a trophy in a, in a normal game. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, uh, don't try to interact with anything or something like that. I don't know what the trophies are, but it's kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, they're kind of funny. Um, but I, again, I, I think it's it's really, like, production-wise, excellent. Beautiful, uh, very very solid. Uh, music will blow your mind. The music is—I so, can't believe they got this for an indie game. Um, but yeah, it's—I uh, expected more from the story that you were being presented. That's all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I put a bunch of them on my tablet and watched uh, on both uh, my trip out to Seattle and back to here a ton of hee-haw. Ah. So I've got two more videos to get through, or two more and things to get through. You're going to review that next week. I'm going to try. That's the one that I'm not sure if it'll be ready by next week, but if not, it'll be the week after for sure. Nice. Yeah. Um, man. Wow. Totally. T- but it's weird. Like the episodes that are on there. Mm-hmm. There's one with like Tommy Cash instead of Johnny Cash. It's his brother Tommy. It's really his brother. <laughs> Tommy Cash. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really his brother. And That's so funny. So he's got kind of the same voice, but he has like the pompadour and everything. And I'm like, so there's, I mean, there, there was a couple episodes where it was like, um, it was, it was, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, oh God, I'm forgetting the people now, like Loretta Lynn and all these just country classics. And then all yeah. of a sudden they have an episode on there with Tommy fucking <laughs> Cash. Wow. <laughs> so it, it's, it's this weird thing where you only have, uh, like, I think there's only six episodes on it, maybe. If that, and oh, I forget like how they're many wasting it is. one with a Tommy Cash episode. <laughs> yeah, but it's I mean, classic. I mean, it's seriously, it's taken me back. And and it, the best thing is, I just adore the interviews because uh, they adored Roy, or they interviewed Roy Clark. Yeah, I was watching the Roy Clark interview oh, actually because I'm a huge Roy Clark fan. Um, yeah, that was really that cool was, to see. That was fascinating. Where he said, you know. 
they they had the idea for it and yeah. they said, all right, maybe let's do it. Let's figure it out. And CBS was like, all right, you ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like it happened. And they were like, wait, what? Yeah, because he was like, well, you get offers all the time. You never know. And all of a sudden, they get a call six months later. All right, we're doing it. What? Who? What? Huh? Like now. <laughs> See, what you should do like, is it wasn't watch, even any ramp up. <laughs> you should watch the interview with Lulu. Yeah, I watched some of that. Not because too much, though. She, wow. <laughs> But I just love she the whole was, thing yeah, that they, with they the said, drugs and everything. Yeah, she, she was yeah. a hippie and everything yeah. else. And she knew Buck Owens. And Buck Owens yeah. said, you're going to have a plane ticket waiting for you tomorrow. Come out. Yeah. Because the whole idea is that it's laugh-in yep. for country For country stars. stars, yeah. And you're the Goldie Hawn character. And she's like, what? Goldie Hawn's like this beautiful little blonde. And he goes, exactly. So I, she's uh, like, I'm, a, I'm all cracked out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really funny, though, when you and I talked about it and how you were like, oh, I would never watch Hee Haw. And, and I've been mentioning around here to friends in Wisconsin about Hee Haw, and everybody's like, dude, I love that show. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Saturday nights, or I think it was on Sundays for a little while, too, but, you know, it was. It, it, like, everybody's, everybody that I talked to pretty much had the same story. But that's Wisconsin. That's like middle America. That's what it is. You, yeah, know? you know, on on the East Coast or on the West Coast, you're not going to get that. It was well, just not a show for, you know, it had its it had its audience around the country and on yeah. the coast and everything. Yeah. Not with us. Not at all. Yeah, you're too good for that stuff. No, it just yeah, did not are. speak yeah. to anything. Any of it didn't speak to any life experience or anything that interested well, me at all. Yeah. You know? It is funny though because Grandpa Jones always kind of reminded me of my own grandfather, my dad. See, <laughs> well, a little bit. I mean, my grandfather was a lot meaner, but the guy was like five two, and he was just an a hole to you mm-hmm. um, when you were younger. At least. I was so afraid of that guy, and I think I was older, or I think I was taller than him when I was eight. But uh, I just, I don't know. It, it's so good. It's so cool to go back. And the one thing that really stood out to me is the video quality is phenomenal for that. I mean, that show started back in '68, I think. And they were showing shows yeah. from the seventies in here, and yeah. video quality is phenomenal. So yeah, it was cool on, the, on my flight out, my first flight, or on my on my flight from Chicago to Seattle. Um, I had an old older couple next to me because I, I didn't realize I never think about this. I always forget, like Seattle's this port for tons of cruises, and half my plane going out there was people going on cruises. So there's this couple sitting next to me, and she kind of looked over, and she said, are you watching Hee Haw? <laughs> yeah. She goes, are you a little young for that? I'm like, what? She's like, too young for Hee Haw. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's, it's cool. I, I can't wait to get through all the rest of it. I'm, I'm through most of it. I, like I said, I think I have two more things to watch, and I'm done. So, yeah, it's man, it's taking me back big time. I told my parents about it. I said, you're going to have to watch all this, because they used to love it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's it for me. That's uh, pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. I've been working on a lot of PS Nation stuff, so. All right. Well, let's take our, wow, over two hours already. Yeah. We have an hour with Dave still. Oh, boy. (laughs) Man, this is going to be a huge podcast. I told you it's going to be a monster. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, uh, Josh will review Disney Infinity 3.0, even even though we already did have the review. Well, that's Uh, the thing. I'm going to go light on that because I'm going to do more of a beefy written review. Okay. Because I'm not 100%. Like, if I had my choice, I'd hold the review back till next week, but I don't want to do that because it's been out and I want to just, I've played enough that I could. No, no, we should do it this week. I'm totally, yeah, yeah, I I want to have it done this week. Uh, so we'll talk that. Uh, Dave and I will talk a lot of uh, Destiny the Taken King, which uh, turned out really good. I'm, I'm very happy with how that turned out. Uh, Josh's review of Tearaway Unfolded. And uh, we'll get out of here. We'll, uh, well, let's not do emails this week. <laughs> no. 
Even though there's one I'm sure you're going to want to read. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. You'll see it. Uh, All right, so we'll, uh, we'll be right back after our break. to get into part two of his Disney Infinity 3.0 review. Yes. Take it away. All right. Um, so I'll talk less about it here. Um, I'll write up more. Um, because while I've played a very good chunk of the game, there's still more I want to see and more I want to do in there before I write it up. Um, that's why I was, you know, scrambling to finish as much as I could before we did this. Um, sure because I did want to review it now on the podcast rather than wait another week or two. Right. Um, so obviously the big one this time is star Wars. Uh, and what I said about 4.0 being Muppets, uh, the Muppets have snuck into this one. Seriously. Well, the new show is starting. So yeah, they've snuck in as the sidekicks, like all the little mini figure dudes that are running around. Suddenly I saw Kermit, uh, animal, uh, they're like popping up every now and then. I'm like, Oh, there they are. They're getting us ready. Nice. (laughs) Um, so the big thing with this, um, is that they went through and they listened to everybody's complaints, uh, about the combat, about the driving, about all the different things, uh, that people had problems with, and they've actually done their best to address them here in this version and they've done a really good job of it. Actually, uh, Ninja theory handles all the combat stuff, uh, which is good because a lot of it's lightsabers and things. And you want that, you know, Oh yeah. You want people who know sword play. Um, so the lightsaber combat, the force powers, everything that you have in there feel so good. It plays really, really well. It, nice. It plays like you're, like you're a Jedi. It's awesome. Um, some of the characters, like Ahsoka, I love playing as her because she's got two lightsabers. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she really goes to town with them. And, you know, one of her uh, special abilities is she'll throw the two of them. And they'll just go spinning out and just... Take people out left and right, and then come flying back to her. It's awesome. Nice, <laughs> so cool. So that's the thing. They've all got their own special abilities and everything. They've all got different moves. Um, so it doesn't feel like <clears throat> same combat, different skin. Um, 
you know, no matter what you're playing, you can play through these over and over again. And that's why I've got no problem with it. When Mason is constantly, he wants to play the droid factory over and over again because he likes the, um, these gigantic knives. He's like the big knives. (laughs) They're, they're huge things that come down and chop up all the, you know, all the metal and bits and then it goes into the fire. But he loves seeing that and he loves playing that. And it's the same level over and over again. And I'm like, that's fine. Just put a different character on there. And I'll play through it as as a different character, level them up and, you know, have fun with it. Right. Um, so it makes going through these, you know, multiple times fun, actually. Because uh, you, can, you can have different combat, essentially. Right. Um, like all the other ones... There's specific characters that will work in each playset. The characters that they sent, uh, with the exception of the um, Star Wars Rebels, those guys won't work in uh, that one playset. Well, they work in part of it uh, if you find their coins and everything, like like the Boba or the Chewbacca one I'm looking for. Um, Zeb, I already found, and I played as Zeb. Because you're looking for, yeah. Well, the that one thing, that one section that you have to play as him is this is the droid you're looking for. <laughs> That's what it's called, I believe. Nice. Um so the cool thing is like a lot of these puzzles are set up so that if you have force powers, you can do it or if you have a blaster, you can shoot something and trigger the same thing that the force power would be doing. Yeah. For the most part, what I found by accident, you know, on one of my repeated playthroughs of the early levels is that there were some hidden places that only you could only get to, if you had a blaster, (laughs) um, there are also some hidden places that you can only get to. If you have a tech character, somebody who can work with computers and stuff. Yeah. Um, which are very specific characters. So it's built to replay um, a lot, essentially. The other good thing about this is like the Twilight of the Republic, which comes with every starter set. That's what you're going to get no matter what. Whether Mm -hmm. you get the starter or the fancy one. Um, It's beefy. There's a lot to it. That's good. Um, And there wasn't as much with the Avengers play set. Um, They really beefed that up. And that was another one of people's complaints is that, you know, you get these play sets and they're fun, but there's not enough and there's right. not enough to do. And there's not enough variety and there's not enough whatever. <clears throat> this one, like I said, it's got Geonosis, uh, Tatooine, uh, Coruscant and I'm 99% sure Naboo. I, I, I can't say for sure though. Um, cause I haven't been there yet. Um, but we were on Coruscant and the the area is massive. And not only that, there's just a laundry list of missions to do there. Hmm. A lot of side missions and things like that. But there are a couple main missions that you play through and you, and you work your way through. The other cool thing is there are characters popping in from um, like NPCs will pop in that you're chasing or fighting against or whatever. Sure. From the Clone Wars cartoon. Hmm. 
one of the bounty hunters shows up. I'm like, I know that guy. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) So it's really cool. They're really pulling all these characters and all these people in and making it feel like it's part of the story. It's really fun. Um, so for a star Wars fan, a star Wars fan, you're going to love it. It's just, it's a ton of fun. It is cartoony, you know, and it is geared towards younger people. Um, but I wouldn't say that it's easy for kids. It's, you know, some of the platforming and some of the combat is not an easy thing to do. Mm. Um, I had to level Ahsoka up almost to like level 15 or 16 before I could beat General Grievous on um, the hardest difficulty, which is one of the things to get three stars. Because <laughs> wow. I, I tried to jump right in with, uh, I think I had Obi-Wan or somebody um, like at a level five or six or seven, somewhere in there. And I was like, I could take him out. I know what to do and I know how it is. <clears throat> On the hardest difficulty, <clears throat> it became really difficult. I, I could not get past him at all. Um, yeah, you really, I mean, they've, they've made it difficult, uh, depending on, you know, what level you play at. If you just play right. at the default level at medium, it's fun. It can be a challenge here and there, not terribly challenging, but it it's fun. You know, it turns into like fun combat and you'll get your ass kicked every now and then, but... Uh, for the most part, it's just playing around. Um, right. The big thing they did with sidekicks, they're actually useful now. Um, and when you find sidekicks and when you, when you add them to your stable, basically, you can then bring them into the world. You can level them up. Um, you can feed them. They get hungry. <laughs> huh. You teach them how to go farm. And they go farm. You say, you know, work this plot of land and they'll do all the farming. And you come back in, there might be weeds, there might be flowers. Uh, weeds and flowers, you have to knock the weeds out so they can build, plant something else there. The flowers will just get you blue sparks, uh, which you can use to buy stuff in the, you know, buy stuff to use to create levels. Sure. Um but uh the other things that come up are like corn and tomatoes and um seeds and whatever else all kinds of food basically uh you feed them the different food and that levels up their different attributes hmm. so you're doing this to level them up so that they can use better weapons so that they can you give them different helmets that that do different things for them um different outfits. There's all kinds of stuff you can do with these guys. And the best thing is you bring one into the world with you. You've got him all leveled up and you've got him with weapons on him. <clears throat> He'll take half the, half the combat for you. <laughs> this little guy is running around and distracting, you know, all these NPCs are going after him and you. So it splits up the combat and makes it a little bit easier for you. Jeez. So it's worth doing and you need to do it in some of these places. I mean, that's mostly in toy box games and things like that. You're not going to be able to do that so much. Or I haven't done it in, see, that's one of the things I need to check. I haven't done it in Twilight of the Republic in the playset. I don't know if you can. Mm. Um, 
in the toy box takeover, you absolutely need the character. And they tell you before you start this, did you go do the tutorials on the sidekicks? <laughs> did you talk your parents into going <clears throat> to target? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's important that you know how to use them for, for some of the stuff you, you actually need them. Um, the toy box stuff itself, uh, they've, upgraded that main street thing that I was talking about for me three, the stuff that I saw where it's this big blank space. Uh, and as you talk to each of the people, it, it fills in with color and everything. And it teaches you different parts of the game. Um, when you open up main street, Disney, it looks like main street in Disney. Um, oh, cool. Flynn's arcade is there. That's nice. where the multiplayer is. Um, El Capitan Theater is there, and that's where you can... I mean, you can see it just by hitting the select menu and going in and, and looking at Toy Box uh, TV. Or you can go into the El Capitan Theater, and they have, you know, special ones and highlighted ones that are right in there, and you can see them in there. Yeah. Uh, and you get a trophy for doing it in there, so go trophy do that. And that's the thing. <clears throat> almost all the trophies are geared towards the toy box stuff mm. and towards building and learning and, and doing all that. So they want to try to get you to learn this stuff and they want to try to, you know, they want you to do that. That's what it's usually been with their, with their trophies and all. But the difference this time around, I did the tutorials this time. I did it last time with Mason. Um, I did it on my own and I did it with him cause he was interested in seeing all these different things and he wanted to see the helicopter and the sure. cars and all these things. And you learn all that after doing it here, I honestly feel like I can build a level and like, I want to build a level and then I could build a halfway decent level because it's so much more comprehensive and so much easier in the way it explains it and the way it has you like for all the logic and piecing things together, doing all the logic gates and saying, you know, step on this, which will then tie to this door, which will open if you're this character or if you're any character or yeah. we'll do this or do that, you know, all the different little things you can do in there. There's an entire level in there where you walk in. It's a Tron themed level, which is awesome. <laughs> you're with nice. mini, mini Cora, like sidekick Cora. Yeah. They love Tron so much. That's why we, Canceled the next movie. Yeah. yeah. But you can play it in here. You make your own movie in here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what, are you trying for a PR job now? Um, so the entire level is, hey, there's all this, there's this prizes up at the top of this mountain. But to get to the top of the mountain, you have to connect all these things and learn how to use all the logic stuff and piece things together and make it work to open the doors, yeah. to stop these things from falling, to, uh, you know, just to create all these different things to get to the top of the mountain. And in doing that, after you do it two, three, four times, after you do it two times or three times, it doesn't even tell you. It says, here's all the pieces. Now figure it out. Jeez. And I was like, uh, and I went yeah. right in and I went, boom, 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 done. Like it nice. didn't even, it wasn't even like, what do I do? I just, it, it steps you through in such a way. It's really well done, really well written. 
that you pick it up very quickly and it makes sense. So I suddenly felt like, holy crap, I could do this. Nice. Like I, I can actually make a level. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that now. That's it's a whole new thing there that I want to do. Um, so I'm excited to just make these things now because you've got all the stuff from one, two, and three. So I can make Avenger stuff. I can make Star Wars stuff. I can make Disney stuff. I can make Monsters University, Toy Story, all of it. I can mix it all together, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and throw all the characters in. That's the fun thing about the toy box. That's yeah. what's really cool about it. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. Uh, Sumo Digital did the driving stuff. Nice. Uh, and they did a really good job with it. The driving is much, much better. Uh, there's still the odd, um, like there was a snowmobile I was on, which was a nightmare to drive. Uh-huh. I think just because it was a snowmobile and I was driving on a regular road. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the vehicles, all the rest of them really feel good. The, the land speeder was awesome. Nice. Um, the, the flight feels really, really good. Uh, Flying in the old ships, uh, flying in the X-Wings, flying in, you know, all these different things. It, it just, the combat feels good now. Yeah. Um, better than it has in the past. Good. Um, I did see, we were seeing it mostly on the stream. There was, there was some weird, weird graphical glitches going on. Mm. And when I played it solo offline i was like i wasn't seeing them and i was like it must be the stream it's something with the stream that it's just not handling it right well then as i was playing it more by myself offline i started to see it pop up here and there so there are some weird graphical yeah, the, the streaming shouldn't affect that at all yeah because that's an output it shouldn't after yeah the fact but it was something that i had not seen at all so oh, i was okay. like okay there's something wrong here and it's i'm only seeing it on the stream so i don't know what's going on but it's on the stream then i started to see it more offline so it is something that's going on something in the game is just not fully there you know there's there's little graphical issues here and there but mm. nothing that breaks the game Uh, It's just little weirdness here and there um, with the backgrounds and things like that. Uh, The online, the multiplayer. Yeah. Is a little broken at the moment. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I went into Flynn's arcade and I tried to play. And you have like. All these arcade machines like Fixit, Felix, and you know all the, the Tron. The old Tron machine is in there. You can't play any of them, but they exist. Right. And then in the middle of the arcade, there's like six Disney Infinity machines. And you walk up to them, and each one of them has a multiplayer game on it that you can jump into and God. play up to four players. I don't think put those arcade games in there. Damn it! I know. I looked at them. I'm like, <gasps> and I went yeah. right up to one of them. I'm like, you can't play it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. I'd almost buy the game off of that. I know. <laughs> um, just to play Fix It Felix. That yeah. was so cool. Um, I really, I still want to see a real version of that somewhere. They made them. Uh, Did they? There were 50 made. Oh, well. Because they had them at, uh, in some of the theaters when the movie uh, premiered. Well, can we do a version for the PSN? Wouldn't that be cool? Jeez. 
yeah. Um, no, they uh, they actually made full cabinets and everything. Cause I think they I think they had one at uh, and MGC. Sugar Rush. I think they had a fix at Felix at MGC last year when you were there. When I was there, no, I'm almost positive. Last year I wasn't there. No, not this last one though. Year before, I don't remember seeing it. I mm, yeah. Um. So, I I picked one to get online. I jumped in, I waited, waited, waited. Nobody was there. I'm like, okay, nobody's playing. Weird. So I went over to one of the other machines. I'm like, okay, let's play this one. And it goes to, you know, a loading screen comes up. And I'm like, yeah. sweet, I'm in. And then all of a sudden I show up in the lobby of El Capitan. And I'm like, what am I doing here? And huh. the other people are there with me. And the guy who's Boba Fett starts trying to kill everybody. And I don't know what level he is, but I had just thrown Ezra on there, and Ezra is level zero. But Ezra has a lightsaber and a blaster built into one thing. So he's fighting somebody else, and he's fighting them, and I'm just avoiding the fight and just standing there waiting for the game to start. Uh, And then he comes after me, and I hit him with my lightsaber and hit him, hit him, hit him, take him down. So he comes after me again, and he stands back, and he tries to shoot at me, and I just start shooting at him and take him out. And he was like, oh, crap. (laughs) And then he bailed. He left the game entirely. Nice. Um, But it never started. Hmm. Like, we sat in in that lobby of that theater, and it never started. And I'm like, that was weird. Why were we even in there? Yeah. So it was like a glitch or something. So I end up back in Flynn's, and I try again, nothing, and I try again, nothing. And then finally I get into a game. And it was like Splatoon, actually. Oh, really? <clears throat> Where it's, well, this was the one. I mean, there are like f- six different games. The one I picked was uh, you're in the white uh, white little world, much like the the toy box area where you first come in and it's devoid of any color. Um, you each have your own paint gun and you're trying to paint up the world. You know, whoever paints the most of it wins. Yeah. And everybody can paint over everybody else's and it's like a four-way fight to paint as much as you can. Yeah. For like 2 minutes or whatever. And that was it and that was fun. It was kind of neat. Um every other game I tried to get into couldn't get into. I had a mm. couple where I ended up in a lobby again and nothing happened. Mm. One we ended up in the Star Wars Hall of Heroes just standing <laughs> well, around. At least you're like, ending up in cool places. Yeah, I'm like, how the hell did I end up in here? What this, what is going on? It's I, I think it's glitchy. I think they're having lots of problems with it. It mm. doesn't seem and then I looked at the trophies. The trophy for there's two trophies for playing online. One just to play one game. Okay. And it is 3.9% of the players have gotten that one. Jeez. <laughs> so it's ultra rare. To play 10 games, 0.1% of the players wow. have played that. So it's super, super rare. So I think it's, in, I think it's so glitchy and problematic right now. Yeah, that nobody has like. gotten 10 games under their belt. Um, so for the moment, the online is, seems to be broken. Um, I... That's all I can figure. I can't see what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but essentially, I'm very impressed with it. Very impressed with what I played. It's fun. It's it's really cool being able to throw when you get into the toy box that you can throw the guys from Tron. You can throw Monsters, Inc. You can throw Mickey. You can throw Star Wars. You can throw all these characters in. 
hmm. and just play, you know? And you can build all the levels yourself. The, the A lot of the levels that I downloaded, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, some, you know, some are shaky, but <laughs> they've got, you know, editor's picks and most downloaded and they've got it all broken down so that you can, the, the cream of the crop is right there for you to grab. Um, and you can publish your own. Hmm, okay. And the funny thing is when it, you can go into your friends and I, I was like, Oh, I wonder who has it. And I clicked on friends and a message came up and said, beware, you know, friends levels have not been submitted to Disney and they could be offensive. They could contain offensive material. I was like, Ooh, get me in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, just kept drawing cocks um, everywhere. It's just cocks, yeah. cocks, cocks. But it was, um, uh, Jason, Jason, uh, a striker, uh, which I ran into him at the airport leaving Seattle. <laughs> Just randomly, yeah. he was waiting to get on this plane. I walked, I walked up and tried to push him over. Um, He's kind of big. Double O'Regan, I played one of his levels, which was called Level Up. Oh, boy. He was the only one I saw that had a level in there. And that's all it was. You go in and it creates four enemies and they immediately explode. Creates <laughs> them, they explode. Creates, they explode. Creates, they explode. So all these... That sounds sparks. like a, something a double Rican would make. Yeah, so all these sparks come out, and yeah. of course you're collecting them and leveling up your character. <laughs> that like sounds mad. exactly like something double Rican would do. Yeah. So I did that once with one of the characters. I was like, oh, all right, well, let me level them up. That's the other thing. The more characters you have, sure. like when you get the game, put each of your characters on the base one at a time and let it go in and register them and do all that, because the more characters you have the quicker they all level up. Yeah. You get like a bonus. Um, and all of them, all the way back to 1.0. So mm-hmm. you bring all of them into the game and you get huge bonuses for having multiple characters. So that's the first okay. thing you should do when you start the game. Um, people that have it. So it's really, really good. Um, I'm really impressed. Uh, I'm impressed with what they've done with the... Uh, with the creation stuff, they've made it so much easier and so much more understandable that I'm really excited to make levels now, oh, which cool. I never was in the in the other ones. I was like, okay, I went through the tutorials and I kind of get it, but it still seems complicated and I don't fully understand where I'm going or how I'm doing this and yeah. I don't feel comfortable with it and I just never did it. Um, But now I do. Just from these, just from what they showed me in there now. Um, nice. And the fact that I have access to all the Marvel stuff and all the Star Wars stuff and everything, it's going to be fun. <laughs> just to, and I might do it with Mason, you know, like say, all right, what do you want to make? And we can make it. Let's yeah. make our own, let's make our own level with the big knives that come down and chop things up, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, I'm giving it a nine, I believe. Wow. Yeah, it's that good. Hmm. It's definitely a step up from the other ones. Um, okay. And the thing about this is, unlike the other two, unlike Skylanders, unlike Lego, well, from what I've seen of Lego, this is like the little big planet of Toys to Life. Wow. Because it has the fun and it has the combat and it has whatever, but it has that entire building aspect to it. Sure. 
where it's unlimited levels, unlimited fun. You could play it forever. You just keep creating all your own stuff or downloading other stuff, and you could just play this one game for years. You know? Nice. So, yeah, it's very cool. Definitely worth it. Very good. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, shifting gears a little bit, uh, The Taken King for Destiny is coming out on the 15th of this month. And uh, I actually got to watch the latest live stream that they had. And uh, Dave and I got on uh, on Skype to talk about it a little bit and to talk about what's coming up in the, uh, in the Taken King, that sort of thing. So uh, let's have at it. If you're not a Destiny fan, fast forward an hour because <laughs> I think we went just about an hour. So uh, obviously we didn't plan on that, but that's what just what happened. And uh, wow, this is going to be such a long show. All right. Give it a listen. Well, uh, Josh took a little break, and uh, I've got our, our good man Dave here to talk some Destiny. Uh, and I'm also doing dual duty because I'm also testing the microphone on this Logitech G6, uh, G633 headphones. Uh, I want to test the microphone out, so yeah. And we've got TV on the background and everything, so no professionalism here tonight because we're a podcast. Well, and I'm on it, so it's like always goes down a, exactly. a couple notches. Oh, so. God, I, I feel a snore coming on. Yeah. So, two years ago, two years ago today, my wife reminded me is when my first post went up on PS Nation. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And we just got done with our fantasy draft, and uh, of course, we got to hear from all the quote unquote professionals. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing that. You won the one year with drafting two defenses. Haven't you ever heard of the waiver wire? I was super quiet on that one because I've never done that before, so it'll just be fun oh, to God. do that with the community and see how I like. Oh, everybody's an expert. If I finish in the top ten, I'll be happy. I mean, the thing is, you have, you know, you have uh, people getting injured, all kinds of stuff. It's all a crapshoot. It's not skill. F you. Anyway, <laughs> so let's talk Destiny. Destiny folks don't care about sports. Right. We care not for football. American football. <laughs> uh, so just had that third stream today. Uh, showing off, I forget what the hell it's even called now. Court of Oryx. Court of Oryx, yes, uh, which looked a lot like POE to me. <laughs> yeah, it looked a lot like POE to me. Yet smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot smaller. Um, I think that there's some definitely definitely some positives with that though. Like if they're showing, if the bounties are changing and then and the the complete three public event bounties is still going to be there or not, like that's an easy way to initiate a real public event instead of waiting for one to show. It's. It seemed like it was. I. I it seemed like I would enjoy it better than Pri- Prison of Elders. Um, I mean, it, it's almost like a lot more. Bo- it's almost like a boss rush to a certain extent. You know, it's just all bosses with some grunts around. It's not fighting these huge hordes like you are in Poe. Mm-hmm. And they're they're genuinely trying, and I personally think that they're still failing. Yeah. But they're genuinely trying to not make them bullet hoses or bullet sponges. Yeah, um, and I still think they're failing. I, I do too, but y- y- they also really showed some of the new. Powers as well, you know, that lightning strike or whatever it is where you, you're like the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. Right. Yeah, um, for the Arc Warlock, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, also that new sword. Holy crap, that thing. Yeah. And that's the, I mean, okay, so. And that was fully powered up, but still, holy cow. Yeah, fully leveled and everything like that. And it's an exotic. So the, the sword yeah. they showed today was an exotic. There, yeah. It looks like swords, arc blades, 
are going to be, I think they're called arc blades, are going to be a new heavy weapon in the Taken King. So as we're talking, just so everybody can understand, like when I make a reference to something, because I'm not going to sit there and call it Vanilla Destiny, the uh, Bungie and Destiny are essentially on pretty much on September 8th, but more or less uh, between the 8th and the 15th of this month, are drawing literally a figurative line in the sand that says, that was year one, this is year two. Right. So when I there's going to be things that I'm going to reference, and I'm just going to refer to them as year one, and there's things I'm going to reference as year two. I'm not going to say Vanilla Destiny and Taken King. It's just too confusing, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's also the other two DLC packs that were already out and that right. sort of thing, but we're not going to worry about that. Uh, what I really wanted to do is because, I mean, you are our resident expert for Destiny. Like it or not, you are. Yeah, I'm uh, and, and we, you know, we, it, so. we We rely on you for all that. And, and uh, you know, we, we want to talk to you. Obviously, Josh hasn't really ever played Destiny except for like maybe 15 minutes. So that's why he's sitting out on this. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about just the major points of the Taken King that we know so far. I think we know a lot of things. They're going to keep mm-hmm. some other things secret. Uh, which is fine. I think that's great. You know, let the community kind of figure this stuff out as well. Yeah. I think we know everything up until essentially end game content. Yeah. Uh, well, and they didn't show like level three of the thing right. today. Because it'd be like end game content. Right. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All so, right. So first the biggest off, thing. All right. Yeah, you go. You go. You, yeah. You've got your notes. The first thing is that the um, level system has, has been completely overhauled 100%. Right. The level cap is 40 and it's going to be an experience level cap. So if you are a level 30, then you are going to level yourself up 10 levels through patrols, bounties, quests, and missions. Killing things, shooting things, completing tasks. That's how you're going to level. Similar to how you leveled in year 1 of Destiny from 0 to 20. Okay. So you're not you're not going to rely on light anymore. That sort of thing. It's it's not for your level. Based. So now this is this is where this gets a little weird, and some people may or may not be confused. In year one of Destiny, you level twenty was the experience cap, and your light level was dictated by the armor that you were right, wearing. Right. And now you're you can be level forty, and your your light level will still be there, but the light level now is an average of all of your equipped gear, weapons, armor, ghost, class item, and artifact. Ghost. Yes. How how does that go? Because so there are ghost shells now that have been added to the game. Oh my god! Really? Yes. I so, didn't hear about this. Yeah. So okay. So uh. there's all these people, and and I want everybody to listen carefully because I've I've, I've been I am going to publicly speak negatively about Destiny, which people uh. I do not do. Uh, I'm gonna have to call Deej really quick and let him know that <laughs> what you're doing. You're so, gonna be taken off a list now. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna jump around a little bit. The vault has been increased to seventy two. Weapons can be stored in the vault now. Which is cool, 72 pieces of armor can be stored in the vault, and I believe it's still 36 general items that can be stored in the vault. Um, okay. Meaning, like, consumables and uh, ships and shaders and things like that. Um, <coughs> they have also added these kiosks. Like, if you're playing Destiny right now, you don't... The special order vendor is gone. She's not at that little place next to the postmaster in the tower anymore. Okay. There's a kiosk over there by the speaker. And okay. uh, in those kiosks, you will, in year two of Destiny, you will be able to, um, you can, let's say you get a ship and you get a bunch of new ships and a bunch of shaders and a bunch of emblems and all that other um, cosmetic junk. You can actually dismantle that now mm-hmm. and go to these kiosks and pull it back. Okay. So that way you don't have to use those things in your vault and have them take up space. Very nice. Because yeah. that's one thing I really hate. <laughs> 
however, the the caveat to that is now the ghost shells have perks on them. Uh, class items have perks on them. Okay. And your artifact has perks on them. Um, they haven't been 100% clear on what your artifact exactly is, or at least that I was able to see and understand, but it's another thing that will uh, help your team. Like uh, It has perks like, uh, we'll draw more of this or draw more of that while you're playing. You saw okh- it uh, You saw it on the Court of Oryx stream, I did. where Laced Up Lauren had a um, ghost shell that it gave her an indication when she was near Warm Spore, which is the dreadnought collectible of helium filaments and spin metal and... Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice that. I, I mean, I yeah. noticed the sport you're talking about and everything, but I didn't notice her that. ghost shell was actually putting indicators on her, on her screen of oh, okay. where the materials were. Uh. Similar to like if you're running patrol on Earth and you have a ghost shell that has a perk for spin metal, it'll one of the perks can actually notify you where the spin metal is. The other one will just okay. automatically pick it up when you go near it. That was one thing that kind of bothered me is that they're going back to that whole. Uh, yeah, the the material system like that, mm-hmm. where we're going to have to get some more materials like spin metal and all that. Well, with the and with some <laughs> of the changes, it's, the question has become: Are you still going to be able to buy material from the quartermasters like you have been for the last couple yeah. months? And the answer to that is, I don't know, because the mark system has been completely overhauled. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So with the with the vault and everything like that, like changing like that, the part that I think is negative now is that. Like I said, the general, I believe, is 36, and I don't really know if I have that written down somewhere. Um, but uh, you now have to store, you're going to have to, you know, me, the mm. way that I play the game, I'm going to want a ghost that's going to do uh, materials for each planet. I'm going to want one that does more glimmer, you know, that's going to, because they're all going to have these different perks. <laughs> I got to say, it. Gonna, sparkle, sparkle. Yeah, and they're all going to, you know, have things like, let me put this on, let me put that on. And then the the armor, like the, the, the perks on the armor, chest pieces and, and gauntlets and helmets that, you know, you can resist more arc damage now, or you can, they're going to, they're, they're going to have <clears throat> elemental perks on them. Right. So, like, there's going to be more gear that you're going to want to store. So, yeah, they increase the vault space, but you got a lot more crap you got to keep. Well, that's the thing. I mean, <laughs> it's not like a lot of people are going to get rid of the stuff they have from year one. So, yeah, increasing the vault's fine, but it's going to be full right away again anyway mm-hmm. because now you're accumulating year two stuff. Right. And, and at some point, I, I really personally think that a lot of that year one stuff's going to be useless. It really is. It will be useless except for in year one. So the way that in year one content, I'm sorry, I should, the way that destiny works is that at a certain point, and I'm, and as much as I love this game, I'm not one of these people that says, oh, this shot does 114 damage. Like, I don't know that. Um, but there is a point where it caps. So we've all seen when, you know, oh, yeah. Glenn, you've done it with us. You ran a raid with us when you were 32 and we were yep. running Crota hard as a 33 and you saw the less damage you were putting out. Yep. But at the same time, when you're a 34, you're not going into vault of glass hard and just wrecking shop on everything. Right. Because it caps. No matter what level you are, you're only going to do 150 <clears throat> damage with a headshot. It's not going to be like 400 damage. Right. And, and that's actually my biggest problem with the game in general. And I think that, I think they, I'll, I'll just, editorialize for a minute because a lot of people let them get away with this but think about it i mean you're always going into an event that essentially or anything mm-hmm. where everything is roughly one or two levels above you no matter what so you keep putting all this work into leveling up but it really is pointless because that gap between where your level is and where your enemy's level is unless you're doing like you know, you do the, the, the bounties and stuff, and you go against, like, mm-hmm. you're a 34, and you go against fives and sixes or whatever because you're on Earth. Right. But, you know, for the important stuff, like right now, if you want to get etheric light and all that, 
you're go- you're at level 32, you're going against level 35s. And right. it's it, it always seems just pointless because as much as you level up, it's like in a lot of RPGs, though. Mm-hmm. You level up, and so do the the other side, and, and they're always like one or two above you. They tried to fix that. So when the, when when you had Crota Hard come out, Crota Hard was a level thirty three raid, and at the time the highest level you could be is thirty two. So right. you went in there under leveled automatically, no matter what. There was nothing that you could do to make it easier or right better for you. And it, with Prison I mean, of Elders, they kind of fixed it. With they did. The they gear, did though because then they have all the, the modifiers. So they have you know. You've got the right. stuff where you, if you get punched, you're done once. What is it? Flipping light, light or whatever. Light switch. Yeah. Uh, but so they also that, have Brawler now where if you punch, they're done. I get it. But it, it yeah. just – the problem is I don't think it's anything they can fix. I mean it's been a problem in video games forever. It's just been a – it's been a design thing forever. And it, it bothers me though because it just – it gets to the point where I'll, – I'll just use an analogy. Like it's like when I go to the bar and I'm out for 12 hours and I drink mm-hmm. myself sober. What's yeah. the point anymore? No, and, and like I said, they were trying to fix that. I think they were trying to fix that with Prison of Elders by saying, okay. And and nobody really realized this because, you know, like, I mean, unless you're like a hardcore player, like, that people are like, oh, uh, you know. And there's two different levels of players that I associate with that, you know, that I play with. I play with people like you that are like, okay, I'm 34. I don't care what it is. I'm 34. <laughs> yeah. You know? and I did, yeah. People, it's very true. Yeah. And there's people, me, myself, Johnny's a boy, um, and some other people that I play with that – um, I have a full set on my hunter of Prison of Elders gear that has all hunter per- or, I'm sorry, all fallen perk on it. Right. So my helmet will boost my my recovery, and my gloves will chance to spawn an orb when I'm fighting fallen, and my chest gives me extra armor. So that yeah. when I go to fight Skullus as a level 35, I have all this stuff on the left side of my screen that I'm, I'm I have a faster agility. I'm going to recover faster. I'm going to do more damage to a fallen because right. And with the modifiers, it kind of helps to slightly level the playing field. And, and I'm I not get saying that. the playing field is level. I'm not going to put that much time into the game. Right, it's not you know, and I mean, I don't even have separate loadouts for Battlefield Four. Why do I have to mm-hmm. do it in Destiny? <laughs> right, and that's the thing. Like, and that's the good part and the bad part. My fear with this new sy- this new system is that you're going to have people that are going to be experience level forty, and their light level is going to be garbage. Yeah, and they're going to have a hard possible. time because light level is going to dictate how much damage you and you take and you put out. Interesting. So your light level will be the average of all your equipped gear. So okay. your weapons, your ghost shell, your class item, and your um, you know, helmet, gloves, chest piece, and boots. Right, right. So um, the biggest thing, and obviously I don't think this podcast – this podcast will come out a week before Taking King comes out. They have said it multiple, multiple, multiple times. Do not dismantle anything legendary that you have on your vault in, – right. I mean in your vault or on your, on your character. There's no point right now in dismantling it. Just wait until they tell you what's going to happen for it. Right. So please do not dismantle your fate bringers. Do not dismantle your raid gear, your helmets, and things like that. Just leave them in your vault. They're going to take on some time between now and September fifteenth. The Bungie servers are going to take an evaluation of everything that you've ever had equipped on you, and no matter what level you were, the highest level, if you were ever a level thirty-four, you will be an experienced level thirty-four on right. September fifteenth right. when Taking King launches. Um, but get rid of that that pesky Gallahorn because it's useless. <laughs> Again. No, no, just do it. <laughs> um, totally get so, rid of it. As of now, the way that, you know, like, and you can read into some of the tweets, Galahorn is not being carried into year two, but it sounds like Galahorn may be available in year three as an upgrade. Oh, so, year three, my ass. They're yeah. going to bring out Destiny 2 by then. Which, well, I think that, that, and you brought it up, okay, so there's exotic blueprints now. Yeah. 
So down in the Vanguard Hall, when you go down the stairs in the tower and you go all the way back to where the trainers are, you know, the people you never went to after the first seven levels. <laughs> um, there are on the two walls. There are two more "quote unquote" computer style kiosks. One right. is for exotic armor. One is for exotic weapons. It does. It is asinine to me that exotic weapons are not carrying from year to year. So again, another negative thing that I said about Destiny. <gasps> I feel that all exotic weapons should carry through. I don't have a problem with legendaries changing. Exotics are exotics, and my understanding of other <laughs> MMOs and RPGs and style games like this is that the exotics were the best things to have. Right. You're already limited to only having one weapon and one piece of armor equipped, so why the hell can't you just bring it with you? I agree. It's ridiculous to me. I don't care how overpowered Galahorn is. Like, fix it yourself. Right, but I mean, but that's a, 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 I think that's a valid criticism of the game in general because you know some of those uh, exotics you have to go through a lot of hoops to get them. You're like Thorn have to and everything go through else. more. And and that and that's something that came up on the on the the, the stream today is yeah. they they kind of, of hinted at oh now you're going to do all these big quests I'm like mm-hmm. oh come on mm-hmm. I mean why would people do that if they've already been burned by the year one exotics yeah I mean you know? there are ones that are coming to year two that we know for sure already like there's a there's Suros is coming to year two auto rifles are getting a buff next week with the weapons balancing coming out on nine eight. And right. Suros, Suros is coming into year two. It actually has a new look to it. It's got a black and red look to it. And um, there's just some different perks. Uh, it looks like a lot of the, the skill trees for the weapons now are going to be either or. Instead yeah. of just leveling everything up and you have the two middle the two middle trees where you can say, I want extended range or I want extended impact. Now you're actually going to pick one, but it's going to hurt something else and mm, you know, okay. within the weapon itself. Suros was one of those ones that you could turn the perk on when you aim down the sights. It fires slower, but generates more impact. Right. And when you fire and from the I hips, use... it fires faster. Right. So now you're gonna, you can turn that perk on or turn it off, which before you didn't have a choice. Once you leveled oh. up that node, it was done, and that's all it was. Right, right. So now, depending on your play style, if you're a shoot-from-the-hip kind of person or you know, there's a spinning-up perk. I don't, like I said, I don't have anything, uh, the great details in front of me. But um, So there's going to be all of those things that are going to you're going to make decisions on it same thing with some of the exotic armor um like light beyond nemesis the exotic helmet for the warlocks coming into year two is confirmed um the main exotic quote-unquote exotic perk of the of the armor is going to be unlocked right away when you get the weapon similar to how light level was unlocked right away on all of the prison of elders and trials of osiris gear when as soon as you equipped it it was light 42 no matter what and then you unlock the perks right so um uh, the other thing that's changing, uh, so you're going to you know, go through and you're going to level up, is uh, bounties. There's going to supposedly be a whole new slew of bounties, different bounties. You know, <laughs> At all... least five more. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're also going to be able to carry 16 bounties on your character. Which, I mean, is cool for now, but I think after about three weeks, we're gonna be, it's going to be the same, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be hitting the same bounties over and over and over again, and it's going to be the same thing, just mm-hmm. more. I agree. You know? you know, but there's more places to go. You know, things like that. But, um, and then you, the other thing that you can do now with um, the bounties and the way it's laid out in your interface is that you can actually um, you can t- uh, you can do what's called a tag. You can tag a bounty. You can tag four bounties. Okay. And when you p- touch your touchpad and you bring your ghost up on the right side of the screen, you're going to see your bounty progression. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That's really yeah. cool. So on on the tagged bounties, you're not going to see 16 bounties show up on the right side of your screen. You go through and you pick the bounties that you're currently working on. Let's say you're going to go to Earth and do a patrol mission. Oh, how many do I have? Instead of having to press options and then press R1 and go hover over the bounty, you're right. now just going to be able to touchpad. Your ghost is going to come out and it's going to tell you. Which is great. I mean, I still, you know, do bounties with everybody, and I don't know where the hell I'm going. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, I just kind of follow along with people that know where they're going on the map. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't. I don't know if I care. Or, I don't know what it is. Um, and the other thing is that you can now turn bounties in from anywhere. That's awesome. But you still have to go pick them up from the bounty board. Yeah, but it's still one less trip you have to take and you yeah. know, all that load time and all that crap. So that's yeah. really cool. So you'll be able to turn bounties in from anywhere. And um, and then... Uh, well, but actually think about that for a second. Because really, is that a big thing when you think about it? Because you're still going to have to go back to the reef or wherever to turn in uh, uh, engrams and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, to the Cryptarch and things like that. But you, so, can, you can work on leveling your gear up and say, hey, I'm just trying to finish this. And then you can level your gear up and go and join your go join your friends for the raid or go join your friends for the public event. <clears> true. You know, with, without yeah. having to fly to the tower and pick things up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's what they call like a quality of life thing. And, and I do think that Bungie has done a good job of trying to improve your quality of life over the last year of Destiny. Whether it's moving stuff on apps or the, you know, pr- the programs and things like that. Do I wish you could have like a vault on your ship? I'm like, or did your? Do I wish your ship actually meant something besides just looking pretty or looking <laughs> yeah. like a weird angel? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wish it did something. I agree. Um, you know, I, do I like totally the fact that, that ghost shells are going to be different now. They're going to have different colors, and you know, they're going to have different you know looks to them. They're still going to be a ghost, but it's going to have a different look to it. Right. Um, the other major change is that everything, and we th- we talked about it briefly, but everything is quest based now. Right. Including Which... year one content. Uh, what does that wait what does that mean so you will now like pick up a a quest um like when you go let's say you're doing the moon the moon missions if somebody has never played destiny and they're starting it on september 15th they're buying the the taken king legendary edition and they're getting everything and they start destiny up as a brand new you know they're gonna wake up and and you know eyes up guardian you get to hear the voice no north instead of yeah Oh, um, long live Dinklebot. Yeah. Um, after that first initial mission and you go to the tower, now you will be assigned quests by really? by your vanguard. And it'll be, go to Earth, and there'll be <laughs> ten things that you have to do in your quest, which are complete this mission, complete this yeah. mission, complete this mission. Yeah. It's not really that different. At least I don't think it's that different it's from a, what I can see. presented to you in a different way. Yeah. So you can actually kind of see what you're doing, though. You can, sure. you'll, you'll have little check marks because you can carry up to 32 quests. See that? I mean, the, I guess my perception is the quests that are there now, and I hate them. Mm-hmm. I just, I absolutely hate how they did the quests, and that's why I only get. Well, that's when I pissed and moaned when I went through all f- these well, steps. What do you feel used, as a quest? Then I'm sorry. Well, like when I got that exotic machine gun. Okay. Yeah. And I, I had to jump through all those hoops, and then the last one is like kill 500 people with this with the heavy machine gun, and then I get done with it, and what do I get? Another heavy machine gun. Right. Well, yippee. Yeah. Um, year one destiny, I felt his was very much each weapon was very specialized and you kind of had to figure out what that special thing was. Right. And it was very situational based. The weapon, the, the heavy machine gun you're talking about, um, super good advice, uh, is not used very often. However, it does have, uh, this perk in it that's called mulligan or I'm sorry, I believe it's actually called super good advice. Um, that when you miss a shot, Mm -hmm. it returns the ammo to your gun. Right, right. And so, but one of the things that's interesting that people find out about the game in the community is that when you're shooting oracles in the Vault of Glass, they count as missed shots, but they do damage. Ah. So now you can whip out super good advice when you're doing oracles on Atheon. And never have to reload. And never have to reload and never have to worry about ammo. Ha! And never have to worry about not doing enough damage to oracles because you're hitting with a heavy. I should have said something. I have that. (laughs) So, um, but, but again, like for me, like I would use it for that and then I just put it away and never use it unless I was running vault of glass. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I did use that gun for a little while just to 
uh, you know, to, to level it up, but I don't know if I ever finished that one or not. Yeah. And then the biggest, and, 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 and again, this is Bungie's fault. Bungie made Gallahorn too strong. They made it the answer for everything. Yeah, but Regardless it's funny because I had, I had a legendary rocket launcher that tracked and everything too, and I never had a problem with it. No, you don't have a problem with it, but you, there are things like when Prison of Elders first released, and they had that yeah, the, the cold drone guy. Yeah, way overpowered, yes. Well, the, the cold drone guy. Like, you should not be able to, and I did it. I'll admit that I did it, When we, you know, because I don't have a problem. Like, I'm, I'm one of these people that I want to get something done as efficiently as possible and get the sure. best rewards for it. Sure. Is that we would pop the bubble right when we walked out to face cold drone, three Galahorns, weapons of light, blessings of light, if you think it does or doesn't work. Yeah. Come out of the bubble, and we would kill cold drone in 30 seconds. Right. Before any of, any of us were put in a containment field. And I did burn Skullis multiple times when solar burns still exist on Skullis. <laughs> I killed him in 30 seconds. <laughs> Me and Johnny and somebody else would just melt him. So you shouldn't be able to do that, though. Right. And that's Bungie's fault. And I think that is the – and Luke Smith pretty much said it. And that's you know that's why Gallahorn was getting nerfed. I think that's why Gallahorn got sold by Zer. Wait, Luke and, Smith said something? Come on. <laughs> and it, it was – if you look on LFG sites, it was a huge problem. But, right. But, you know, selling it or not selling it, you know, whether people believe it or don't believe it, I believe that Bungie does not control Zer. I believe that they can they do control the roll percentage chance of run of random number generation. Right. I believe that Nolan Beyond had a sixty percent chance of coming up in Zer's inventory and Gallahorn had a four percent chance. Right. It's right. still randomly numbered generated, but they're stacking the deck in different favors. Right. So they, they that's how they claim they don't control Zer. Um uh, just, just ghost menu bounties can be turned in. Uh, just, just. So the other thing is that, and you know, as much as you know, uh, Glenn's not going to want to hear me say this. I feel that if you don't have one character of each class, that you're going to be missing out on content <laughs> and taking king. I don't care. Like, what kind of content, really? Though it's the just... new subclasses that are coming. Well, I get that, and but you're going to go is, on a quest, quest to get those to play on my on my titans, so. right? But there's also two other ones. So that what? You, that are going to be. Uh, class specific but, missions to go get void for the hunter right but, but you're not going to run as a titan but the way i play shows like how much you and johnny and those guys actually play this game compared to me because my titan's pretty beefed up you know mm-hmm. and I've, I've got a lot of stuff up up to par yeah i i just don't have any i don't i don't i mean i know that there's different different abilities and that sort of thing but i like having that one role i like being the titan i like yeah. being the one that can pop the bubble i like being the one that can do whatever and that's what I want to focus on. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, yeah. I'm just saying that people that sometimes talk about the content or the price point and everything like that aren't looking at the whole picture sometimes. Yeah. And and to each their own. You know, some people are like, and 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 um, House of Wolves was very heavily focused on Crucible. Yeah. Very heavily yeah. focused on Crucible. And if you don't like Crucible, <clears throat> then you don't feel like you got the value for your content. And really, the only time I played Crucible is Iron Banner. Right. We get on for a weekend and play. And Iron Banner will be gone for probably two months. Two months, uh, eight to ten weeks. We're not going to see Iron Banner until probably like middle of November. That's crazy. I think they got to fix it. Yeah, yeah. There's, so there's Trials of Osiris is going away for a while too. Oh no! Mm-hmm. What have I done that once? I think <laughs> I did. Oh, we um, got reamed. Yeah, Trials of Osiris is tough. Um, that need that really needs to be fixed though, because I, I mean, you know, I'm at, I'm at top level, everything else, and. Mm-hmm. We had no chance, and I don't know what it was. Well, the weapons, the like, weapons. Yeah, that's what it was. The weapons were out of balance. Yeah. Um, the, they spent a lot of time focusing in, right or wrong, whether people agree with it or don't agree with it, Bungie has spent a tremendous amount of time focusing on the weapon balancing, primarily for Crucible, and primarily their focus has been time to kill. Right. Time to kill was way too high. 
you there is no gun in Battlefield other than a sniping a sniper headshot. There is no gun in Battlefield that you can two shot somebody. Yeah. You I can two shot multiple people with the thorn right now. Mm. I can, you know, I can one shot somebody with a Hawkmoon if I get the right perk or the right bullet to shoot up. Right, right. So that shouldn't happen. Like that's not fair. I agree. I totally agree. So that's why the weapons are balancing. Now, uh, with Taken King, you're getting, um, you'll have a one-time consumable item that you can use on one character that will automatically take that character from zero to twenty-five. Right. And it's called a spark of light. How that, what that does or doesn't do for the subclass for your character, I don't know the answer to. Right, and that's one thing they haven't. Uh, right inside the skill tree. Discussed. For those of you that don't know, each class has a has a huge skill tree in it for each element: void, arc, or uh, solar. And then there's different things you can change based on what you're doing, and you do have to fill that out on, and unlock that through XP, which you do as you progress through the through the quote unquote story content. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know what that will do to your subclass. Um, they have said that the 25 is the level that you need to be at to play Taking King content, which is why the Spark of Light exists. Um, class items have perks um, for weapons or reputation, not just for vanity now. So right. the way the faction system works has been changed now. You will um, pledge your allegiance to a faction, um, and you can change it weekly. Yeah, I saw that it was going to be limited now that you couldn't just switch between them like you can right. now. But it also means that you don't have to wear a new monarchy bond, or you don't have to wear a new monarchy cloak. Or Which, those cloak. things I never really understood. I mean, I've got... I probably have stuff in my inventory that... I should have been wearing a long time ago, and I have no idea. Ninety yeah. percent like, of the bonds or the class items that you wear are just Vanguard. Yeah, and then ten percent of them <laughs> were for factions. There was a Dead Orbit one, uh, FWC one, and right. a Monarchy one. Right. And now you can wear whatever you want because of those bonds. Those oh, I'm sorry, those class items have perks on them as well. But I think that stuff needs to be better uh, defined and, and also better explained because I never really understood what any of that crap meant. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know what I'm tr- what I'm working toward. I'm, I just mm-hmm. know that I'm getting like XP or whatever you want to call it toward that faction reputation. Or yeah, but what does that gain me? You know, it, it, because you have to make a well, choice. And, yeah, but it, there's nothing it, there it, to it help you get, make that choice. Yeah, there's nothing there to help you make the choice. The, it looks like the factions will have some type of quest system as well now. Oh, so you can, you can actually complete quests, and then you'll earn a reward. Like, hey, you get this new monarchy auto rifle. Legendary hey, or not legendary? You get this new know. cloak. Ooh. The cloaks, but see, the cloaks don't matter now because the cloaks will have perks on them. So you can wear something based on the perk that will also affect your light level. You get this new patch. <laughs> so, like, like, like I said, ghost shells have defense, and they also have perks to help collect things, as well as the class items will have perks for weapons or for reputation. You can actually earn reputation faster to level things up faster. When right. you level a reputation. Um, a class up, whether it's your Vanguard or your Crucible or Dead Orbit, a new monarchy, you level it up past level three, mm-hmm. you will get a package from the Postmaster. Um, that package now has a, has, has a guaranteed legendary drop inside of it. Ooh. Um, and also, uh, the, when you get a shader or an emblem or a ship, it will keep track of what you got and it will dramatically try not to give you a repeat. That'd be nice. In the but I mean, the repeat stuff—that's been a staple of MMOs and everything for a right. long time. Um, it just happens. And all your year one reputation carries over. So if your dead orbit is ten, and in, in oh. year one it'll be ten in year two. That's cool. Um, so those of you that want are wanting to know what can I do to get ready for Taking King, and I will be working on something similar to what I did with House of Wolves for this. But um, you start doing public events now. Yeah. Leave the leave the package in your postmaster. It's five thousand experience. Just leave it there. 
you can carry up to 20 odd items in your postmaster. So right. if you do a public right. event every day from the time you listen to this podcast, you can probably maybe put 10 in there. Right. Before September 15th. Um, if you're one of these people that was fortunate enough, right or wrong, to get your hands on a Red Bull code, um, you got a 50% <laughs> XB, you got a 50% XB boost, boost um, as a consumable item. So if you use that XP boost when you, um, Grab your uh, public event packages when Taking King comes out. You will probably be able to get yourself to a 36, 37 maybe. You know, I've never seen any Red Bulls here that had those codes. No, I have some for you if you need them. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so th- those are just little things. Uh, any Anything that makes my life easier in Destiny, Dave, <laughs> I'm all right with it. <laughs> um, edge. edge uh, I'm trying to think about the best way to word this. Edge your factions, your reputation. If you're one of these people that does the, you know, dead orbit, bount- or, you know, runs bounties and to level up dead orbit or level up new monarchy, get it really, really close to leveling over, but don't level it over. Um, don't let it go over to like level nine or level twelve or whatever. Just leave it really close. Right. Um, and then you will be able to, when Taking King comes out, do run one run or two bounties, or uh, you know have some bounties stored up and that uh, some people hold on to the 5,000 experience bounties that they run on September 12th, 13th and 14th and turn them into the bounty board. Once taking King comes out right. and then, you know, change, you know, pledge your allegiance to your faction, edge those little things over, go get your package. It's supposed to be a legendary in there. There you go. There you go. Um, but again, you're not going to, you are, there are, there will be some gear that you, that you may or may not equip that will require experience level. So you might get a chess piece that says you have to be level 38 to equip it. Right, which we've so, had kind of you know before. So. Right. So, um, and like I said, the perks, the armor has perks. You can click one for arc, you know, to absorb more arc damage. You can click one to absorb more solar damage. There's going to be choices. One's going to help with one. One's going to hurt one. You know, right. just, you know, more better defense against arc, but more vulnerable to solar. You know, things right, like that. Right. Um, faction rep granted legendary. Okay, higher drop rate. All right, covered that. Um, <laughs> Crucible will uh, will have its own quest system as well. Um, one of the things that they are adding to it is that there are now what are called weekly Crucible bounties. Really? Uh, those weekly Crucible bounties, once you complete, I think I believe there was five of them, and then you the sixth one is complete all five bounties, you will get a Nightfall-like reward. Interesting. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird because I know, and I'm just going to use... Crucible as kind of the the talking point, but you know I never liked uh, not well Prison of Elders. I was never that pleased about. I did mm-hmm. it, but um, but there's 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 certain aspects of the game that some people just don't like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if people are going to be happy that now you know you have to do these things just to get rewards in those in those areas you know what i mean like but the reverse was there was people that did not enjoy playing pve right but could never get the nightfall like reward for true, playing pvp true. So, so now, that's what so they're, now they're basically making they're kind of widening that that mm-hmm. range and they've essentially created like two a, nightfalls it, okay all right one of which I always wondered like how, what could they do as a nightfall activity for pvp players and what they did is they gave you three or four bounties and i hope that these bounties involve playing different modes of crucible like salvage or doubles or you know uh um, control and you know skirmish and things like that i hope that they because there's a lot of interesting different crucible modes in the game that are sometimes there and sometimes not that as i've delved into into crucible a little bit more the last couple months that have actually been pretty fun right um you know so there's different things and i hope that this kind of 
expands people's chances and try it if you you, you might like it and the bounties probably aren't going to be too ridiculous too ridiculous because the nightfalls were never what i thought too hard <laughs> or ridiculouses yeah really yeah so um <laughs> the, the nightfalls i never felt were like too hard yeah but um they are changing well nightfall there were a well. couple of nightfalls that were tough just because of the uh, uh the conditions that were on them that week yeah. They are changing Nightfall as well. Um, Nightfall will not send you back to orbit for your entire team dying now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But it also will not give you the XP boost that you got for doing it. Okay. So um, they're also getting rid of weeklies. The weekly. Really? Hook. Yes. Is it just because the weeklies were pretty much the same thing as either the daily or the Nightfall anyway? Um, I think that they realized that people were just stockpiling strange coins. That too. Because I have 485 strange coins. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had but like 30, I think. Zur never sold anything that I needed for that a long was, time. Yeah. I mean, when Zur had stuff that he, that I didn't care about, I would just, like, grab some... Uh, uh, engrams. Well, no, not engrams. Well, I did that occasionally, but I would just grab, um, whatchamacallit, like, heavy ammo yeah. synthesis and all that. So, um, so there's been a couple more things that have come out that I haven't really had a whole chan- uh, a whole big time to devour and read um, because sure. of Owen being born and everything. Um, oh, blah, blah, blah. I had a kid. I didn't have time. <laughs> yeah, I know. My choice. That's to what I hear kid. all the time. Now. Yeah, from me. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I, I saw today actually is that Zer will sell, um, I believe they're called legendary engrams now. Really? Um, no, legendary engrams is a bad word. I'm sorry. Legacy engram. Okay. Which is going to be year one. Exotic Ingrams. Oh, I was going to say year one green. Yeah. So year one exotic Ingrams. And then he'll also, I believe, I'm guessing, will sell year two exotic Ingrams. At some point, yeah. Yeah. Um, he will also sell something called, um, I don't have it in front of me. Um, essentially, you buy a, a consumable I, a thing from him. Um, three of coins or something, maybe, I think it might be called. Sure. You can buy it from Zer, and it actually increases the exotic drop rate for the next strike you do. Oh, okay. So it increases the chance of you getting a, a weapon or a, an exotic drop on the next mm, thing you do. Okay. So now the number one question everybody's going to have if weeklies are gone, how do I get my strange coins? Are strange coins going to even be a thing in year two? They are. Zer okay. still likes them. Okay. Um, but the, the understanding is that they're just going to drop more often from regular playing. Okay. So um, they're mm. putting a strong emphasis on the strike playlist. The strike playlist will now have... Um, uh, the the drop rate of things will increase the more consecutive strikes you play without returning to orbit. Really? Okay. So now you can go play five or six strikes in a row, and it actually means something. Instead of just hoping that you get some, then you have to drop. decide if it still means enough. Exactly. It's all choices. But <laughs> yeah. what they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to show you. Okay, if you do this, you are going to get this. So basically, they're rewarding long hard work more than they did before it they're sounds sh- like they're showing you what you're going to get for doing this right and making and letting you giving you the choice of is it worth chance. it or not yeah is that worth it or not to you they're going to show you what you need to do and they're going to show you what you what you're going to get and then it's your choice if it's worth it or not similar to how the exotic bounties where you knew hey i got the thorn bounty when i finish this i'm going to get the thorn i got the super good advice bounty when i finish this i'm going to get the super good advice instead of hey let me go run the nightfall and let me get no land beyond for the 15th time yeah, exactly. Or get nothing, pretty much. I mean, I've I've done yep. I've done raids before where I pretty mm-hmm. much just got, you know. And they kind of eliminated that with Prison of Elders. Like, okay, here's Prison of Elders. If you go complete the 32, you get an armor yeah. core. And, and Varix, yeah, is, but even Varix then, is selling the chess piece. Do you need the chess piece or not? I mean, like, yeah. 
So they, they, they showed it to you right away, which I think hurt the replayability of it because I don't play Prison of Elders now because I don't need anything he's selling. Right. I'm not chasing anything. They, you know, like, and like you always say, you got to chase the dragon. To me, they took the chase away. Mm, that's true. You know, I'm not, I, I kept running the, you know, I, I'm still running Crota hard because <clears> I still need the crux to drop so I can get one more exotic weapon I don't have. But well, I'm not running Prison of Elders because I got all my exotic weapons from Prison of Elders. Yeah, that's a good point. So, and I just got tired of Prison of Elders. I yeah, thought, I don't know, it's, I just, not, it's not for everybody. I never liked the layout. Of it. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it, essentially, it's a horde mode. It exactly. really it is, is, you know. Yeah. And, and that, and that's something I, I've bitched about for years and years. I just don't mm-hmm. like them. Yeah, no, it's 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 a horde mode. It, people, I don't, and I don't, I didn't play enough Halo, but people equated it to something that was in Halo, like Halo two or three. Um, well, it is Bungie. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Where am I at? Uh, okay, your marks. So right now you have, uh, and I'm trying to give you a 10,000 foot view of this. I will be doing some more stuff on the website. I will be doing some more videos for you guys right. going into more detail with this stuff. I do, I do have <clears throat> September 15th and September 16th off of work. Uh, and the, the plan is now for that. If I'm playing destiny, you guys will see it Yeah, on both of those days. And if it's, you know, eight, nine hours straight, then that's what it is. And yep. you know, you did, you've done a re- live review of MLB. I'll probably do doing a live review of taking King with obviously a written review. Yeah, and I'll probably be on with you, not all day, but I'll be on with you no. after work. And all, all right, that. so marks, your Crucible marks and your Vanguard marks. This is another thing that you can do in preparation for Taking King. Max the marks out to 200 as best as you can on every character you have. For every 50 marks that you have, you'll, you'll get a one-time um, Vanguard or Crucible commendation again. Hmm. We had okay. commendations back in Dark Below. Right. Um, and you, for every 50 marks, you'll get one. So in your case, Glenn, you have one character. If you have 200 Vanguard marks and 200 Crucible marks, you will get eight accommodations. Mm, I don't know what I have for Crucible, so right. I'll have to look at that. You can dismantle those accommodations, and mm-hmm. they will give you rep towards your factions, which also okay. give you the chance at the legendary package, and then the accommodations are gone. Marks are now being, uh, leg- Vanguard marks and Crucible marks are now being replaced by what are called legendary marks. Okay. Legendary marks, uh, you can carry, uh, your wallet can hold up to 200, similar to how it is now, mm-hmm. except for there is no weekly cap on how many marks you can earn. That's huge. So to a certain can, extent, because that, I mean, I can see why they have the limit, because you have these people that, you know, that play the playing. game a lot more. Because just keep going and keep going and keep yeah, going. Yeah, so, I mean, again, they're doing the work, but... It can come down to the fact that these people are going to get so out of whack hmm. with how much they can earn. It's it's it, it, that's a that's a dangerous. Well, there's uh, going to be a light level cap. That's true, but they're going to be able to bank that stuff still. They are going to be able to bank it to a certain extent. Um, like once you earn 200 marks, you have to go buy something. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's and still, then what, but yeah. once so now you can you can sit there and run fifteen fifteen strikes in a row and get. So I don't it's know not limited it per week, but it's still limited to two hundred marks. So Correct. Yeah, they're still, they still got a limit. I, I guess yeah. I'm alright with that. So you can you know go and and a and a legendary weapon might cost one hundred twenty five marks. Right. So right. you go spend one hundred twenty five marks, and then you can go earn the one hundred twenty five marks again. Yeah. And then go spend another one hundred twenty five and go earn it again and spend yeah. another one hundred fifty and you know there, so on. And there's so going to be people that are going to have all this shit in the first week. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh yeah. But. There, you still have to be a experienced level forty, and there's going to be a light level cap. Like there's just going to yeah. be a, a, a level. That wonder how long. Out. I wonder how how quickly like Johnny's a boy and those guys will have up be up to forty. I, and I, you too. Yeah, I don't see any reason why I can't at least on one character be forty by the end of the day Thursday. God, I mean, you know, depending on how some of the stuff goes. Um, so we talked a, a little bit about the exotic blueprints, uh, and I kind of changed. We changed subject really quick. Sure. But, um, you can now. This is another thing that they're trying to use as a quality of life and space saving thing. So in theory, I can dismantle my Galahorn after September fifteenth. 
after September 15th. <laughs> and then I can go to the kiosk and just pull it out, pull the bl- blueprint back out and have my Gallahorn back. Which is cool because then you're saving space in your vault. But if, mm-hmm. if down the road all of a sudden Gallahorn's really important in, in some new raid or quest mm-hmm. or whatever else, you can still get that weapon back. I, th- and have to, like, I think part of this drop. system also exists because of that kid that we saw months ago that somebody shared yeah. and deleted all of the stuff. So yeah. this is a way to protect their things. Like once you unlock it, no, question, I think that's a, I think that's a really good idea. The question really everybody like has is, "Hey, that uh, you know, when I got Red Death on February second, and my son dis- accidentally dismantled it, do I get? Is that going to be there? We don't know the answer to that. Yeah, because Probably we don't not. know if that Bungie's just checking in on September fifteenth and then going forward. Yeah. The other thing with the year two exotics is that you know once you get enough legendary marks, you can. Uh, I have Suros. You know, you have Suros. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have 125 legendary marks and an exotic shard and I think uh, 5,000 glimmer, I don't know the glimmer count, but you can just go buy year two Suros. Hey, I've got five exotic shards. Yeah, I've got 70. Because they were valuable for a while and now everything and that I have exotic is all full. Yeah, so we got to go hunt more exotics. Yeah, <laughs> when it took forever to find those exotic shards and I have too many of them. Yeah, but you'll, be, you'll use them to get your year two weapons now. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'm all right with that. So that's that's how that's going to work. Um, and so, like, if you have Light Beyond Nemesis, and the reason I'm using these as examples because they're the ones that I saw on the streams, um, it's not there has not been an official list of what's coming over to year two and what's not coming over to year two. There's speculation right. of what people think they saw on the stream and they didn't. Um, personally, my guess is Hawkmoon, Fourth Horseman, um, the PlayStation exclusives. I sure as hell hope are year two exotics. Otherwise, I would assume Xbox they people would be. are just getting sharded on more. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Um, Screw those so, X-Bots. Uh, so I can say that because Josh isn't here. Because <laughs> he thinks I'm being serious. Um, the Cryptarch, um, as well, is will now sell legendary ingrams. Oh, okay. However, they cost legendary marks. Oh, okay. So they're still doing something like that. <laughs> yep, so you're not using Glimmer to buy them, so you can't just go hoard Glimmer and go buy like 15 ingrams and decrypt them. Are we going to be able to carry more, more Glimmer? Anybody know yet? Nope. So we're still capped at, what, 25000 25000 But as yeah. they keep saying, you'll have plenty of things to spend it on because you're going to have a whole other tree to upgrade. You're going to have new True. weapons to upgrade. Yeah, new subclass. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, and that's what I'm going to work on right away is working yeah. on that new subclass. Which is, what is it for mine? For, is it a hammer for the Titan? Sol- yeah, solar. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Um, so now the gunsmith is actually going to be a gunsmith. Yeah, he'll actually be able to. Um, you're going to be able to test the field test weapons for him. Oh, no shit. You're going to build reputation with the gunsmith by field testing these weapons. Okay. When that reputation is built up, you're going to get a chance on every Wednesday for him to bring you a new weapon. Ah. So a new, like, prototype-style <clears throat> weapon. Um, now, is that going to be handled kind of like Zor, where he's just, you know, uh, out in the Wild West, or is that something that... They're not really clear. I don't think you really know what you're going to get. Um, but, uh... So kills with his guns and quests for reputation and foundry orders on Wednesday. So another big focus of year two of Destiny is weapon foundries. Sure. Um, you've seen a huge emphasis on Suros. You've seen a yep. huge emphasis on the Hake and Amalon. These are three okay. com- companies um, you know, that, again, are somewhere buried in the grimoire about what they do. Right. Um, but they're essentially weapon-making companies. And so there's, you know, like the, you were mentioning earlier today when we were talking that people are like, oh, that Suros weapon looks really cool. And you're like, I don't really care what it looks like. I care how it performs. Yeah, I, I just and want so, something that kills more efficiently. Yep, and you're going to – now you might get a, a prototype scout rifle that you might really like because Ooh. you did a reputation with the gunsmith. Nice. Um, the other thing that the gunsmith will offer now is Infuse, uh, something that's called Infuse. You will not be able to take any year one legendary weapon to year two. Wow. At all. 
So you're, you know, your your vision all of confluence, that, your fate bringer, I mean, your word of soda. All that work. Mm-hmm. And it's they're still they're still gonna like we were talking about earlier they're still gonna be relevant in year one. You can I still know. take word of Crota into the Crota raid and help you help the new people that never did the Crota raid and use it on as a benefit. Um, Crota raid doesn't have as much perks as the Vault of Glass does. Um, if you are comfortable, I would still leave. If you have space, I would still not dismantle your vision of confluence. I would not dismantle your fate bringer because if right. you're gonna shoot an oracle without an oracle disruptor, you're gonna have a hard time. Yep. It's even. I don't care if you're a level forty and a level light level nine thousand. It still caps out, and you need the the oracle disrupting perk. Right. Which so that's still going to be there. You know, like in in a couple of interviews, Deej, you know, as as PR savvy as he is, talked about. You know, you're gonna. It's going to be in the middle of October. You know, Glenn and I, you and we might be playing, and some new member of the community is like, "Hey, I've never ran Vault of Glass before, and I'm going to go in the vault and grab Fatebringer and." <laughs> <laughs> Blow the dust off of it dust. and uh, take out some oracles. Yep. So, um, okay. quest for exotic sword. Okay. So now I'm getting into the, um, the second stream they showed was um, they showed a new strike um, uh, on the dreadnought. The dreadnought is the newest location. Instead of another planet, we're getting Oryx's ship. And that's something that you talked about at E3, even when you talked to Deej, mm-hmm. is you notice that ship, and that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So the Dreadnought is a new location. It is in the orbit of Saturn. So a lot of people are like, oh, we're going to Saturn. Like, mm, you're not going to Saturn. You're going <laughs> no, you're just going to be above Saturn. Yeah. You do go to Phobos. <laughs> um, like I wrote on my hands-on piece um, from E3, is that you do go to Phobos on the first mission. What about Deimos? <laughs> and um, it's a cabal. It's a moon it is one of Mars's moons, and it's a cabal base that's in trouble. Right. And that's when you get your first encounter with the Taken. Hence yeah, and the they were even Taken talking King. today about how the cabal started like infighting or something too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so th- this is where Bungie. I think Bungie's been very lazy on this one. The Taken are the exact same enemies that you've been fighting before. Just just more disoriented. <laughs> now they're zombies, basically. Yeah, they're just reskinned instead of we we don't get a new enemy race. They keep yeah. calling it a new enemy race. It's a reskinned enemy race. <laughs> yeah, there's they're zombies. They're, yeah. they're the yeah. Um, Essentially, so there's they they were talking about again that they they spent a huge amount of time talking about we don't want our strikes we don't want our stuff to just to be bullet sponges. So there's a there's a strike called the Shield Brothers, which I was thought was hilarious on the stream where Mr. Fruit was there and even the Bungie developer and Mr. Fruit ran through the strike. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just went right past the enemies <laughs> and went to the objective, which I thought was hilarious. Oh my gosh! Um, they did fight the Shield Brothers bosses. Boss <clears> where <throat> you whittled the boss down to twenty five percent. He ran away. His brother came out. You whittled him down to twenty five percent. And then oh, that's he, the two that when they're close together, you can take them out. But other than that, those are that's are really that, the Court of Oryx is different. Okay. So this is a strike on the Dreadnought. Okay. So this is where there's a lot going on on the Dreadnought. Okay. So there's strikes. The strikes are still going to exist. The Court of Oryx is going to exist. Patrols on the Dreadnought are going to exist. Story missions on the Dreadnought are going to exist. And the raid is on the Dreadnought. Wow. So um, now the the stri- uh, and there's multiple strikes on the Dreadnought. Right. Did they so ever say how many? Or there are four strikes coming with the Taken King. Three okay. for Xbox One and Xbox One oh, okay. PlayStation yeah, exclusive right. strike. And then there is. Um, I believe it sounds like there's at least 10, 10 story missions for Act 1, mm-hmm. and then the strikes will unlock, and then the raid. Okay. So there, And there's also eight Crucible maps, and the new Crucible maps coming in Taken King. Mm, okay. So um, there's a, still a decent amount of content in there. I cannot say for sure. It'll be in my review if this is worth a $40 price tag. I can't speak to it yet. 
I can't tell you. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing, and we've had all the arguments mm-hmm. and everything else, and I'm still... I'm still wavering because mm-hmm. it's, I'm salty about it because yeah, it I, seems... if you bought if you if you went on PSN on July 20th no, I'm sorry on June 20th like right after E3 yeah and you bought the $80 digital legendary version of Destiny which yeah. included Taken King Vanilla <clears throat> Destiny Dark Below and House of Wolves right you bought it digitally off the PSN that day you got access to Destiny Dark Below and House of Wolves right for 40 bucks. And then, and plus, you get all the stupid cosmetic emotes and shaders and ships and you know all that stuff. And and I understand game of the year editions and stuff like that. You know, forty dollars seems like extensive. You know, but in terms of starting to measure value, you are getting three new subclasses. Whether or not you have those three characters, there are three new subclasses added to the game. There are right. eight crucible maps, at least three strikes, and what it sounds like is at least twelve to fifteen different quest style things to do. Okay. So that is 15 yeah, quest-style I mean, things to do is almost triple what came in each expansion. Yeah. So. Well, really what, what, what it's going to come down to is one of the things with Destiny that, that got to me was it just after a while, it just seemed like we were doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and over. And I think that's really what's going to tell us if this is worth 40 bucks or not. Is, right. is there enough variety that you, know, you can't get through everything in two nights? You know, mm-hmm. like if you come home and do the bounties or whatever else... And like after the third night, you're still doing the same crap over and over. Well, that's I'm yeah. If you're still if you're still doing the same bounties, like that's gonna suck. But I mean, like, but now there's gonna be I don't know the exact number, but now there's gonna be maybe like 35 different things missions that could be the daily heroic. So when you do the daily heroic, you get like 7,000 XP and all that stuff for doing the daily. You get a chance at this kind of drop. So now instead of it being like 15 missions, it could be 25 missions. So the and then the nightfall now is gonna have. Well, hopefully, um, with all the the place the three PlayStation exclusive strikes from year one coming to year two and being released on Xbox, hopefully that those will be in the nightfall rotation. So now that there's going to be a handful of almost eight to nine strikes that can be nightfalls. So hopefully that's like two months of content before you yeah. see a repeat nightfall. Um, and the same thing on the strike playlist. Now you can go into the strike playlist and you're going to have nine, ten strikes in a row. So hopefully you're not going to run into this. You're not going to run the the Earth Strike four times in a row. Right. Same thing with Crucible. You know, I, I love playing Battlefield, and we go through the rotation. It takes you an hour and fifteen minutes sometimes to go through the map rotation. Right. Hopefully they fix that in Destiny, so it take, you don't see this. There's going to be like fifteen Crucible maps now. So go through the rotation correctly, Bungie. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when we play Iron Banner, I feel like we play three maps. It, and it is. I mean, mm-hmm. it really does feel like you're just playing this little tiny rotation instead of using. Even a good subset of the the maps that are there, it's always like really this map again, really this map again, and it obviously focused on a lot of the favorites, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't play Crucible enough to really care. It's not like I played it every day. Yeah. Like I said, I only really, only really played it when Iron Banner was going. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because most people don't really play it unless it's Iron Banner for our group, right? So, uh, and then, you know, we talked a little bit about the Court of Orcs, um, the quest, there's going to be quests for, there's going to, it sounds like there's going to be more exotic weapons quests, whether they're swords or guns or ammo or whatever they're going to be, you know, armor. So like, again, there might be class based quests to go get the, right. hunter, the hunter gauntlets or to go get the Titan helmet. You right. Know, well, well, we know Glenn will go on the, at least the Titan ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, another, mater- another material on the Dreadnought. So the Court of Oryx, uh, of Oryx uh, is a, is a, is a three player thing. Not more, no more than three. 
Right. But it's, you can, on your server, I don't know how many people are going to be on the Dreadnought, because sometimes you can have like 15 people on Earth when you're doing patrol. You can see people that aren't on your fire team. Right. Um, but the Court of Oryx, more than three people can join you in the Court of Oryx. But whoever made the sacrifice of the ruin. That was a little weird, too. Mm-hmm. Because that's definitely going to favor like players that play more. Mm-hmm. Because a but lot it, of people that don't really play every day or whatever else may not be able to get those ruins. Well, it's going to prompt you to go to the Dreadnought and run the patrol. Like you said, right. I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. But at least if you do it and then you get the ruin, then you can go do Court of Oryx. Right. Versus, But I mean, oh, the yeah, fact that you actually have out. a better chance of getting some stuff if you're the one that, that sacrificed it. Mm-hmm. And it's a little odd. But I do like that they give you that 40-second burn yeah. so that somebody else can go in and put the it's, ruin in instead of always having the same person. What I'm going to be curious about, though, when it says, okay, you have to complete three tier ones. So let's say me, you, and Johnny are playing on a fire team together. Okay, yeah. I sacrifice one, and then you sacrifice one, and then Johnny sacrifices one. Does it count as three for me? I don't think it does. The way they worded it today. But at the same time, they only took like, like two minutes. Well, no, so, but the thing is, like, you'll still get rewards. It's just No, 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 but I'm talking about, like, more. towards my bounty. Like, if you oh, and, I are, you and yeah, I are running the same thing together and I kill a hive major with you, you get credit and I get credit. Yeah, I was wondering that, too, because they showed mm-hmm. that where she had two of them done. But I think she only sacrificed one, so that's why I would think that you do get it. Mm-hmm. So, because but at it, the same time, these, they showed they the Court of Orcs. They showed the Court of Orcs stuff. Most of it only took three minutes, though. So That's really, true. you could run it as much, you know, and they keep talking about you're not going to get repeat bosses, but your fire team of three could run it nine Boy. times and hopefully not get the same thing. And <clears> then if, they don't, if they don't let it happen hour. on all three, that's going to suck. Yeah, but nine times then we're, be a half an we're hour. going to be running it nine times instead of three? Come but on. if it only takes a half an hour. So what, though? It's just, it's still repetition. Yeah. It's still... No, I know. And hopefully that there's at least nine different bosses. Please <clears> God, let yeah. there be nine different bosses. But that's where it showed it, like, the, the two have to get close together. And then once they're close together, their shields are vulnerable and you can damage them. The three wizards, you have to kind of, like, you have to work together as a team. You have to kill all three of them at the same time. Otherwise, they revive the, uh, the other witch. Right, right. That was interesting, too. And, yeah. and again, that one kind of worries me because if you're just playing with, like, semi-random people, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's going to be almost impossible. Yeah, it's a social game. Like, that's the thing that people forget it, about. And everybody is, used to ask me about playing solo, and I don't recommend playing this game solo. You get bored. Right, right. Um, but mm. the, so that's like tier ones, and then tier twos. When you do a tier two court of oryx, it's it's nightfall like bosses. You're fighting right. more than one. Um, the rewards are better, and then tier three are supposed to be raid like bosses, which they didn't show. Right, they wouldn't show it. So, so um, and then um, they talked at the end of the stream. Update two point is coming out on September eighth. That's changing all the weapons, how they behave, what they do, what they don't do. Right. So for that week, it's going to be really weird. Yeah, and then. Uh, Taken King comes out on September 15th. Uh, my understanding is it will be available at midnight on September 15th, not 10 yep. o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the afternoon like they've been doing with House of Wolves and things like that in Iron Banner. And that's what's going to happen with the raid. It's going to be 10 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, so that's 1 o'clock Eastern time. Um, yep. That comes out on September 18th. 18th, yep. They announced that today. So, Although it was funny, they are like, just for the people on the stream, and they showed it, and then all of a sudden they all started tweeting it. I'm like, well, uh... That and really I, I, I watched the, the replay when I got home from work. <clears> and it was yeah, on there, yeah. So. That was, Whatever, Luke Smith. They gave away some of those sexy PS4s. you got to get me one of those. No, they gave them to the streamers that have been helping them with these early streams. I know, but I still want one. Well, so do I, <laughs> but what am I going to do about you it? You have nine. Actually, I want the Vader one. I don't want this one. Yeah. Although, I will say that Taken King one is sexy. That's a really <laughs> cool design. So, well, I mean, that's... Get, a, get a third job, Dave. Maybe you can afford one. <laughs> so that's what we know of... Um, 
Taken King as of now. Right, right. I personally believe, and there's been a couple tweets that have leaked this out, that you're going to see some things start happening on Sept- after the September 8th update. Well, Sim- but that's happened every time. Yep. Like, whenever they do a big... Whenever the DLC comes out, remember, we were actually able to get into uh, the Queen's stuff, the Queen's bounty stuff. Mm-hmm was working day one but all of a sudden it just stopped working like you couldn't i don't think you could hand them in or something mm-hmm. but you could still run them so that first week we had everything yeah. done for the week already and you weren't even supposed to be able to yeah do i mean the, the the blades of crota started showing up a week before dark below came out yeah the uh, petra showed up in the tower a week before house of wolves came out before she went right. back to the reef um and i do honestly think that there is um some some there's going to be some story in this guys like there's Nathan Fillion is the voice don't, of the Hunter Vanguard. Don't um, don't say that because yeah. you're just setting it up for failure. I know. There's, they, they've they've showed a couple cutscenes. They when when you're going through the missions now, Commander Zaval is talking to you, and you see right. his name show up on the screen up in the upper right hand corner. Eris right. talks to you. You see her name show up. When the ghost talks to you, you see his yep, name show yep. up. So there's a lot more prompts on the screen that are showing you some things. Um, so I think that they're right or wrong. Bungie listens to us. They, they, they listen I think to, they listen, but at the same time, they don't hear it sometimes. But. <laughs> you know, they've they've tried to to make our lives easier. Um, they've 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 tried to make it so you can stack instead of only stacking twenty ammo cents now you can stack a hundred. Sure. You, they went from I think it was originally five bounties when we first started playing the game to ten bounties. You right. didn't have to farm material anymore. You could buy. Well, it. but you can do ten bounties because all of a sudden there was a second way to do bounties. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden there was Eris. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it, they act well, like they're giving you something, house, but at the same the time they're giving so, you more things to fill yeah. that stuff up with. It's too. the same thing like. I said about the vault, though. They're giving yeah, you all yeah. this more space, but they're giving you more stuff. Right, but at the, the perception is, oh, look at all this they're giving us, but mm-hmm. at the same time, they know that we need it. You know, it's just like finally PlayStation adding 10 gig for mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 uh, online cloud storage. Right. Well, we have a lot more games now, so thank God they did it, but <laughs> it's it's just, it's this whole perception that they're giving us well, something, but at the same for time. You. Yeah, but look at your save files. Yeah, like, you have <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Look at some so, of these save files are ridiculous. Yeah, so, you know, Fanboy or not fanboy, I understand where Bungie's coming from with a lot of these things. Sure. Um, and I under like I they they're trying to run a successful business. Whether you agree with it or don't don't agree with it, I think they need to teach Luke Smith how to shut the hell up. Well, we've been saying that for years, even before he was a Bungie. Yeah. Hey-o. So, I mean, like you know, somebody stuck a a microphone in front of his face at PAX and said, "When is the raid coming out?" And he said, "Not day one." You know, and then three days later, yeah. he says it's coming out day three. Like, okay. Don't yeah. answer the question on last week. Then, but so. it gets people talking, and I yeah. guess that he thinks that's what mm-hmm. his job is, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, there's there's people that, you know, like the things or don't like the things. There's people that are going to complain about the game. I'm not going to make any, you know, harsh judgments on the game until I play it. Um, I enjoy playing the game. I love helping people. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you why. I have fun doing it. Um, it's because you're a good person, Dave. <laughs> I I genuinely get excited when uh, you know I hear the excitement of somebody else beating Skullis. I helped yeah. Palmer beat Skullis the other day for the first time. He loved nice. it. Nice. I helped uh, Hobbit Hubby and um, uh, Vinian beat Skullis for the first time the other day. They loved nice. it. You know they were happy about it. I've helped them get you know <clears throat> moments of triumph. And I'm not sitting here like, oh look what I did, look what I did. Like I know what I'm doing. I understand the game. I enjoy sure. playing the game. I enjoy teaching people how to do the things. Sure, and I think it helps everybody because I've helped multiple people with Prison of Elders. Uh, Grey Ghost thirteen, I helped him for two or three weeks. Now he does it with his own team. He doesn't nice. need my help anymore. So, you know, like my kids are growing up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, join the forums, guys. Talk. I'm on the forums constantly. I will yeah, answer you the within minutes. Talk on the forum. I mean, that, I've noticed. Like 
on the Facebook side of things, I think that people it's it's more complaining and bitching and things like that, and, and it's not really constructive. On the forums, I mean, that's look at that thread. We have one big Destiny thread that's just like the size of Fat Princess right now. It's just huge, but we it, it's very. I think overall it's it's very constructive and a lot of good happens in there. So I'm active, guys. Like I I'm not one of the, I mean I'm not de- undermeaning or demeaning anybody else. But if you ask a question, I'm going to answer you within an hour. Right. You know, almost to like a fault sometimes where I'm like on lunch and I'm like like answering some stuff on and on when I'm on lunch and all of a sudden I'm like, damn, my lunch is like half over and I haven't gotten food yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so if something comes up, Glenn will see it. And Glenn will tweet it at me if I don't see it, or Glenn will text me, and then I'll answer it for you. Like yep. we'll, we'll get the answer to you guys. I'll I'll do everything I can to, to figure it out. Um, but if you want more, like hit the site. You know, when I stream, like join my stream. Like I'll answer the questions and hang out with me, and I'll I'll help you guys. Like if yep. I can, if I'm available, I'll do what I can, and I'll show you, or I'll tell you, or or I'll show you on the stream how to do it. Once yep. I figure it out, I've got more devices. You know, PS Nation has been very nice to me. I've got more equipment. So for me to do things better, I just got to learn how to work it all. Yeah, work it all. <laughs> um, and make sure that my computers are strong enough to run it and stuff like that. I've yeah, work it all. Yeah, so um, yeah. I'm going to try to do some more things. But I, I'll be honest with you, and, and I don't know if he wants to edit this out or not. I get I get discouraged when I don't see people asking me questions. And I'm like, is it worth it? Is it worth my time? You know, like when I don't see feedback or hits. Oh, or... Dave, <laughs> I, I wonder that every day so. for PS Nation as a whole. So yeah. don't worry about it. Please don't like come at me with some ridiculous question though. That you know, like, what do you think of this? Like when I can't answer it, you know, or I don't know the. Yeah, answer Kyle. To oh, <laughs> um, not just there's other people other than him. You know. no, I'm calling him out though. Um, I, I, you know, I love the game. I enjoy playing the game. I love helping the community. Um, it's why I can't tell you when I'm when I'm reviewing Mega Man and as soon as I get done with Mega Man I immediately switch back to Destiny or I'll play yeah. a couple of games of Rocket League and I'll switch back to Destiny I can't tell you why this game keeps drawing me back but it does cause you're a sucker yeah I gotta chase the dragon <laughs> come on you almost got me come so, on but please join the forums um, and get in the conversation uh, add me on on PSN if you want and I'll help you uh, yeah and we can, you know, we can hang out. Join the party. We, we'd, we'd tell people what your PSN name is, but quite frankly, it can't be spoken in in English. Yeah. So it's on the forum. We see, you yeah, can see it, it on the forum. It's on. It PSN uses symbols that aren't even in the English language. Honestly, <laughs> so, um, I think they I think they found it in King Tut's tomb. Actually, yeah. not sure. But it's because of you guys, though, because of the community that it's yeah. not not and, and force isn't the right word, but has made it to where Glenn feels it's important enough for me to come talk to you guys on the podcast. So because you guys have made the destiny important enough, and, and God knows have, it's all about what I want. Yeah, and you know now we what now what we have to do is make sure that Taking King wins Game of the Year. Oh God! <laughs> but I got to talk I, to Josh about the technicalities of it's a full digital release or physical no, release. And, I, I think Rocket League is going to win that. <laughs> if I have anything to do with it, I don't know. If, you know, if Johnny and Johnny a boy, Johnny is a boy, and I stuff the envelope again, you know. Yeah, but Johnny plays Rocket League all the time. What are you no. talking about? Johnny's already saying taking King Game of the Year. He's saying it, oh, and he hasn't yeah, even played it. He's so. just being stupid. <laughs> but he's um, probably, anytime he's that I get on, anytime that I get online, I'm either in a party with with Glenn or I'm in a party by myself. Join my party and tell me what you need help with, and more than likely, I can help you with it. Huh. All right, man. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for spending the time tonight. And I know you got to work on everything. We just got done with our fantasy draft, and <laughs> I'm watching Rock play uh, Rock or uh, Rock Band. I'm watching Rock playing Rocket Rocket League right now. And 
He uh, finished the last challenge on Binding of Isaac while I was recording, too, so congrats. Uh-huh. Good job, Rock. Does that mean he's going to stop playing? Yeah. <laughs> Dave wants to know if you're going to stop playing now. <laughs> Is he ever going to stop playing Destiny? Is that what I'm going to say? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he can look up his hours on, on uh, Binding of Isaac. We can oh, compare. no, you got him killed by a long shot in terms of hours played. I guarantee you that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, though, because, man, even when I was at home all the time, I, all I'd see is mm-hmm. you playing... Finding of Isaac all the time. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much. And uh, now back to the main podcast, even though we went over an hour, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry. Way to go, Dave. <laughs> Eat up all our time. Yeah. Uh, well, the viewers or the listeners <clears throat> will love it because they want like six-hour shows anyways. So. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to predict it this right now because I think Josh is reviewing Disney Infinity this week. Well, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Isn't it <clears throat> Disney Infinity Madden Tearaway? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why do I even show up? I mean, he did 45 minutes spoiler free on, on Until Dawn alone. Yeah, the funny part and, is that we're just talking about this and it either may have been talked about or will be talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. No, this will this will be before the reviews, so it should be pretty interesting. It's going to be like I'm calling a 5-hour show right now. Oh god, please no. I have to edit that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much, dude. Uh, yeah, definitely get on and play. I mean, Taken King comes out. I'll be. I'll, I'm getting it. So we'll mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely be playing it, and I'm sure that'll take up at least a couple of nights that week, and, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, tear into it. So uh, if anybody's interested, you know, if we have a full party, obviously we'll tell you. But get on and, and join us and and uh, play some. Most Destiny most of us. it is three team stuff, so we can start splitting up if we need to. So. Well, but the the what you call it? I think it's the raid is they, a six man. They tweeted it wrong, though, because they, they said you can play with six of your friends. I'm like, uh, wouldn't it be five of your friends? Because it's six people total, right? <laughs> well, what was, yeah. it, what was the one that you tweeted out that was like, do this for your DualShock 3? You're like, well, that's a four. Oh, that was Ask PlayStation. They said, if, <laughs> if your uh, DualShock 3 is out of sync, hit this button. I'm like, well, that's going to be kind of tough because you're showing me a picture of DualShock 4. <laughs> Dummies. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks very much. We'll talk to Dave. And, and you know, we'll have Dave on again. We're going to have more of our writers on soon. Yeah, on that, I think so. the plan is like I, I, I think I'll be ready to talk about Taking King maybe like two weeks after lunch. Yeah, we'll see if we lunch back on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so tell him, guys. Tweet at him. Torgo <laughs> PSN. Tell him Dave needs to come to the show. Uh, go to at PGF Josh. That's better. <laughs> All right. Appreciate thanks it very much. All right. Well, thanks for Dave. Uh, you know, for taking the time to talk to me and uh, and to go over all that stuff. He like emailed me yesterday. He goes, "Oh, we didn't talk about etheric light." I'm like, "I think we talked about enough." <laughs> so, uh, but he will. He's going to post something on the website. Uh, definitely check that out. Things are going to be a lot more fleshed out there. And uh, he's also got a post in the forums in the gaming night se- section, I believe, because uh, he's got those two days off, uh, the 15th and the 16th. He's going to be playing Taken King pretty much nonstop for the review. And, uh, you know, if you want to play with him, try to do some things, uh, he's got to sign up in the forums if you would like to do that. So check that out, psnation.com slash forums. All right, uh, time for Josh to take it away again with uh, a game that we've been waiting for for quite a while, a very, very mm-hmm. highly anticipated game, uh, Tearaway Unfolded. Yes. Uh, so this, uh, we had talked about when we first heard about it. and. Yep. It is not the original game. No. Nope. Um, it is not really a director's cut. Um, they built this from the ground up. And they they rebuilt it. They had to build it specifically for the DualShock 4. Right. Uh, and that's the only reason this exists. If Sony didn't change the controller around that much, if they had gone you know, with the same old DualShock <laughs> if configuration. The, if the controller had a camera in it. 
No, but if it was, you know, DualShock yeah. 1, 2, and 3 were essentially the same controller. Right, right. There was no real big difference there. If that had gone on to DualShock 4 the same way, this game wouldn't exist. Yeah. The only reason it does is because what the DualShock 4 does, and they looked at it and said, you know what? We could have a lot of fun with this. Let's see what we can do. Um, it's not going to be the same game that the Vita is because the DualShock 4 does not have a front and rear camera. It does not have back touch. Right. Um, it does, in a way, have touch because of the touchpad. You know, so it's got you can simulate some of the front touch stuff, but that's about it. So all that stuff that used both cameras. The other thing is, and you know, it hit me immediately when I got the game. I was like, "Oh, I hadn't thought about this." What if you don't have the PlayStation camera? Mm, yeah. The PlayStation camera is not required for this. Yeah, I think we asked them that at PSX. I thought we brought that one up. I might, I might be wrong, though. Yeah, well, it's that's a big thing with this. Um, because if you have it, make sure it's on, it's hooked up. Right. If it's hooked up, it'll just turn on. Um, yeah. It doesn't break the game. It doesn't change the game dramatically. But it's more fun if you have the camera on. Um, because it incorporates you into the world a lot. And that's the whole fun of it. If it's not on, cause I did this, I, I unplugged the camera to see what would happen. Okay. Uh, all those places where you're supposed to be, it's just a white background. Nothing is there. Hmm. Um, so it's a little boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were careful about that, about how it's incorporated and how much you're incorporated into the world. You're not, that camera work is not incorporated as much as it was on the Vita just for that reason, because they, they worry that, you know, not everybody's going to have the camera, so they can't force it, mm-hmm. especially when the camera costs more than the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be a problem. Um, so the immersion and the interactivity, um, they really did everything they could with the DualShock 4 to bring you into the game. Um, The story itself, similar, um, in parts very much the same. You know, if you play the original, you'll hit parts and you're like, ah, I remember this. Oh, I know (laughs) this. But you get into it and things have changed. Yeah. Things may feel the same and some things are the same, but other parts feel very different. Um, Because when they did it and they were, you know, they were doing it from scratch, they were like, oh, wait, you know, well, why don't we do this instead? And why don't we change this? And why don't we add this? And why don't we take this crap away? And so they really redid the game and made it different and made it feel different. Um, It feels like it was built for the DualShock 4 for the PS4. Um, you will use the microphone. Uh, you don't have to, it's used very briefly. It's fun. If you have it, if you have it turned on, on the camera, uh, it's fun. Um, it's hard to, you know, I I mean, it's not a huge story that I could spoil. It's not something I want to talk about though. I, you're, you're basically, um, you've broken through into this other world and they can see you and from where they can see you 
all these scraps, these bad guys are pouring into their world from your world. And the fun thing about it is they're destroying the papercraft world by covering it up with like newsprint and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's all like newsprint everywhere. When you hold down one of the buttons and you shine, quote unquote, shine the light from your DualShock 4 from yeah. the light bar yeah. into the world, when you shine it over that newsprint, it takes a couple seconds, but it turns back into uh, the papercraft stuff. Right. So it's a way to interact. Um, the light bar is a big thing, really. Um, I remember you, seeing that at PSX on the demo yeah. we played, yeah. And you use it to illuminate darker areas. You can <clears throat> hypnotize the scraps right. and you know force them to go wherever you want them. Um, the really fun thing is when you knock a scrap silly and he's dizzy, you can pick him up and you used to be able to just pick him up and throw him over the edge or do whatever. Now you right. can pick him up and throw him right at the screen, right into the dual shock. That's right. Him. I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. When he's in there, you shake the dual shock for, and you can hear him yep. shaking around in there <laughs> and making noise and everything coming kinda out like, of the speaker. Kind of like the AR, AR bots in uh, playroom. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. It's so much fun. And then once they're in there, you can then use the touchpad and swipe towards the screen and throw them back at the screen as a projectile to right. break things, to, to fight the other enemies. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's That's really cool. cool. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm all congested all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> so there is paper crafting in there like there was on the Vita. Um the problems that there were on the Vita with the paper crafting mm. are here again. Oh boy. <laughs> because you're using your finger on the touchpad to draw whatever it is you're going to draw. Oh. It works. Yeah. And that's fine. But if you're trying to draw multiple things, like you're trying to draw a crown and then you're trying to draw stuff on it to make yeah. it look fancy, like they say, put jewels on it. Well, then when you touch your finger back down on the screen, you don't know where you are on the That's, screen. yeah. And you don't know how big you're drawing until you see it on the screen, and then it's not the right thing, and it's not the right size. You can move it, but then mm. it's not. It's just, it turns into a mess, you know? Yeah. It, it's not, and I get it. I said this in the written review. It's whimsical. It's funny. It's not supposed to be precise and perfect. It's supposed right. to look, you know, homemade, junky, whatever, but... There's a fine line there, and it just it becomes kind of a kind of annoying um, that you can't quite make it the way you want it, you know. Right, right. Um, there is a way around that, though, okay. uh, because with this version, you can use the Vita. You can use any smart device, any phone, iPad, anything you have. Oh, really? That has the PlayStation app on it, the oh. one that connects to the PS4. Well, for like for the Vita though, do you have to have the the Vita game, or how does nope. that work? You do no. remote play or whatever, second screen. Remote play, second screen. Yeah. <clears throat> no shit. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes, it's really awesome. So on the Vita, you're still running into the same problem where you're drawing on the Vita. But sure, but that's still better than the touchpad. One of the cool things with the Vita is. 
you can then take like you can have one player playing the game you can have another player messing around on the vita and sending stuff into the game oh wow so i can and i i have screenshots of it there uh in that section in the multiplayer section on the in the written review yeah where i took some screenshot i took a screenshot of that first screen where it says, you know, remote play, connect to your thing or use as a second screen. I took a screenshot of that, dropped it in to the game, and it became like one of the things on the ground. Oh, that's cool. I, I took that over. I took a screenshot from Final Fantasy X HD remaster because that was in my pictures folder mm-hmm. on the Vita. I took a picture of an eye. And that ended up repeating all over the ground. Oh, jeez. I I used the camera on the Vita and took a picture of Kevin Smith's book because I had it sitting there. (laughs) His face ended up on the ground. (laughs) Oh, boy. So you could mess with stuff like that with the second screen. If you have the the iPad or anything like that, you go in through the PlayStation app. Yeah. And you connect. Well, if you have an iPad, suddenly you you can use a stylus. And you can draw. Oh, wow. So you can draw a lot better, obviously. So there is a way around it that you can do. But it's fun if you have a second player who's watching that they can interact and, you know, send stuff into your world and decorate your world as you're playing and just mess with it. Oh, wow. As you're playing. So that's actually really kind of fun. Yeah. uh, Kind of cool. That's really cool they did that. Uh, your camera, they added a ton of filters, a ton of lenses, uh, that animated GIF lens that I was talking about. Um, it does still have, now this is the funny thing. The beginning of the game, the first half of the game, I was like, oh, they got rid of all those problems I had with it. You know? Yeah. All those things that made me, you know, that I was complaining about that the, the imprecise controls when it comes to platforming because there's areas where you really have to, you know, jump across these very precise gaps and you have these little tiny platforms to land land on and you don't really have a shadow and it's hard to see where you are in 3D space and it became a nightmare. Mm. I was like, oh, that's all gone. Yay. Okay. Till I got to the last third of the game Aww. and there it all was again. Aww. And I went to pull my freaking hair out again. And I thought I wasn't hard on the game. I was spot on when I, when I complained about it and gave it an eight last time. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was absolutely right. And I felt, I felt dumb about it because everybody was like nine, 10, 10, 10. And I'm like, geez, was I really that hard on it? Oh, no, I remember we had that discussion. I don't think ever, I, all those people, I swear all those people that gave it nines and tens, I yeah. swear they did not get to the end of the game. Dude, because it's all in the last third of the game. You've met and, and played games with a lot of these people, yes, right? Yes, yes. They didn't finish the game. I, I know it, because it's all in the last third of the game. All yeah. of it. Yeah. The first two-thirds is great, feels awesome, you can play through it, it's all fun, and then the last third, you just want to throw your controller across the room, because it's so freaking frustrating. Uh, and it was fun up to that, and I'm like, why? It doesn't have to be this much of a pain in the ass right you're having fun with this game and it's whimsical and happy and laughing through the whole thing and all these really cool things you're seeing and then it just becomes a pain in the ass and and 
like I was forcing myself to get through it. If I wasn't reviewing it, I probably wouldn't have finished it. Mm. I, I probably would have just stopped. Like I've been through this crap. I don't want to deal with this again. I'm done. And I just would have put it down and said, forget it. But I, I got through it. I did it all. And it was worth it. Cause when you get to the end, the ending is very, very cool. And nice. the way it all plays out at the end and everything, it's awesome. But fuck to get there. Mm. <laughs> And it sucks. Yeah, it's it's really a pain. Sections of it are easier with the DualShock compared to the sticks on the Vita. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's still a pain in the ass. It's still more difficult than it should be um, for a game that was not that way two-thirds of the way through, you know? Right. So it's a gorgeous game. It's unlike anything you've seen. It's all paper. Everything is paper. That's cool. It's the the effects that they make paper look like water yeah. and splashing water nice. and rain and wind and everything. You just have to stop and look at it and just be like, wow, that's all. It's paper. And I can see where they did the paper and how it works. And that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's why I did some of those animated things because you just have to see it in motion. It's crazy. Right. Um. They changed up one of the narrators. They changed up the woman. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, the guy is the same. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, I remember this voice. This guy's got such a great voice. I love this voice. But it sounds even more familiar. I can't figure it out. It sounds, you know, I, I remember it from the first game. Sure. But where have I heard this guy? Elsewhere. Hmm. And I go on IMDb and it says known for Roger Rabbit. And I'm like, Roger Rabbit? What? Oh, it's actually uh, um, Fleischer? No, he's the guy... Well, I don't remember his name in Roger Rabbit, but he's the guy in the bar who... He's the drunk, like the mean drunk in the bar who's like, who's your next client? Dinky Doodle? Oh my God. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. It's him. Well, and as I'm scrolling through IMDb... squirrel? Yeah. As I'm scrolling through IMDb, I flat out laughed my ass off. Holy laughed shit. out loud. He's Daddy Pig in the Peppa Pig series for anybody who huh. has kids. And it's the same exact voice in Peppa Pig. And I was like, holy shit. I, you know, I've been, Mason has been watching that. And I kept hearing this voice and I'm like, this voice feels comforting, feels familiar. I don't know why. And yeah. I never bothered to look it up because I was like, how would I know who this person is? It's this weird British series um but it's I the same guy it's so it's right funny. here right javi yeah it's that guy nice and that was him actually well, well obviously by the way that's him. like one of my all-time favorite movies ever me too i've seen it like a gazillion times we went to the disney mgm studios like i think it was the second year it was open it was really early and they had um the office up on, on a corner you couldn't go in or anything but the um upward uh, Dumbo was flying outside the window. Yep. And when Roger goes out the blinds and it leaves the imprint of him yeah. in the blinds, that's up in that window. <laughs> and I got this really kick-ass, um, it was an auction book, uh, you know, like a guide, uh, because they auctioned a ton of the Roger Rabbit stuff off, like frames of animation and everything, which pissed me off. I was, you know, I'm a kid, but I was like, oh, I would just love to have had some of this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that was... <sighs> It's I, to this day, that, that is just such 
a perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. staggering that they never made a sequel to it. They tried to. I know. Uh, they had a problem with a couple of uh, licenses lapsing, and uh, there was something else that happened, but they're actually trying to do it now. Um, they're trying mm. to put another one together. But now that well, Bob Hoskins is dead, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But Charles Fleischer is still around, and he can do the voice still. He, they had him on camera not too long ago doing the voice. Because well, he's he actually was... pushing for it. Uh, I, that's, that's actually where the news came from. Charles Fleischer said that they're trying to get a, another one done. Well, he's been waiting around for that um, Welcome Back Cotter reunion to come along, and it doesn't look like that's happening. Keith <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaplan's still alive. He always uh, announces poker games now. <laughs> um, so, Horshack's dead, though. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, the original woman did like a, like a Cajun accent. Okay. Uh, for this fortune teller, which okay. worked in the original game. It was good. But the new one, she's got uh, more of a an England, somewhere from England, UK Manchester accent. England, I don't know which one. But Richard Ridings, who does the guy, has a very thick accent. So the two of them playing off each other is just even better. Sure. Um, and it works great. Nice. Um, the music is amazing. Well, that, the, this is that a soundtrack. Be. Yeah, this is a soundtrack you have to have. It's unbelievable. Um, just the instruments that are used and and the songs. It's gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful stuff. So, uh, they took advantage of every last input on the DualShock, just like they did with the Vita. Um, they've used it in really creative ways. It's a really fun story. It's really unique, really exciting. It's worth playing. Absolutely. 40 bucks. It's, you have to buy it. <laughs> I mean, you can't not buy it at 40 bucks. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to get it as soon as I have time to play it. There are those <clears throat> issues. <clears throat> they all come in in the last third of the game and you'll run into them and you're going to want to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, it's it's just such a turn from what the game was for the first eight hours, and then all of a sudden the last four hours are like, you <laughs> just want to kill someone. <clears throat> but it is a very beefy game. I'm just eight and four. I don't know how long I took playing the game. It's a long game. Um, I don't know the exact number, uh, <laughs> but it is not a short game. It is not a quick. That's uh, good quick nothing and you'll get to that point because i say two-thirds because you get to that point and you're like all right game's over wait it's not <laughs> and you think okay there's just a little bit here there's a full third of the game left it's a it's a lot to do in that game sure sure so uh i give it a nine but even after all that yeah wow all right because because looking at this one, they fixed a lot of the stuff that was in it. They fixed a lot of the problems. It's much beefier. It's much sure. bigger than the Vita one was. They've added so much to it. The whole second screen thing that you can have someone sitting really cool. next to you and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. We need to see more of that. Well, but that's where you could have dicks all over the place. Because, yeah! And I did that just for the hell of it. I, I tried it. I was like, I just want to see if... I can do it, or if it's got some kind of Nintendo filter in there where it's going to block a dick, um, where it's going to cock block me. Um, because one of the other things you can do on the second screen, you can draw stuff 
and send it into the game and it like hundreds of them go flying through the air across the screen like they're all in the wind almost like snow so i did a heart just to see if i could draw a heart better you know on on one of these screens because you have to draw a heart at some point fuck that it's Um, because your cold black heart doesn't know love yeah so I drew the heart and that was flying across the screen. I was like, Oh cool. And I was like, wait a second. And I drew a dick <laughs> and that like a hundred dicks were flying across the screen. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you could really mess with somebody. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It really is good. And they really have done so much more than they had on the Vita. It just still has that pain in the ass third, third act, yeah. you know, yeah. that you have to deal with, but it's, it's great. It's a fantastic okay. game. Cool. So, well, obviously we're over, we're way over four hours this week, so we're not going to do emails or anything else. Uh, like I said, if you, uh, were waiting for the, uh, raffle results for my little extra life mini marathon, those will be on the website by the time you hear this, uh, you probably just go over to the forum section, uh, where I had all the stuff. So you go to the special events in, uh, in, in the forums and you'll find it there. And like I said, emails will probably go out Monday or Tuesday asking for addresses and everything. I am actually traveling until late Friday night, so I'll probably try to get back onto that next Saturday or Sunday. And hopefully I'll be able to talk about what I'm seeing next week on the podcast. I have no idea when I get to talk about it. Yeah. No idea. So, all right. We done? We're done. I have a Badgers game to go watch. I think I'm getting sick. Oh, no! Get outside, take a walk around the block, maybe you just no. need some fresh air. I th- no, I, honestly, I think that's what it was, because... <clears throat> I've been taking Claritin every day and Mm. I didn't take it yesterday and I didn't take it today until the break. I was like, Oh fuck. I didn't take it. And Uh, my eyes were burning. And I think that's what it was. I think it's allergies. Great. But now I started sneezing too. Sick Josh again. That's all we need. I just feel like crap right now. Great. All right. We'll go take a nap. Uh, Uh, We're out of here folks next week. The podcast should be on the regular cycle out on Tuesday, like normal, hopefully. And, uh, and slightly shorter. It depends Actually, on if yeah, I get to do. talk about the thing I get to talk about or whatever, what but, I'm seeing and stuff. But, but my, I mean, we have a lot of reviews. We, you got stuff. I've got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. I've got one, well, one game review. The other two, the two shows, they're not going to be long reviews. Yeah. And I'll have my Hee Haw review probably uh, for the well, podcast. I'll have, have three TV show reviews. I know. And then <laughs> I've got the headphones review. Uh, it might be two of them. I might do the Steel Series as well. Because uh, I'll probably start using those tonight after uh, after the game when I'm all drunk. Review a Palooza next week. No shit. <laughs> Review a Palooza two Electric Boogaloo. Oh, I think that's that might be, be the great. title for next week already. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks much, folks, for uh, sticking with us. We will talk to you very soon. Uh, and uh, get out there, play some games. Have a good one. Oh, I was hoping I could sneeze to end it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we want to hear. <laughs> Yeah, well, I sneezed twice. <laughs> Maybe l- fart. Turning yeah. away. Ugh. All right. Bye. <laughs> different people have, you know, different weird phobias. Like, I am terrified that I will get stuck in an elevator and have to poop. <laughs> that fear rules my world. <laughs> I have walked up miles of stairs with the knowledge that I have a grilled cheese from seven hours ago.
locked and loaded. And I will never go into an elevator in a parking garage, ever. Because if that elevator gets stuck, you know who hears your screams? Nobody. And a couple months later, they go, hey, what's wrong with that elevator? And they pry open the doors, and there's a skeleton, and it pooped, and it's me. (laughs) 